aka the smoking tire taylor this episode of pka brought to you by lucy lock and load and once again our friends over at death by gummy bears death by gummy bears we'll hear more about all three of them later matt thank you so much for being patient through our uh our tech issues in the beginning as you know kyle just moved so it's a, always a bitch getting internet to work I only look patient. And the inside, yeah. I'm very angry. <laughs> Fuming. <laughs> the smoking Farah. What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me back. It's always it's always a good time. Yeah. I I saw you on the uh, upcoming guest list, and I thought that'll be an easy episode. This oh, I weird. fucked up. I did did they tell you about my fuck up? I thought no. it was like I thought it was Tuesday, but it was mm. actually supposed to be for July twenty <laughs> July twenty-eighth, <28th, laughs> not June twenty-eighth. And then they were like, oh, actually, we have an opening on Thursday. And I was like, all right, I'll fucking just do that. <laughs> nice. But, uh, there you go. Yeah. Hey, I've been looking at the racetracks behind you, wondering what they are. I'm not cool yeah. enough to identify what's what. So in the center, mm-hmm. this, they're not, first off, they're not to scale, right? Okay. The middle is the Nurburgring, which mm-hmm. you've probably heard of before. <laughs> I thought yes. that was West Virginia. And it's also South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's the, middle a wolf. The, Nur- the middle is the Nurburgring, and you could fit the two outer tracks and probably five more tracks inside of the middle one. Um, mm-hmm. In reality, and then the one here uh, over my left shoulder is Road America in Wisconsin, which is my mm-hmm. my favorite racetrack. It's great, great, great track, and you could hit in a fast car. You can hit 150 miles an hour three times on that track. It's really, uh, it's really cool. I see and then the three, the, yeah. and then the tighter one over over this side is uh, Monticello Motor Club in New York, which is a uh, a private racetrack that's uh, that I used to belong to when I was living in New York. Those no the company tracks. that makes those is called uh, Linear Edge, and they're actually made of like wood. It's like mm-hmm. they're layered oh, plywood. Cool. It's very cool. This is this is Nikki, uh, my Hi, girl. Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Welcome to the show. Show your show them your butthole. There she nice. Is. I was there. Hoping. She goes. Yep. Yeah, not long. No, no local, no local California tracks. I don't have uh, any particular attachment to the my local California tracks, but right. there are a few. that one on the far right, our far right, looking at you, the straight one that you can hit yeah. 153 times. That looks yeah. like the easiest of those three by far. Is it? Um, well, um, it has its own challenges. There's a lot of elevation there. It's very, mm. very fast. Wow. Um, uh, it's a, it's a really fast track and it's, um, it's, it's definitely challenging. It's, it's definitely a challenging track, but, but it rules. I have a Um, question. It's totally unrelated. I, maybe I cut you off where you were headed. No, no, I was done. (laughs) I'm an everyday carry, right? Usually it's about knives and keychains and shit like that. What watch are you wearing? I'm always curious. This is a fun one, actually. This uh-huh. is um, this is one of my cheaper watches, and I'm not I'm a watch nerd, but I'm not a, a watch snob. So mm-hmm. I have cheap watches, and I have some expensive watches too. This one is a Seiko that mm-hmm. has an Arabic dial, oh. so it's like it's like not even two hundred dollars, but it's got the but oh, the numbers cool. are all in Arabic, and it's this got is day the date, date that's in, oh oh I'm no no the, the actual numbers now number, I see the actual I see. numbers are in Arabic. I like how nine oh. is the same. Um, kind similar. of ish. Yeah, 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 it's similar. Yeah, I never actually nine, nine and eleven are the same. It's the yeah. same as other watches that I, don't have one. I, one. I'm going to be honest. I always thought that Arabic numerals were the numerals that we used. I thought they were the same. You know what? Kyle is actually right. Technically, we, this would be called Eastern Arabic. I I said it wrong. Arabic numerals are what we use. Eastern Arabic is like from Syria. 
So what? I appreciate the clarification. Was it the numbers, the Important face? Important to me. Or like... it's, it was actually the the, the numerals. Yeah, that's okay. that's what did it for me. Normally, like if you want to get um, if you want to get like a, a luxury watch with Eastern Arabic numbers, it's really fu- really expensive. Like there's only one Rolex that has them, and it's platinum platinum day date. It's ninety thousand um, dollars. There's very few watches that you can buy. Um, yeah, no, that America. actually surprised. That actually surprised. Oh, in America is a good qualification because I would think with all that oil money in the Middle East that the, that that would they'd be like, no, 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 put it in the Eastern numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and diamonds. Yeah. Diamond yeah. Eastern <laughs> numbers. Yeah, that too. If you go if you go to, to Dubai, which or or you know um, or Saudi or somewhere like that, I, you probably have a better selection. Um, but it, they're tough to come by. And so when I found this and it was, it was $200, I was like, literally I bought it on Amazon and I put this kind of khaki um, canvas bracelet on it. Cause it came with a pretty sh- cheap, shitty bracelet and you mm-hmm. kind of class up the joint a little with that. But this is one of my cheaper watches, but I really like wearing it. It's, it's a fun one. Yeah. I like Woody's watch. Woody's yeah. Got, there uh, you go. Diamond. Well, diamond. Exactly. Oh, wow. There's a diamond and gold 36 millimeter day day so this watch has an aftermarket diamond dial um if that was made from the factory like that it would probably be fifty thousand dollars not ten thousand dollars um aftermarket diamonds actually reduce the value of a rolex what? watch yeah really? zach change, yeah zach change the bezel to four carat <laughs> Oh wow, yeah. Oh, so you yeah, this is like a this is like a build. You can like optionally build see, yeah, see what, this you, company. You were you were right on the money, by the way, because like what we were initially looking at was no diamonds at all, and then diamonds at 15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was no diamonds at all with a fluted bezel, right? Like there's no diamonds. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it it went up by four grand. Well, no, Am I wrong? yeah, the regular one, this whole deal is custom, the dial and everything like that. Mm. This watch just with a regular dial is probably 10 or 11,000 bucks from from Rolex. So, you add some diamonds and it 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 it, it it's going to go up because this company's making this, but if you then mm. go to sell it on the secondhand market, it would be actually less. So, I don't hey, have in, in my taste in watches, but I see that thing and I it, it screams a little like Nouveau Riche look at me. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Like yeah. <laughs> What is it's it's oozing diamonds? No shit. <laughs> There's diamonds. Oh no, a little gaudy yeah. for my. <laughs> a little gaudy, and, and I'm, I'm pro gaudy in many cases, but a little gauche. But that one, I was like, the fuck. Even I have too much class for that watch. No, like, I mean, you, no, that's there like, are wealthier like people watch. with less gaudy watch. I can't yeah. say gaudy. gaudy. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, no. If you someone who's really like a really like old money rich guy is mm-hmm. going to be wearing a, a Rolex Daytona in steel. That's like, that's your straight up super rich guy, you know, subtle flex. Mm. Um, If it's, if it's someone, uh, you know, like John Mayer is like a known watch collector and Mm -hmm. he's got a lot of the really crazy stuff like the rainbow Daytona, which has a, a rainbow of diamonds around the corner of it. That's about as gaudy as you get from the, from the factory is, is the, uh, oh boy, look at that. Oh, that's oh almost God. that's just as gaudy. What company is that's, this? They should hire me because I have more class than they the do. The last yeah. two you've shown, I wouldn't take for free. <laughs> well, this is some this is some company in New York that's modifying these watches. Well, um, well like there's nothing wrong with this like except that. the the rainbow except thing is bullshit. 
and, yeah. and I, that makes, I that makes the jewels look now cheap that I as see, shit. Now that I see, now that I see the whole face is diamonds. Like, never mind. Yeah, there's, there's um, a lot. When I sold cars, it. when I sold cars, the management were, you, we, we worked so many hours that they spent their money on jewelry, and they all yeah, had okay. um, like silver uh, day dates and and date justs with mm -hmm. like just diamonds around the outside, really subtly. And uh, but then I had a finance manager that had um, a necklace getting away from watches a little bit, but still jewelry. Um, and it was that that bike chain type of necklace. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but a big, big ass chain. diamond, and every link had a diamond. It was an eighty thousand dollar chain. <laughs> Dude, if classy. I went to a dealership and the finance manager was wearing, oh, he didn't, chain he like didn't that, have it on. Like I he am didn't getting have it robbed in this bitch. I'm yeah. getting <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I only go to dealerships where they will diamond grills. If there's no I'm grill going on, if your teeth aren't encrusted with diamonds. I, I have the same rule for dentists. They have, <laughs> they have to have diamond grills. Dude, you want to talk some consumer advice. Never get financing from a guy wearing that kind of chain. It's your interest money that pays for that chain. Dude, you don't need to sign on the line. He's got five rings on. <laughs> <laughs> one on each finger, one of those guys. We all know the YouTuber algorithm ah. everyone knows the social media algorithms at this point it it youtube figured out i like everyday carry videos about knives and wallets and shit like that so then it started pimp pumping watch videos at me yeah and now i'm like contemplating watch purchases that would hurt my family yeah. <laughs> i'm like i shouldn't do this but oh look at up. i have a watch your sponsor. i can get you i get good price oh. for you my friend oh, very good price. <laughs> yeah I, I, homies I, at bob's watches they got you dude i'm like my watch has been great i it, it's very durable it's functional i need an altimeter watch because i do this stupid hobby they were flying lawn chairs and uh and I've dragged it across every brick and concrete surface in the house, and it's held up well. That's something that I value. But uh, God, if I look at it under a microscope, it won't hold up like these other watches do. <laughs> Dude, the watch, the watch, fucking FOMO is is crazy. It's uh, Instagram and and all because uh, on on Instagram, a house, a car, and a watch are all the same size. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it really yeah. like it's it, 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 it's something about that two by two square, you know, that really makes you pay so much more attention to small things than you ever fucking would in the in the real world. Right. Um, and, and who are you trying to impress? Because if you're other if people you're, on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like If it's not a Rolex. Yeah. Then I would argue that. <sighs> 85% of the people you're trying to impress, 95% don't even know to be impressed. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. There's, I mean, there's, well, it's it, higher than that. It's higher than that. It's probably, like, I like watches, right. but I okay. like watches, but I probably won't recognize your Breitling if you have one. I'll be like, oh, that looks shiny, but I won't know if it's 300 or 30,000. Dude, there's and, like, shit you could buy. I'm into watches. A dollars that that they wouldn't they'd give you fifty dollars for in fucking chinatown like there's stuff you could buy like a like a like a uh, like a rod uh, uh um a george daniels watch or a uh, a roger w smith watch like that just doesn't look like anything mm -hmm. i mean are those like small nothing. are those like small boutique like yeah like there's like, that, like like make 30 50 of them in the world yeah like they're like this uh -huh. one guy and they're literally a million dollars and it's and and you could you take it to Christie's, you know, and it's like you have to be pre-approved to bid on some shit like that. Uh -huh. You know, um, it's it's like really, really, really 
end of the line for watch collecting. But you wear something like that around and 0.0001% of the population knows what you're wearing. Oh. When yeah. you mentioned, uh, when you were like, oh, the, the subtle flex, whoever said the, the Rolex Daytona steel. Yeah. I was like, I, don't, I, I know nothing about watches, less than any of you. And I looked it up. $32,000. Yeah. I, I would not look twice at this. If I saw someone with this on their wrist, I would assume it was a normal run of the mill watch. Like there's yeah. nothing at all flashy or special about it. I just don't yeah. get like if you're going to spend 32 grand, you want a little bit of gaudy. Like you want maybe, maybe you do. I mean, the, if, you, if for what for for people that know a little bit, like if you know absolutely nothing, then mm -hmm. then it's nothing. If you know just a little bit, it's something. That's who you're flexing to. The people who know just sure. enough about watches to know it's something. And the people and 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 the thing about Rolex is they're really, really well made. They make a lot of watches and they seem really expensive, but like there's no watch on the planet that you can beat the shit out of harder than a than a Rolex. They are really, really durable. They've they make their own metals, they have their own metal alloys. Um called oyster steel and their rolls gold is called roll sore which is really kind of a stupid name but but they literally yeah. do make their own metals and they're designed to feel a certain way they have this kind of softness in your hands but then you could smack it against concrete and they're really really durable i've and, always been it's interesting i've always been shocked how scratch resistant they are like, like yeah. just nice watches in general what, what do you call the um the glass that covers crystal. everything the crystal the yeah crystal. nice watches like, have a sapphire crystal it's it's actually yeah. made of sapphire and you can how smack hard it is that hard. really hard like, really like as far hard. like like smacking resistance is a little different than hardness like i'm thinking of like scratch resistance because yeah I know. Got, you could um, you could take a metal tool and just like grind it on there and you won't scratch that my watch so has I've, a sapphire I've, crystal and i i put it I'm hard on my shit, right? Like, and I've always been impressed that Wings of Redemption has like a 16 year old truck, and in many ways, it looks kind of new, right? He just he takes care of that thing. That's not he doesn't drive it a lot. Okay, um, I don't take care of my shit. I'm kind of hard. Everything yeah. I own looks pretty used in in not a very long time. It just all gets road hard and put away wet. And my crystal is perfect yeah a rolex would be good for you if that's you exactly what i was gonna stuff, say a rolex is good for you yeah the sapphire there's on my some, watch there's... doesn't have a blemish on it and i yeah, like i yeah. would i was wearing it getting in and out of tanks and stuff and i can i can distinctively remember being in a fucking tank and banging it like the face onto like this sharp heavy metal it's a tank and thinking like oh i'm so scared to look and it not a blemish it's just i'm like I, i'm left-handed so i wear my watch on my right wrist which is a real problem for damage because mm -hmm. like banisters mm -hmm. on staircases and when you're walking against oh. a wall it's on your like i hit it against shit all the time mm -hmm. just because i wear it on the hand that's close to that stuff most mm -hmm. of the time and so i'm really really hard on on watches like that and i've never scratched a crystal ever yeah I, i'm, I'm looking fly. up the uh the so there's something called the Mohs hardness scale. Man, science mm -hmm. is neat of how hard things are. Yeah. And apparently the hardest thing is a diamond. That's a 10. Sure. It's a 1 to 10 yeah. system. Tremendous system. Love that. And <laughs> the Keep it simple. sapphire crystal is a 9. 
Yeah. And wow. by comparison, a masonry drill bit is an eight and a half. Yeah. So if you <laughs> tried to use a masonry drill bit on your sapphire, have, have you're going to fuck up I your have. masonry drill bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, in a box somewhere. I had no idea. I have, sapphire I, glass. I didn't know that was a thing. I have masonry bits in a watch. Dare I? No. So there's some really, uh, there's a couple very high end <laughs> watches that are that are really expensive, and but, I'm talking like a hundred grand plus that have sapphire cases, where the whole the I've whole case of the watch is made of sapphire. Damn. And it's funny because they actually look, yeah, it's translucent, but it, it it's one of those things where you look at it and you go, that's either really cheap or really expensive like you can't tell like mm. i did a podcast with john oates my like, swatch all, is like also see-through yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. And he, he was wearing like a, a watch called a, a hublot um which had a sapphire case and and you look at it and you go well that's either 50 bucks or five hundred thousand. and and it was it was like a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> so, so did they um, do some sort of like uh cnc machining on yeah that, block of that, sapphire? that thing Jeez, yes man. yeah they mill it they mill it from a block. Quick, inquire now. <laughs> no, call now. Let's talk to him. <laughs> yeah, that. But that's Jesus. that's basically wow. what it is. That's a yeah, full that's, sapphire. Can you get these yeah. things? Because I, I, I wasn't. Look serious at the price. Three hundred eighty thousand dollars. I know, I know. But I, <laughs> so I wasn't serious about pulling the trigger on like a five k plus watch. But I was looking into it. They're not available. But three eighty. Buy a Rolex. No one has them in in stock anymore. Well, you got to – so Rolex is a very specific case. Rolex, unlike a lot of the other watch companies, is not public. They're a private company. Mm-hmm. Huh. They they have a couple things going on. One is they're, they're already rich as fuck, so they don't need to show any kind of growth to shareholders the way mm-hmm. that a publicly traded company would, would have to. They also – overextended themselves in terms of retail footprint in the 90s and early 2000s. They would have not just their own Rolex stores, but a a sort of kiosk inside of another watch store that sold multiple brands. They're actively trying to choke out their retailers so that they drop the the retail Rolex license from these multi-brand stores and they only Mm. have their Rolex boutiques. And they're doing that by just choking out the inventory. The other mm. thing that they're doing is their watches that are, they have watches that are more profitable because they have gold and diamonds and shit in them. And that's more profitable than a watch made of steel. But in a sort of perversion of mm, luxury goods, the Rolex steel watches are in higher demand. And so they artificially restrict production of the steel watches and they make you buy the gold and diamond shit, (laughs) you know, which is more profitable. And then they'll call you when the steel one, you know, comes in. And it's and and that also has the effect of pumping up the residual value of the used watches. Um, so there's there's a few different things going on there, but basically they're cranking their own brand perceived value by artificially restricting the supply whereas if you go into a breitling store an iwc store an omega store they have tons of inventory you know and and it's because they're publicly traded companies and they got to move units whereas uh rolex isn't like that but for you woody honestly if you if you did want to buy a rolex you know the the a used one is really the choice you have but Mm. unlike a used car 
you know the <laughs> the rich the rich that's a Richard meal that's just insane. Wait, what <laughs> time is it? That's, that's, what are you supposed to discern yeah. from this? Ten twenty, but it's pointed straight to ten. Yeah, it's like ten twenty, but but it seems like less not. is more, man. In theory, well, the that watch not has a bunch of like functions, but it's like impossible that's, to read. That's the either. ugliest watch of ever. Well, seen. it is. You, and the worst part is, we all know Sylvester Stallone is too. Stupid Richard to Mills should watch. be put in jail for this. For this scam. <laughs> Here's how much like Stallone's watch. Yeah, Richard Richard Mill, they make. And technically, it's Richard Millet. If you want to be real douchey about it, we call him Dick Mile. Um, but if you, but they make so much money; they're sponsoring four Formula One teams. Like that's how much that's how much their margins are. We can't lose. <laughs> we just, just sponsor the top every four weekend. Teams. A Richard Mille driver wins. That's not that's one of their their most of the Richard Mille watches have this sort of curved case. A lot of the wrappers wear them. There's a special Pharrell one. Um, actually, some of their watches have very cool functions. Some of them are designed. They're super light. So like you're not supposed to wear a mechanical watch while like golfing or playing tennis or doing certain like high impact activities. Mm -hmm. And Richard Mille watches are designed specifically like there's a Bubba Watson collab that's meant to be worn playing golf. There's a Rafael Nadal uh, collab that's designed to be worn while playing tennis. And they do wear them while doing those activities. They're fucking 500 grand, those watches. Anytime in LA you read about these, there's these real sensationalist stories that come up, mm -hmm. especially in LA once in a while. And it's like, dude gets followed home from Mastro's in Beverly Hills, you know, and jacked outside of his house for his watch, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's always a fucking Richard Mille, always. Because you can see him from across the street. They're like, like they're so big and bright. You can see them from so far away. They're just yeah, walking by the, the restaurant going thing. That guy. making yeah. yourself a target. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing about that Daytona. Like nobody's gonna follow you home, right? Yeah. Nobody's gonna and, and like anything that's all blinged out like that, like if you're gonna wear that anywhere, like I you you're gonna have to be prepared to fight for it or kill for it somebody <laughs> yeah. might try to take like like have that in your mind don't go don't go into that like life of walking around with fifty thousand dollars on your wrist and thinking everybody's just going to be chill about it yeah <laughs> yeah no for for sure i mean and there's that's you know the, the stealth wealth right so you can you can wear something that's beautifully made and feels really cool and works really well and won't attract a fucking gangbanger that's walking across the street and we'll see it and yeah. then there's a fucking gold richard meal that you can wear and everybody who sees you will be like that's the guy i'm following home you know and jacking as soon as he gets yeah. out of his ferrari california t well i feel like those are based on what you guys have said those are so rare how would you even resell it like who, well, who do you resell that to? Like if you Russians. tried to get a bunch of money out, Russians, <laughs> you sell them internationally <laughs> the same way you would sell sell stolen you know stolen cars. You know it's a black market Bitcoin fucking whatever. Are those the Russian oil guys of, that yeah. fucking cheap that they're buying yes. stolen? Yes. That is no, no class. They're billionaires. <laughs> just spring for it, man. Just just pay. For well, the well, we don't. This they might be just junior millionaires, and that was in yeah. rubles. So they've yeah. got to get a stolen Range Rover. They can't import uh, one. goddammit. it. Yeah. If you're they're the like guy, if you've got VP. the, if you're the proper oligarch, you're probably getting uh, the hook, the proper hookup. If you're that a guy's bodyguard, oh, right now, you're yeah. <laughs> you get a crappy yeah. one. Whenever. Whenever there's some kind of like geopolitical thing happening, I everybody 
obviously we're all focused on this like Ukraine war thing, but but I, I start thinking, like, wonder what's going on behind the scenes with like just some rich guy in Russia who wants his cool watch. What kind of hoops and like hurdles is he sending some minion? I want to watch a movie yeah. about the minion who gets sent to go get him his watch from America. <laughs> That's like, like, uh, how hard like that would Operation be right Odessa. Now. Did we talk about that last time I was here? Operation Odessa? I don't think so. Uh, I don't you've think seen, so. If you've seen the documentary, it's about these guys from Miami who are getting Russian uh, or Soviet military equipment for Pablo oh, yeah. Escobar. Oh, the no. guy's name. The guy's name was Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mentioned Tarzan before. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think we talked about it last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. bought a nuclear oh, submarine from Russia. <laughs> now, see, now that you you said Tarzan, and it all came back. I yeah, just needed I, that I'm name. I'm pretty sure we talked about. Yeah, we Tarzan. talked about Tarzan. <laughs> but like that, that seems like a reason. To, like, I get better example than the watch. Like, if you had the crown jewels of England, on, like in your kitchen right now, those are worth billions on their own. What would you even do? Yeah. Like, uh, who would you like? You'd get caught in me, like shave pieces off with what? Yeah. Like, and then I mean, it doesn't to... even have to be the crown jewels. Like, if you had a gold, if you had a gold bar, you could get rid of that if it's not stamped, I guess. But but like any kind of like diamonds or jewels. Like, remember Reservoir Dogs when they got the? That's the yeah. first thing they asked when they said he was he was like, we're gonna take, take down a diamond like facilities. Like, you got a way to move the stones? Like, that's the first yeah. question. Yeah. Like like then what? You know, because you can have a yeah. big. Pile then we're gonna of enjoy how they look. Yeah, yeah, like the really, the the really, um, you just put them in a this bowl is an in your entryway. Mission. Yeah, throw in a fish tank. The really high-end watches have serial numbers on them. You know, they they would be they would be tough to move. Uh, certainly, legitimately, mm -hmm. you're not you're not selling a fucking Richard Meal legitimately uh, if you've stolen it. But if you've got some kind of international, you know, black market whatever connection, yeah, you yeah. you, you, you yeah. there's definitely somebody is somewhere shady that will happily give you fifty percent of market value for your sketchy stuff. Right, right now, Russia is the ticket for those yeah. black market items. You find someone to buy those crown jewels from you. Yeah. And Kyle, you mentioned a gold bar. If it was stamped, being hard, wouldn't couldn't you just remelt it? Yeah. Oh well, then that well <laughs> then that seems like a really easy workaround. <laughs> yes. Well, you just want to get that right. stamp off first, so they don't see that. They see that swastika. They start making calls. You just fucking, you just gotta buff it out, dude. This will buff right out, like no problem. <laughs> just put my own name in it afterwards. Have you ever? I, I like those old history documentaries. Oh, no. know. He likes old history documentaries. Oh, no. I actually knew that already. But what do you like about them? <laughs> you know, he uh, used world, to be this great storyteller, and now he just begins sentences and doesn't finish them. There, <laughs> all right, all right, you Kyle, back. We, Come we back. You. Yeah. You, you're back One, now. Two, three. What? Yes. You're good. You're you good. I like those old I enjoy old history documentaries. I was watching something about Nazi gold, you know, toward the end of World War II when they started seeing things weren't going to go so well. They started hiding all a lot of their loot and plunder. And they had stolen a lot of the gold from other countries when they invaded Poland and, and France and just re smelted it, smelted and like stamped <laughs> yeah. it with the, the Nazi stuff. I wonder if that's out there somewhere in some uh, 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 you know cave or some mine or something. Because just the other day, I think off the coast of South America, they found some pirate ship with some enormous amount of bullion on it. Like those, I would. Would, would, would it be would cool finding, to be a treasure hunter? Would finding Nazi gold. Yeah. Yeah. Finding Nazi gold, like would finding it with a swastika or like a iron cross or whatever, that would make it more valuable probably. Because now you got gold and it's old and historic. I, 
My guess would be that they... You could probably sell they, it to a rich Nazi. <laughs> I think there's probably going to be... I think the country that you fa find it in is going to want to get their hands on that gold. I don't. I think there's different probably. rules around the world for what treasure hunting is and, uh, and and what percentage you get to keep. Because I remember... That's pretty fucked up. Like, there shouldn't be rules some guy, treasure hunting. No, some guys found like 25 million <laughs> of gold in a, a, like a, a pirate wreck years back. And I always said like why didn't they just take it back home and smelt it down and sell it instead they like informed the government and the government took a substantial portion of it what an asshole yeah keep that it's like finders keepers yeah. rules absolutely for if if you can't apply fi finders keepers to see gold then it doesn't exist anymore in 2022 yeah i think I'm, well, I'm a bit of an amateur uh treasure that's hunter. joe biden's america <laughs> no we can't get any seagold anymore. <laughs> you know, I had a car. I ordered a Porsche, and it mm -hmm. it went down on a fucking boat. Uh, did you guys? Yeah, you did you guys us. hear about you the Porsche? We, we watched talked it about burn. It. Was I? Yeah, I watched I it burn on your show since then. That was in February. So they are they are building me a new car, and it should be here in a couple of weeks, which is great. But but <laughs> but I was contacted by a guy who claimed to be a commercial diver and wanted to organize some kind of expedition <laughs> to go down to the boat which is James in 3000 meters of water by the oh, way God. after That's... after a 4 day lithium fire it went down, <laughs> it went down you know a mile at 2 miles almost in the bottom of the ocean and he sent me the this email that was so bananas. He's like, <laughs> and he wanted me to fund this expedition, by the way. Mm, a car I was not, not responsible for in any way. I didn't pay anything <laughs> for it, didn't make the insurance claim. And he's like, what I need is 100000 American dollars, and we will have 20 men, $1,000 per day per man, plus 15000 for the ship fuel. And we will go down with lift bags, and we will bring up, we will bring up the supplies. And I'm like, dude, what? What are you gonna bring up? A bunch mm -hmm. of fucking melted steel and yeah. moldy ass saltwater leather. Like, there's nothing left. This the remains of a gone. crew member. Like, <laughs> have you ever heard of um, Operation Azorian? <laughs> no, what's member. that? Sounds so fun. That so a Russian uh, sub went down, and we found it before they did. And we didn't want to raise. Oh, the I think we didn't I want do them. remember this now. Yeah. But we couldn't send the Navy in to start recovery efforts because then the Russian Navy might show right up. This is this big standoff, yeah. and we're both trying to get yeah. the the sub. We wanted to keep it secret that we'd found it. So they got Howard Hughes, the CIA did. The CIA calls Howard Hughes, and they're like, "We got a a real caper. We want you to be a part of. We're gonna put down the piss bottle. bottle. Come help. We're, <laughs> we're gonna pretend like you." inexplicably built a ridiculous boat. We're going to say it's yours and we'll do a whole press tour, but really we're going to use this giant craft to secretly raise a, a Russian submarine from the bottom of the ocean. And Howard Hughes is like, deal, let's do it. And so they built this <laughs> giant craft and there was publicity about, ah, oh, Howard Hughes with another one of his silly capers. And meanwhile, <laughs> they, sit down, <laughs> they sit down those like, like grappling arms or something. Yeah, and, yeah. The sub tore like a quarter of it fell off as they were bringing it up, but they got three quarters of a secret nuclear Russian submarine wow. with all of its code books and armament mm -hmm. and, you know, the materials that the outside of those things is made of is top yeah. secret. So it was a real boon. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty embarrassing. Uh, I think a movie that we about found it. it first. <laughs> they did yeah, we're something in there. I would tell them immediately. That's a how huge is there job. not a movie about this? There's got to be a fucking mm. movie, right? 
No? There should be. I, there's I mean, not I mean, nearly someone enough called fucking James Cameron. He's like, he's ready to go on some shit like that. I think there's he a good documentary. I think it's a good documentary, but, but I don't PlayStation Zebra. Uh, Man, that's why that's it didn't do well. I, I gotta Bad find name. that. PlayStation Zebra. I gotta see this. Oh, speaking so, of ice so, stations, this is so so different, Kyle. But oh my god, uh, look at this me movie. and Woody were talking, and I was saying how the thing, the John Carpenter movie, is probably my favorite horror thriller ever. The thing is my number one. What is there anything similar to that you can think of? Because I would love a movie similar to the thing, but I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head like that intense who done it they look like people oh very, well i mean invasion of the body snatchers with um donald sutherland the classic when he goes <gasps> like like that whole thing you know that, i've seen that i liked that cla- okay um i don't know with the i i, re- I like that um where you can't element. tell who's who and their bodies change the like paranoia maybe, um yeah captain marvel Captain Marvel, Dude, no, 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 don't, don't that. <laughs> they, they're, they're shape shifting in that. Yeah, I, I like Marvel. No. And I skipped that. <laughs> I'm just fine. Um, no, I um, I'm trying to think. I, I'm really struggling. No, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. There's a sequel that they made uh, a few years, a prequel rather, with uh, like Mary Winstead or whatever her name it, name is, the chick with the nice ass from Fargo. <laughs> uh, and there was a um, chick it's okay. With a nice ass from Fargo. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mary Elizabeth, the TV show. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Google Mary Elizabeth Winstead ass and Fargo and Fargo. And then you'll get like she stands up in a bathtub to like distract an intruder. Uh, and like like uh, you see her butt. Yeah, it's real nice. Okay. Oh, her. Oh, yeah. Right. Can we can we just mention real quick that Ice Station Zebra, the movie about that. This is the most 70s movie fucking ever starring Rock Hudson. Ernest Borgnine, Patrick McGuhan, and Jim Brown. All that right. is some seventies ass action right there. <laughs> what's Jim Brown gonna do? Is he the? What's he gonna I do? I mean, he's dressed like a fucking Arctic sniper with goggles oh, on and a and a long rifle in this particular. Uh, well, I don't know what that's gonna have have to do with getting the 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 the, the wrecked submarine, but. Well, in, in the in this logo here on the, in, the, in, the, in the uh in the top of the the DVD cover, it shows a submarine with the front fucking schnoz missing. So you're yeah. you're spot on there with the front falling off. Yep. <laughs> All right. How about that? You guys see Top Gun? No, I haven't seen like it, it yet, but I what? but I really want to. I, I I've been, I've been moving. Shit. You didn't see fucking I, Top Gun yet? <laughs> I've been. Moving I haven't seen the, last, the first uh, one week. I haven't been able to see it, but I really no. It was good. Everybody says it's good. It's made a ton of money. I think Tom Cruise might have single-handedly just completely rejuvenated the United States film industry. I think so. That apparently it blew the pants off the other movies. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's that he's. It's making. It's his biggest movie ever. Like like Tom Cruise yeah, had his it, biggest movie this year. It's a, bil- a billion. It did a billion. Yeah, billion. I was just yeah. saying like it came out at times where, with other movies that you would think would be big, and I saw some chart, and it's like, n- not even any two movies put together that are out right now are sniffing. Like, yeah, what is it like about Tom Cruise? Of what they have ninety percent of movies. Like, I don't need to go to a theater to see any of that shit. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. but for this, like, I was like, you know, this is probably worth my time in the theater. And I, and actually, if you've got access to an IMAX, it's worth that. Um, it's it's worth spending the twenty five bucks on the IMAX ticket because it's pretty fucking boss. I mean they they 
the did you did you see the Cinejet that they used to film all this stuff? No, I avoided it. like I saw one teaser like two years ago where he was like going yeah. fast and it was his face. And I was like, all right, yeah. I'm gonna watch that when it comes out, but I don't want to know anything. So I haven't watched it. No, anything. no, like you, the Cinejet is the the <clears throat> camera plane that they use to film the aerial okay. stuff, and it's the fucking fighter jet with gimbals on it. It's the coolest camera rig ever invented in history. And uh and it was is are we getting about to get a picture of the Cinejet? Yeah. I mean, it's Ooh. the dopest shit ever. Um and the actually the Cinejet's Instagram account is pretty fire. I recommend uh I recommend following. But but uh just I mean, you know, the they they managed to not fuck up the uh sequelness. You know, they made a, a, a coherent story that makes Rare. sense. You know, it could have been it could have been dumb and dumber too. You know, it could have been but but instead it was uh it was a storyline that made sense with some some subtle throwbacks uh, to the original. And I mean really it was just it, the aerial stuff was just far and away the best aerial flying scenes you know ever recorded it was really really cool and the actors you know because now they have imax cameras that are you know small they had multiple they had multiple camera angles inside of aircraft so all the actors are actually in the planes doing fucking maneuvers while uh while acting it's pretty boss i recommend uh but what was interesting about it about you said it's single-handedly saving the movie theaters is that not only were there like 40 minutes of previews but there were um advertisements for movie theaters in general like literally like go to the theater like advertisements like this movie is exclusively for needs to be seen on this the big screen like so many uh so like three or four of them ads just for the concept of theaters that's how yeah. bad they're struggling. <clears throat> no, I like the theater. I used to go all the time. I don't remember which um, one I chose, but I had some kind of a Cine pass or something where I just paid some stupid huge amount of money for this card. And then I got all the snacks and popcorn I ever wanted for free. And I just walked in and just went to any movie I wanted. And, and I used to go to three or four. I used to live near Buford, Georgia, and they've got a really nice IMAX there at the uh, Mall of Georgia. And so I would go to three or four or five a week. I would watch shit I didn't even want to see. But uh, in this pan between the pandemic and my probation, like I haven't really done any. Uh, I haven't gone to the theaters in a long time. It was the fucking um, uh, Avengers movie. That was the last time before I went to prison. Was the last time I, <laughs> I went to the movies. <laughs> Does probation have some affect movie theaters somehow? Are you not allowed to go to so, movies? So the thing is, maybe you've already talked I, about this. If you if you well, have, it's I'm just, sorry. It's just that while I was on probation, I was trying to be so careful to not get any complicating charges. Mm. I was really scared that I might get in a fight if I was out in public or like a, like 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 anything, you know, like like when when you're waiting on a judge to to decide between zero time and six months time and a yeah, fine yeah. of zero dollars to a to fifty thousand. Man, it would be great if you walked in there and you hadn't done shit for the last two yeah. years, but be cool. But if you go in there and they're like, oh, he actually got into a frac a fracas at the uh, the the AMC and he he beat up a a, a ticket terror. <laughs> oh well, let's give him six months. So I was just so afraid yeah. that I literally hid. I like like I was afraid to drive. I was gonna get a speeding ticket or something. I was I was oh, really man. afraid of of getting into any kind of trouble. That's crazy. I get it. Yeah, it That's crazy though. I don't know what it's like to 
be like, well, I don't want to go to a movie theater because I might get into a fight with somebody. I, I can't relate to that. <laughs> yeah. It's never it's never happened. I've never been like, oh, I better not get into a fight with someone today. Yeah. But okay. If All you right. have really different opinions about Top Gun <laughs> in the lobby afterwards where you're like, that was great. And some guy's like, I'm, I'm going to, I hate Tom Cruise so much. <laughs> and then you get, you know, Something could go wrong. I uh, I finally go got all of my shit moved today. It has been. Yes. Finally. So. So I procrastinated and I moved my entire house in two days by myself with no help. And it might be the, the greatest achievement that I have ever done. I moved <laughs> tens of thousands of pounds of shit in the last two days. Like, like, like Proud I, of you. I, I, that entire people. gym. I, it, I couldn't have done this before before I started on TRT and started pumping iron. <laughs> old Kyle would have died gym yesterday. By yourself? I moved the whole. Yeah, he gym. moved his I whole moved, gym. Oh my like god! Like fifteen hundred pounds of steel alone, like just weight plates. <laughs> fifteen hundred pounds of weight plates, an entire like like um like power tech like trainer machine, an entire oh um like squat rack, barbells, and then my whole goddamn house, right? Like multiple bedrooms, couches. You ever moved mm -hmm. an eighty-five inch fucking TV by yourself? I, I don't know how you could do trying that. Trying to do that, actually, I literally like a man fine doing that in college and had to have surgery. It was fucked up. Damn. Yeah, one of those big old cabinet TVs with like wood grain, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weigh three thousand pounds. Yeah, <laughs> the pre-flat screen I, I, era. <laughs> later, I'm gonna pick up this TV that's to my left, and I'm gonna stand on some scales with it because. It's so heavy that it hurts my fingers to hold it. Like, <laughs> it, like is it a, like an old boob tube CRT TV? It's it's a 1080p flat screen that's 72 inches, so it's about this oh, yeah. thick. It's not you know now they're like uh, fucking card, they're like a piece of cardboard thick. Yeah, this they cost more. Like, like, dude, just go buy a new dude. Yeah, a new TV new... is like 180 dollars right now. Those TVs <laughs> are literally not worth the material. It's they're made the up only anymore. thing no, that's priced reasonably right now. <laughs> First of, all, the first of all, you're 100% right. TVs have shockingly <laughs> continued to like drop in value. But the thing is, I bought this TV for $6,000 eight years ago. There's nothing wrong with it. And it is not my primary TV. I'm going to hang it on the wall of my office and like have like CNN playing in the background on it. You know, like it's not a primary TV. It's not even my bedroom TV. It's my fourth mm -hmm. TV. But I can't. It's just not. Bring myself. Can't get rid of it. I yeah, can't you throw need that it away. price value. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I paid six thousand dollars for it. Yeah, <laughs> that is a wild total for a TV, dude. My parents, we, my parents have a vacation house that we built in two thousand and two. We finished mm -hmm. in South Carolina, and uh, one of the things they got it's a nice house. It's not completely, it's not totally extravagant, but it's nice. Mm -hmm. And but one of the things they got was the very first plasma. The very it was it was any NEC like the computer monitor company made it. It wasn't even made by like Sony. It was NEC, <laughs> it was, and it was the sixty inch plasma. It was twenty two thousand dollars. Yeah. I can tell the same story, dude. Jesus so, Christ! My parents have a house. It's in Celebration, right? If, you, if people don't know Celebration, it, it's a it's a nice. What's the name of a place? Yeah, Disney World made oh, a subdivision oh, and it is yeah. celebration. Yeah. And the house isn't like super extravagant or anything, but it's like for what it is, it's done nice. Like it's a nice example of a small home. And uh, they got one of the first plasmas. I forget if it was 52 or 55 inches, but 
plasmas were unheard of at this point and they mounted it on the wall not even in the wall but on it and put like yeah. crown molding around it and the whole yeah. room kind of did up this it was twenty five thousand yeah. dollars for this 52 inch television and it seemed worth it like yeah. a, a neighbor walked in and this is what he said he saw it and he goes oh <laughs> i have a, I, have a I new, am erect <laughs> i have a new life goal is what he said. yeah it, i mean it was stunning to see it at the first time yeah you know, now it's commonplace I, I, the uh the, you correct, know, the right, government commandeered all of them the 60 inch it was a uh, iraq no. war and they commandeered them and shipped them to iraq for the war rooms and so oh. we got a loner tv they gave us a 50 for like a year until they could catch up. 2003? Throw, 2002, three, like whatever. What, it yeah. was the beginning of Iraq war, whatever it was, 2003, mm -hmm. I guess. And uh, it, we got a loader mm -hmm. TV for like a year. And then they finally sent us the 60. And it just made me think about like, what happened to those hundreds of TVs later? <laughs> like, were people just like going home with their camo and their duffel bag? And a yeah, absolutely. 60? They were. Um, <laughs> They do probably with stuff like that. The army doesn't give a fuck. I remember I knew somebody who was importing Barrett 50 cows that had been used in Afghanistan and they were shot to shit. They were like that had been desert used and they all had desert camo and they were selling them by the um shipping container full. Oh my like 10,000 Barrett's at a time or something like, like some <laughs> absurd amount. And they, they were like, they're like, yeah, almost none of them work, but you'll have enough parts to build yourself five or six <laughs> for every eight or 10 you get. And we were seriously looking at buying like a pile of Barrett's at one point because it might be a good business idea. <laughs> a pile of them. So I could definitely not even specific unit numbers. You know, I didn't know that. So the first one I think I saw like a nice plasma screen was probably 2003. It was 2003. I had no idea they were that expensive though. I just thought, yeah, wow, that's cool. Yeah, like, like it was at a, a prom party, and um, I don't want to say exactly too much about the man who owned the house, but he was a he had done some illegal things in his past, maybe, and and had had tons and tons of money, and um and it, and, and I was like, oh, so that okay, okay, this is, they weren't kidding. It, yeah, twenty thousand dollars for that TV though. I didn't know that. It yeah, it was twenty. And actually, in fairness, it was made really well. I, my parents had that TV on the wall until probably two years ago. Like, <laughs> it, was like, it lasted a long fucking time, and it was like fine actually for a really long time. Well, we're, like plasmas were the ones where it's like, oh, I watched yeah. a show with too much green palette in it for too long. <laughs> yeah. Now, now there's too. Uh, I watched The Simpsons for too long. Now there's a lot of yellow spaces all over yeah. the background. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, Do you guys remember those fabric screen TVs? Oh yes. Yeah. 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 Where you got mad and threw a fucking threw something at it, it would go right through that shit. Yeah, it was it was the biggest screen I'd seen at the time, probably like 50 inches. But I remember my grandparents had one of those fabric screens in the mid 90s when I was a kid, and like thinking that, that was like. Oh, let me link it. I found. We a had picture. one that was like a vinyl screen almost. It but it that's was a like magnifying could, glass. I, okay, you could push so it. that that vinyl. That vinyl is the biggest magnifying glass you will ever lay your hands on. It was so powerful. My parents took it away from me. It was. <laughs> I, I took one out of a out of a fifty or fifty five inch TV that was like junked out. One of the old box ones that was a that was as thick as it was uh, wide, and it was so powerful you could instantly start fires. It was scary. <laughs> Like you guys that, remember exactly. this? 
So yeah, like, like, like you could, you that's could like put the your one thumb, I lifted and hurt my back lifting. Was like, it, was, it, was, it was ten thousand pounds, but I remember, yeah. and like the one my grandparents. This looks nicer. They they like had the one that had like all that wood paneling on the the side, and like you could take your thumb and kind of put it on the side and like feel like I could put my thumb like the weakest trampoline screen you could imagine. Like yeah. like you could just punch your thumb through it if yeah. you wanted to. And I remember yeah. like thinking that was. Like I'd, I'd be watching like fucking Ren and Stimpy or whatever on this, and thinking like I was a classy individual. Man, like, that's this is what <laughs> this is what adult this is how adults watch Power Rangers. By the way, on a well, this we played N sixty four Goldeneye. This was the this was the move. Yeah, Quad, the quadrants. It was it was the fucking shit for that. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It, 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 just nothing but fights over screen peeking in 007 Goldeneye. Yeah, that was great. Now it's all about you got to have the movie. You got to have the movie theater if you want to go next level. Like that, oh dude, Woody. There's a, that that community you were talking about by Disney World. Right. There's a house for sale. I think it's in there. It's they were ta- describing it as being like on the grounds of Disney World, which I'm guessing is what this was. And it has the fucking Millennium Falcon movie theater in it. Like it's the whole movie theater looks like you're in the Millennium Falcon. It's huh. pretty That's fucking cool. bad shit. Yeah. Um, I like those home theaters. Those are especially when they have a cool theme. I like when they have a variety of themes. Though I went to the home theater Reddit a while back just to look. Oh, I bet it and gets really like, weird, really quick, doesn't it? Very true. Because <laughs> some some of the guys you can tell they just love movies, and like you'll walk in and it's like there's Goodfellas, there's you know some you know Capote movie, there's this old fucking classic. Here's Jurassic Park, one of their personal favorites, and then other guys, it'll be this. Where it's like, the like I, I have a theater room and there's nothing about it other than one franchise. It's just about Star Wars or it's just about Harry Potter. Yeah. It's like, come on, man, you're, you're simplifying too much here. Yeah. That's the, a uh, it's, a, it's a nice house. Yeah. The Millennium Falcon so thing is a little bit overkill. Did you ever see, uh, 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 you know, Tony Stewart is the racing driver. You ever heard of yeah. Tony Stewart? He was a yeah, of course. He mm-hmm. sold his house uh, a couple months ago and it was like, you look his base his like basement was like oh my god this guy likes to gamble so much it's like one of those setups where you have like 20 tvs on the wall and it's just fucking it's just like set up for sports gambling like you're Mm -hmm. fucking down there like (laughs) crushing rails being like fucking come on like (laughs) (laughs) just Gacked out of your mind. Yeah, like, operating as a bookie. You've, you've got you got oh, thirty thousand dollars on the women's softball like championship. <laughs> it look it, it it looks exactly like a fucking Bass Pro Shop. I, I look at that picture. Shop with a I can smell it. Flare underground. You know that Bass Pro Shop smell. I like smell? that high ceiling. Yes. Why does Bass That's Pro Shop have its own ever. smell? I don't know. It's by design, man. We all know that. Once you coming back. That was my favorite place to go as a kid. Take over your second, like maybe second to Toys R Us. But but if we were going to Bass Pro Shop, that meant that our local gun store didn't have what we needed. We had, (laughs) 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 or we needed like black powder or, yeah, yeah, we (laughs) needed. God damn it, those deer were coming right at us. All right, (laughs) all right, it's invasive. Dude, there's a um, there's like one of those kind of sketchy, you know, like we buy guns places around mm-hmm. the corner from my uh, shop. And I was with my friend who was in from out of town. And he was like, I want to go in there. And I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, like that sounds interesting. <laughs> like, sure. I've n- never been into one of those. But like, let's go in there. <laughs> oh, is that the Zach? Is that the headline? <laughs> the Internet is comparing it to a Bass Pro Shop. That's <laughs> um, And I went we went in this place and it was like it wasn't just guns. It was like 
antique like like ottoman empire shit oh that's and, like, neat. stuff from india and like this dude was like an encyclopedia mm-hmm. of these crazy of these crazy vintage guns and some of them were very beautiful and some were like i can't believe they thought that would work um <laughs> but they uh but i really was like i i could see the appeal of collecting these 200 year old guns it seemed it's, it was actually dude. kind of interesting yeah for sure the, I don't, same I don't, appeal as collecting are you, a into sword. Fi- are you into firearms at all already um, you know, I'm, I'm not like a, like a, like, I mean, I am in the same way I'm into watches and cars and, and stuff like that. I'm not like establishing an arsenal because I think someone's coming to get me. Um, yeah. and I, I don't like the idea of carrying a gun around, but I, I definitely mm-hmm. do see the, the, the appeal and my father seen, and I hunt birds, uh, together. I have so we seen have some, some... I should say I've been privileged enough to see some like absurd collections of of guns. Like like um, oh, you would be the guy, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, like because I would I would oft I would often be getting like be flying into a place to meet with a guy who owns his own firearms company, and he wants me to shoot his gun in a video, and he'd be like, "Let me show you my private collection." And these private <laughs> yeah. collections, um, tr- so Knight's Armament is uh, a really big. Uh, company in Florida and uh, Trey Knight was nice enough to let me come down there. He owns the company and um, well, his father owns it and he owns it with him. Anyway, um, his collection is by far the most absurd thing I've ever seen. You know, um, uh, Space Coast down there where they've got like those huge yeah. facilities. They made two of those and he's got the other one. He has um, that much. I'm sorry. Of a facility has what? There. Like a like a space shuttle warehouse? No, yeah, pretty <laughs> like, much. Is that what we're talking less, about right like, now? Uh, we're talking about a space f- shuttle hangar. This guy's got. When you when you go <laughs> to uh, to like look around the facilities and look at his collection, you don't walk. You have to ride a golf cart. You have to ride Get a golf cart out of here through 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 the tank collection, past the jeep collection, past the artillery collection, oh, out crazy. out to the bunkers, the old school Air Force silo bunkers that are under dirt outside that are full of explosives of every kind you can imagine and then of course he has the first ar-15 that was ever made the first m16 the early early prototypes that stoner made he owns all of that stuff everything stoner every ever made all of the very early vietnam stuff sequential serial numbers um like displayed on the wall with like documentaries about each one playing on a screen next to them oh wow that's like that's very great is it open as a museum? I don't. I think that was the plan to open some of say, it. It's as weird a museum. to run a documentary on a screen in your private collection. Like, what do you I even think, stop? I don't. Watch I don't. Knock as you're cruising through. I don't know if they ever opened it up, but I remember that being like a, a plan that some of it would be viewable. I doubt he'd want people like touring. You know what? It, you know what it could so be. There's a there's a very excellent scam, the 501c3 nonprofit collection museum scam. I am not party to, but I was told I should get on this bandwagon, <laughs> uh, which is where you can declare a collection or a storage facility, a museum and not pay taxes on any of it. But the rule is that it has to be open to the public for at least mm-hmm. one hour per month. Now, you do <laughs> not need to publicize anywhere 
that it is open for that hour. <laughs> and that hour can be any time of the day, any day of the week. But if during that hour <sighs> someone shows up and wants to come in, you can sell you have to sell them a ticket and let them in. <laughs> okay. And it is the fucking shadiest scam ever. And if I had a giant collection of shit like this guy had, I'd probably know about that law. <laughs> I mean, that's a good little um, deal. <laughs> so so he kind of special so he had like this sequential in order kind of stuff but then there's this guy in uh, Vegas I think he owns a magazine called Submachine Gunner doc magazine or something like that he owns one of the bigger firearms magazines amongst other things and he had like scary stuff like he had all these CIA lipstick guns like cases full of them like like not one or two like like 30 of them in different colors and every variation and size that they ever made. And he was like, yeah, these were made by the CIA and they could like pull it back and you let go and it fires like a 32 caliber oh, bullet. And it's integrally, it's it's suppressed on the inside. So you can be in a restaurant and go funk and just Get keep walking and nobody. That's kind of yeah. cool. I saw a collection a like collection. that at the FBI. Like I did like the FBI tour in Washington, uh, DC, and they have a big ass gun room with crazy spy shit like that. Um, that was pretty neat. I don't think they allow you in there. No, not anymore. Well, I mean, I mean, they've already done my background check and it came up bad. So, so, so the answer is no. Um, nice. uh, that guy also had movie guns. He had, um, all he had Gatling guns, like the old school with the four, mm. like, um, those are cool. Um, like I, with the crank 570, the 4570, yeah. like that, 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 like coming down. Like what, uh, uh, what, what kills Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai? Yes, yeah. like that. He had mini guns, um, and he had my uh, sunglasses sponsor Dylan Optics. They they have a division that makes mini guns. Dylan Arrow. They mount the mini mm -hmm. guns on helicopters in Arizona. I've shot one of them. Same company. That's awesome. Yeah, they're fucking I think, crazy. <laughs> I, I think I shot one of the one of theirs, and um, I shot a different one that was actually the prop gun they used in the Matrix movie when Keanu's um, oh, that shooting rules. out of the uh, helicopter. That's the one I shot at the um, at a lake one time. That was neat. I learned that after the fact. That was cool. We've got, we've got really before. like shotguns. Like my old man's into the the kind of like English, you know, wood and fucking scroll work kind of. They're beautiful. Shot. Yeah, we just did yeah. uh, two weeks ago. We were in Uruguay um, shooting birds. We went down there to shoot doves and to shoot pardees, which is like a quail. Uh, very delicious. Very tasty. Nice. The doves are really crazy because it's like they're like a pest down there. So they really want you to kill a lot of them. And so you line up against this, you know, fence line with a case of shells mm. and two guns, you know, and you swap them off and, and, uh, and you shoot like, you know, 200 birds in 90 minutes. It's, it's fucking crazy. Good the gosh. amount of bird. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty brutal, actually. <laughs> it's a bloodbath. Yeah. It is. It they is. They have no chance. It is. I'm, I'm not actually that into like the killing part of it. Like, I actually like the Pardis because I like going out with the dogs in the fields. Mm -hmm. Like, that's pretty cool to me. Um, but there were some guys at this lodge who were like real, real into the mass slaughter of these doves. <laughs> They're and, like, you know, I'm not even hungry. I'm going home. Let them rot. Like yeah, well, you, you need you could eat like ten doves for dinner. There's so little meat on those mm, things. Yeah, so it's, like, it, it's not it's not really worth the the yeah. effort. Woody, talk slaughter. to me about microdosing. I've been you waiting to talk to, talk to you microdosing. about microdosing. All this stuff. All right, try not to interrupt, dude. So last week on the show, I, I I guess I opened up a little bit about like 
you know, I'm just not having a lot of joy in my life and no mm. good reason, right? They've got a lot of things going, right? A lot of people would trade places with me. Why the fuck aren't I happier? And the guest is like, you should microdose, bro. You, it will just flip your happy switch and change things up. Mm. And that's kind of where the idea was planted. So you're microdosing now? Yeah. Um, so, so I, you know, I've always had like body image stuff. You know, I look in the, like the mirror and I don't really like, like myself. Like I mm-hmm. have a great, objectively great life, right? I, I have, I I have a, great, a great job that most people would fucking kill for. You know, I don't have any financial issues. I don't have a lot of like external real stresses. I mean, I, I work really hard, uh, um, but, but, and I work long hours, but I enjoy what I do. So it's not, you know, objectively there shouldn't be any reason, but, but I, I, you know, I don't always feel so good. I I feel sad. I feel I have self self image issues. And, and so, um, my physician who doesn't really know me that well, I see him once a year and he Mm -hmm. looks at a chart, but, but he's a nice guy and he means well. And, and so I quit smoking weed a year ago in August and I hadn't smoked weed. And, and, and what happened when I quit smoking weed was Kyle, we're talking about microdosing. Uh, and, and, uh, and when I quit smoking weed, I started drinking a lot more wine. Um, mm. and I fucking love wine. I just, I love mm-hmm. wine. Like I love watches, cars and other kind of <laughs> shit. I want to try the new wines. And, and, and I, I don't think I'm an alcoholic. I'm not, I wasn't getting sloppy drunk. Um, but I, I put on like 40 pounds from drinking mm-hmm. all this fucking wine since I stopped mm-hmm. smoking pot. And so that made me feel really depressed that I was getting fat off of this wine. Plus wine is, is a depressant in itself. Mm-hmm. So my physician was like, you need to be on antidepressants. And I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I was like, I know you're a professional, but I don't really think I need to be on antidepressants. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, and I see a therapist once a week. I have been seeing a therapist for like 10 years and, but they've never prescribed me anything. So he goes, I want you to see a psychiatrist. And he kind of threw some shade at my therapist. He's like, a psychiatrist is like a therapist with a medical degree. And I was like, Ooh, burn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, but so I went to see this kind of hoity toity therapist of psychiatrist in Beverly Hills and um he's pretty well known you know i i looked the guy up there's a lot of media about him in the past and we did a two-hour session where i went through my whole fucking life Mm -hmm. under the premise of this physician says that he thinks i need to be medicated and and i don't necessarily think that's the case but here's my life here's how i feel here's who i am and at the end of it he goes i don't think you need to be medicated he thinks he goes people who need to be medicated have a chemical imbalance that causes their moods to be certain ways and that balance can be fixed with medication he goes you don't have a chemical imbalance what you have is a self-image problem and he goes and he goes that is like learned like mm-hmm. that's like that's not like a, a, a that's not a, a chemical thing that's something that you taught you taught yourself to hate yourself Hmm. And he goes, you need to, you need a, you need a, a, a reset of your baseline. And he goes, have you ever considered microdosing? And I said, no, I'm familiar with the concept. I ate a lot of mushrooms in college, but I did it to trip balls, not, yeah. to, not <laughs> to microdose. Not for mental health. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so I, I hadn't, I hadn't really thought, um, you know, I hadn't given it much thought. And he goes, look, I, can't legally prescribe you psilocybin 
but you seem like a resourceful guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I recommend you look into this because I think it could help. And people that have uh, PTSD or certain types of depression or trauma are often very helped by by microdosing. And so, I, okay, mm-hmm. so I found some some I did some reading and I found myself some some mushrooms and and I did um, two days on two days off for a month and I simultaneously quit drinking wine for the month did you mm-hmm. come up with that schedule or is that like yeah, I, 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 there's not an exact schedule some people do it five days on two days off some people do it every day some people Jesus. alternate days I how much kind of, um mm. it's like 100 to 150 micrograms oh okay it's not a lot okay. you're not supposed to feel anything if you actually feel them you are eating too much taking too much okay. yeah and sense. so it's it's a very small amount like like a a, a a quote dose is one and a half grams and this mm-hmm. is a hunt like a like a hundredth of that uh, so it's 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 small. not a tenth am i wrong is that a tenth or... micrograms I'm um, sure. Yeah, you're, I'm sorry. You're right. It's a tenth. I apologize. Okay. Uh, fucking metric system. Yeah, uh, it's incalculable. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 100 to 150 micrograms is 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 the 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 dose. So, you know, uh, the combination of not drinking for a month and doing the microdosing. Now, I did them at the same time, so I I couldn't yeah. really mm-hmm. credit the microdosing 100, percent but I really did start to feel a lot better and over what period of time over the month or by day two were you like no not by day two but like Mm -hmm. by the second or third week i really did notice a difference and i i just stopped having these kind of self-defeatist thoughts Mm -hmm. um i didn't get like super cheery but i um i i i did start to feel better and so since then i couldn't keep keep off alcohol a hundred percent because i do like wine once in a while so so now i kind of i have wine one night a week maybe Mm -hmm. two but really more like one um and 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 i've continued i did i i did a month off of the micro dosing after that and now i've gone back and i found out that in oakland uh california it's it's legal i mean psilocybin is legal so you Hmm. you can buy you know, just like you can legal weed here, you know, really well um, science made psilocybin stuff. So I've got gummies, I've got like liquid mushrooms, like, so I don't have to actually find mushrooms, you know, and eat them. Back when you were doing it the underground way, what did you, is there a scale that does micrograms? Did you have to buy a special microgram? Amazon was like $25. Yeah. Like, because I don't think my food scale does micrograms. No, it's like a, there, there's this, you can, if you just like type like microgram scale, like you'll get a digital scale that'll, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then did you like like, 20 bucks? Do you kind of grind it and then put it in? You can grind it or you can just break off little pieces. Like it, like the, the range, it was a hundred to 150. So I would just break off little pieces until I, got into the range okay so it's not yeah. so small it's like six pieces no of salt or no, 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 like no 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 it's not that it's not that small it's like um uh, i don't i don't think like pencil eraser size oh, okay. okay yeah okay. well you can break it off with your hands or like a small scissor yeah, yeah. just target 125 ish or something a little yeah below yeah whatever. and i i, I made didn't a little, uh, i made a little list so it was like day one 112 grams day two hundred you just down it like a pill yeah, kind of like some water mouth, and some water. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. When you yeah. said uh, microdosing, uh, I thought you were going to talk about LSD. I didn't think it was going to be much. No, psilocybin. I, some people do with LSD. Also, I, I don't fucking. I don't, have you ever done LSD? Little, I have in the in the in like in college, like twenty years ago. I haven't in a very long time. I got an Uber today. I was returning the U-Haul, and uh, traffic was bad, so we ended up chatting for a while. And he was like, "Yeah, man, I used to be in the uh, disco scene." And uh, <laughs> and he started talking about he a funny about way to the, open up about drugs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we were we were already well into the drug talk, oh, but okay. now it was time to talk about acid. So he had to introduce that in its own way. And he talked mm, about all the all hilarious. the people he saw. He talked about all the like huge bands he saw live, and uh, like what an experience ACDC was on like three hits of acid in the oh, 70s wow. or whenever the fuck it was oh God, that's um, fucking intense. dude was rad he was a gray hair like maybe 65 like big gray beard and uh, uh like fit i don't know um when i got out of the car he's like well i'm gonna miss you you were fun to talk to <laughs> <laughs> you're like you check get out my number? youtube channel bro oh i, oh, I yeah, you get his numbers oh, you yeah. made a friend yeah <laughs> I, I mean you made a micro dose of I, I sent him and a he, he, he seems he like a that nice guy's guy. the plug, dude. That guy's got the hookup for sure. I oh. went to I went to he four was on Pearl Jam in, in in May, and I uh, I ate some Molly uh, at at one of them, and it was d fucking lightful. I've never done that. Oh, Molly's the greatest. I mean, it is the. Greatest. I did it in college a couple times, and it was a it was a lot of fun. It's just it, the, it just makes everything fucking awesome. I, I took a decent amount of Molly. Like Skrillex was like really huge at the Skrillex. time. In like 2010, <laughs> I was in I was in college and he was the guy. Bang he, came, he came to Mizzou and like me and all my buddies were rolling on Molly. And like it was the most fun concert I've ever attended in my life. Like, you know, like you see the front stage and there's the big horde of people having a great time dancing, doing whatever. And then there's those absolute lunatics who are tweaking over to the side just dancing on their own i was that guy yeah i was that guy up on the front not even cognizant like people do you get like, rough remember to physical? drink water <laughs> no 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 not rough and fit you're just enjoying the music enjoying the vibes you're doing your own thing oh, i just met you no, in particular I, I just feel like especially oh, like no. the you of today i feel like you could be a rowdy gentleman in in the midst of like a mosh pit <laughs> or something somewhere like you'd be no, that oh, guy no, who, was, who could uh, really launch somebody no, I I'm not a mosh pit person. Like this was more mm -hmm. of an everybody having fun, and I was off to the side dancing with, with a few other people who had taken too many drugs. I can't imagine the combination of Molly and moshing. I don't I don't think yeah, that, no, that would Molly be too aggressive. provides the right energy for moshing. You need you need an angst mm. that Molly yeah. wouldn't let happen. I moshed once. It was Warped Tour 2008. Got pickpocketed. <laughs> and never did it again. Fifty dollars is a lot in high school. <laughs> Dude, moshing got out of hand. I went to some fucking metal show in high school, and someone was in the mosh pit in golf cleats. And I was like, "Oh wow, you're like actually here to hurt somebody." Like, okay, I think I'm done with this. Now. <laughs> yeah, like, that guy's a real piece of shit. Like, not even there, like really? buck up against someone. He's there to like break someone's toe yeah. <laughs> sneakily. What a piece of shit. Yeah, you were talking about yeah, feeling down. Moshing just does not appeal. You're talking about feeling Sorry, down. Yeah. One one thing that always like makes me, makes my day is like just being nice to people. I've started trying to do at least one nice thing for somebody every day, like a genuinely nice thing, go out of my way. Uh, when I return huh. the U-Haul today, instead of a quarter tank, I put a half a tank of gas in there. So the next person gets gets credit for like 50, it's like fifty bucks that I just kind of paid 
the next person. So Dance like that's forward. my thing today. Yeah, and I'm feeling good my, about uh, it. My cousin walks around <laughs> Venice Beach, and we have a lot of homeless people in Venice Beach, as I'm, everybody fucking knows, because it's something that everyone talks about. And and she gives out uh, she gives out a twenty a day, every day. Really, she makes she makes good money. It doesn't really mean much to her to give out a twenty a day, but she she every single day gives a homeless person a twenty. And she said it's unbelievable what it does for uh, for yeah. her mood. Yeah, I gave out twenty bucks to someone in trouble just recently, and and here's what happened. So I'm walking, and this guy comes up to me, and he says, "Hey, my wife is right there. She's across the street waving, right?" And he says, "My car has trouble, and I need some money to get this car fixed. I'm a couple hours from home, and I'm really in a jam. Can you please help me?" And I, I don't know something about him not being so homeless, just a guy in trouble seemed even more appealing to me and uh so, so then he he's he got something to lose <laughs> he takes out this wad of cash he's like look i have 240 dollars already and he's fanning out all this money he's like i am you're not really there. selling it buddy <laughs> he's like i'm almost there i'm almost towards getting this part i need to fix my car i forget what he said it was and uh and then i can fix this and i'll be on my way and and this will be you know, like you'll get my he didn't say you'll get my life back on track, but like that was like the thing. Like I'm in a I'm in a tough spot right now, and I'm close. And mm. I'm like, I feel like I'm being suckered. This reminds me of Boston with the guy with the one giant hand who's like, I got a giant hand, give me money. And, and I did, <laughs> but I I think I, I did think I as well. Have... I don't know. Yeah, he's <laughs> but, got a giant hand. He's gonna kill you. I think he got <laughs> one huge hand. It was it was like. Not Pressure the size of a great. human hand. It didn't work right. It was, it was <laughs> right. And, and he right. needed to get medical care immediately for this enormous hand. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you do. And, so and he would just that didn't happen dollars. today, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so this guy had this elaborate story. And he had all this money already. And I gave him the $20. And, and he didn't say how much he needed. He just said he needed a little more. So I gave him 20 which... I mean, maybe I'm an asshole, but I thought that was like towards the generous side of giving money to strangers. That's my that's my mm -hmm. limit, right? I don't give a hundred dollars to people like on the street asking for yeah. cash. Yeah. And um, anyway, so then I, I gave him the twenty. He starts chasing me, right? He starts following me, and he's he's like holding my shoulder, like pulling me back, and I'm like. Is this what we're doing today? Are we getting in a fight with a homeless guy today? <laughs> like, I mean, that's not how I thought my afternoon was going to go. Is this what we're doing this afternoon? Getting a hep C test? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm almost there. I need 17 more. Like, look, and he shows me like this wad of cash. He just needs $17 more. And he's tugging on my on my body and my clothes to get the other 17. All right. Now, time I time felt, please, I need more details. Okay. Please, please. There is a man begging. What does this man describe his his, his physical appearance to me? I got a picture. Okay, I'm gonna man. call was, him beggar. The beggar, 44 years old. Uh, he was a black guy. Um, okay. He was facial hair. <sighs> yeah, if you can't like, remember it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it wasn't like a chaos hair or anything like that. No, okay. no like chaos I'm, hair. I'm picturing a no, white like deformations. What did you say, Taylor? I was saying, like, no, like, he wasn't, like, handicapped. Like, it wasn't, mm -hmm. like... No, no, he seemed able-bodied. Describe uh, his hair. Uh, he had a his black person's hair, and it wasn't... Of course it was. Like, tight and... Well, yeah, but... And it wasn't, like, <laughs> tight and manicured. But it also wasn't, like, a giant mess. Did you see the car that needed repair? 
Was no, the car present? I didn't see the car that needed repair, mm. although he did have a wife that waving across the street as, you know, like Describe to, her. to collaborate his story. <laughs> she was also somewhere in, like she looked better than homeless, but not put together. Okay. Did she Was she wearing a bra? She was across the street. I wouldn't know. <laughs> the no car being visible part is the most curious really thing. Where it's like, where, yeah. where's the fucking? Okay, so all this is for the repairs of what? An ethereal car somewhere all right. else, right? All right, like well, we've, I don't gotten, know which, you, we've gotten you off track. Yeah, so there's there's cars all over the place. I don't know which one belongs to. So him, did you give him the other seventeen, or did you? Uh, did no, you? No, I, I would like. Free? I just told him no firmly, and he didn't take the first. For, I was like, in my head, he broke the contract. Mm-hmm. I gave you $20 to mm-hmm. stop harassing me. You need to stop harassing me now, sure. not try to up there. it to 37. Yeah. That, that's, that's the contract we have. Uh, in his mind, he had a guy on the hook. He had a giver. And, and he needs to milk all the, all he can from this cow. Yeah. And uh, I... <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to go full. Matt won't get this boogie two nine eight eight on you or anything, but I could beat this guy up. This guy was smaller than me, and he just yeah, yeah. What he, yeah. what he's what he's a humble man, but just so you know, what he's got years of jujitsu and boxing training, and he's been pumping iron for like two years now, and he's literally like jacked like Tom Cruise. Um, it, like, like, like looking real if this good guy was if, if this ended with you taking his $240 I should have created not only are you not getting the 17 I'm teaching you a lesson <laughs> you need 200 Jackie now, good news <laughs> we're going to dinner tonight <laughs> now you're 250 short again <laughs> so yeah anyway i i, I kind of just like i want to say i intimidated him a little bit like like it was like no like you need to back off now and he did and uh and that's 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 how the story ended but yeah i i i did not get the same sense of like good vibes and mood lift from giving away twenty dollars i felt like one i fell short of his expectations and two he fell short of mine it sucked I would have been better off just giving him the hard no. By the way, yeah. I feel like you should show off like your updated physique picture, unless you're oh. doing so. Because I is that one, I th- is that one that they, the Zach just showed not no, that's not a, a while ago. No, that, that no, he has improved since. That then. looked like you. They put Woody's head on some fucking athlete's body. Oh, Woody no, looks he, better he, than that now. Woody, he's added like, really. I I almost Woody's just sent, I was about to send your picture to Zach to share, but I realized that I should let you do that. But. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but, but, but like your last picture was pretty fucking good. I the thought. one where I'm mm-hmm. posing with one arm and you can tell I'm smiling behind the camera. Yes. I like that. I, I love I, how Woody's I thought that always was a smiling grimace. behind the camera. That's a grimace. Do you take gym <laughs> selfies? Are you that guy? We all I take, take selfies. All right. Daily progress pictures. You do? To be honest, okay. I didn't think this was that great a picture. And it, when I look at this picture, maybe Matt, you can uh, um, like empathize with this. I see a fat dude who's not done losing weight. That's oh. that's what I'm looking at. But when Zach, you, you can share that. When you look at that, you see a fat dude. I'm yeah. gonna go kill myself right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you if yeah, I think you need to reset your baseline. If you if you look at that picture and see a fat dude, you need to be microdosing because you're. <laughs> I can get a little better lighting and posing than that. I, that's not my. I, I can, can do better. Can, but the, uh, no, 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 no. You don't need to do better. You need a tan. You, and I'm not yeah. talking about doing that fake like 300 stuff. You literally need to like. 
like three hundred. If you don't want to like take the cancer risk, because I know you spent your youth on a beach, like you could spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> you could spray tan. I think I think you're doing you're doing pretty good. You're doing Guys, you're good. not you're not focusing on the funniest part. Look at his face behind the camera. Look how look at how like every I love it. Happy with Woody always sends us photos with his Woody always sends us photos with his camera and his phone in front of his face, and he's always cheesing like right, right <laughs> my big theory. smile, big like a kid well, at Walmart getting his fucking holiday pictures. Big smile, Woody, big smile. It's so funny. See, my theory that. is that's not a smile as much as it, as it is like a grimace. Because whenever no. I'm like taking these oh, pictures, I like that he's smiling. I'm flexing <laughs> so goddamn hard that it's hard to keep it to not look constipated. It's <laughs> like, like you can either go no. for happy or angry, and or and 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 that's it. It makes me smile. I don't know the whole the, the idea of a daily progress picture is hilarious to me. Uh, but yeah, that so th this is you me. You should from, get Jackie to start it, taking these for you. So this that might we can be yes, like, double biceps. That is yesterday. Oh yeah. Well, if and, you think plus, you're fat in that picture, you definitely need to start. Look around the belly button. See that? <laughs> I no, mean, but yeah. all right. <laughs> well, you need to be. You need to be right, right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like 14 percent body fat. Like, like it's absurd. 13, 14, somewhere in there. Like, like, like it's Clearly hard to tell because 11 or 12 were the numbers we're aiming for. <laughs> and then I mean, nine dude, and ten. And then <laughs> ten. Ten is where Jackie thinks it doesn't look good anymore. <laughs> yeah when do you stop having your period <laughs> not yet Eight. is 10 the area of like body fat when you start to look weird where it's it goes from like that guy's shredded to like did he is when, he sick is he okay yeah. did he used to be like mr olympia and he's had like lymphoma for a bit or no from for me when i got like below 10 um you know, like it, after a cardio session or like when I was really pumped up from a workout, I was just like, fuck, you look like a skeleton anatomy book type poster thing in some places. Like, I don't have a, a great like ge like genetic like shape of my body or anything, but like every individual part of it is. All right. Well, maybe I do. I'm trying to be humble. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're an all star, buddy. But I don't know. It was it's uh, it's it's really when you get below 10, you start looking weird. Yeah. You start looking like yeah. people don't normally look. It's very yeah, rare that you see it, a human being who is not eight or nine percent body fat. It, it's really the, the definition transitions from shirtless. muscle definition to tendon and vein definition <laughs> because it's like it's yeah. maxed out all the good definition of your muscles, yeah, yeah. and now it's like oh, I don't want to know like how his legs move. Like <laughs> I, I don't want to see the mechanics of it. Like and then I and then I'm drying them out, right? Then I'm cutting all the water out for a whole day and dropping 10 pounds of water. And so everything yeah. is just... Yeah. The amount of people who appreciate that last couple bit of gains yeah. is, gets really small. It's like the yeah. Mont Blanc watch. You know? like <laughs> up until like 11% or so, guys, yeah. girls, everyone is like, that guy looks like a fucking fitness model. And then you get into that guy, you know, he doesn't look like my cup of tea anymore. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Muscle Beach is right right up the street from me. And so uh, I, whenever I walk by, I see that level of fucking crazy going on. And it's what do you think about not good? What do you think about when the vein is like coming up from the crotch, like like below the belly button crotch area? When you can see that vein, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It would be really easy to bleed that person to like, death. Like like, right. do <laughs> like do you want that, or are or, or you like oh I've gone too far if I can see my my groin vein that goes to my like up I my want it because I'm only trying to impress me. 
<laughs> I would be very impressed. No. That's what I'm asking. Like, 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 do you want yeah. the, the groin vein? I do. Yeah, I um, It's really not visible. You have to look carefully. But I have a bicep vein a little bit. And uh, I think most people think a bicep vein is not an attractive feature. But oh, I no, also I have... love the bicep. I look for that. And every you... man I look at, yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I would argue that, you know, it's like the Mont Blanc watch, right? Where most people are like, oh, he's got veins on his bicep. Like he's maybe gone too far. And, uh, but I just saw the hint of mine coming in and I was like, oh, I like this. I like this. So Even though it's just for is me. It, is it your femoral artery that runs sort of like on the inside of your, your legs up toward your groin on either side? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so if you can see it, that, like, you've gone too far. Back it down. <laughs> oh, I can I can see that right now. I can feel it right now through jeans. Like, <laughs> really? Are you super lean right now? I need more shirtless. No, pictures. That no, gnarly. I'm uh, I'm two oh seven right now. I'm going up. I've gained three mm. pounds in the last two weeks. I think this is a uh, so just um, being in shape mean your weight went up. <laughs> oh, well, see, it doesn't mean I hate you see, it depends what your version of like being in shape is, though, right? Like, I'm trying to gain as much muscle as I can for the next like three or four months or so, but so that means I have to eat a surplus of calories to build that, which mm. means it comes along with fat. I'm gonna get real fluffy uh, over the next three or four months, and then I'll spend three months beating the shit out of myself, um, doing cardio and a, and a strict diet um and then cut it all off it's it's honestly it's a really fun process to go through uh uh it's um i don't know it's it's it, 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 i don't know what else to say it's really fun to do that to be really strict with it and, and treat your body like a chemistry set because i always preached that sort of like calories in calories out stuff but i didn't really have any ground to stand on until i just did it and and we did we did my weight cut with you know pen and paper like, like there was no like magical mumbo jumbo it was like all right you're gonna eat 2800 calories tomorrow then we're gonna weigh and we'll do the math and we'll figure out what you eat the next day and it just worked like that all the way down cutting whatever it was 40 or 50 pounds at the end jesus no that shit's fun crazy do you do um is it you're a (laughs) you're a gentleman of a certain age um do you have you considered doing trt uh no should I? I would recommend getting blood work done and seeing what your current levels are and then having a doctor figure that out I've, for you. I, I've had, uh, I have had a testosterone test before, and it is not low. Ah, so but is it issue. high? But, should, but, <laughs> no. but, I, but are you saying it could be high, and that would yeah, be yeah, okay? Yeah. It's not low compared to what? A man of the your scale is the is... problem. So the scale is the problem, and, uh, and the, the scale is absurd that they use for mm. testosterone for what's normal for a man. Uh-huh. If we were talking about blood pressure, right, there's this really narrow gap that needs to be within. And then there's yellow and orange and red, and right. it's, it's just right here. It's well-defined. With testosterone levels, if you're between 300 and 1,000, you're good. The guy who's at 300 is barely functional because that's about where I was, 328, like feeling real bummed out, low energy and depressed. Yeah. And the guy at 1,000 is borderline a super athlete with the, his ability to uh to build muscle and recover and have energy sex drive no 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 like, like, like he he's a he's a ubermensch he's uh okay. he's he's on okay, the cool. verge of transcending right and uh, and if you go beyond that which you can do with trt if you if your doctor chooses 
And, and another thing what about is like TRT the, is your, what is like the you're gonna fucking die level of uh, of testosterone? It gets like fifteen hundred. They've done two thousand. They've like, done. What's the, oh, it, it's uh well they people have, I don't know about the like I don't know the level matters. It would more be a how it would tax your organs and what it might do to your cholesterol. Um, mm. But but I know that there's been like case studies where they gave guys five hundred milligrams a week for extended periods of time, like nine months or something like that, with no ill effects afterwards. Yeah. You know, like, like so you can be. But TRT is this maintenance dose of testosterone, and the the way they dial you in, they're going to put you at like a high T level. You know, there's kind of a joke, a meme on the internet being high T. Now you'll literally be high T for all intents and purposes. But do also, like regular doctors do this, or do I have to go to some fucking some somebody else? Well, I go, I go, I go to my boy Derek. Not only does he make the best damn cum pills in the world, but he also has a clinic that can uh, that can evaluate your blood work and hook you up some TRT. I've sent a lot of people his way, and they all seem to like it. That's 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 what I do. Um, you know, they they send me testosterone, and I shoot in my arm every day, and it makes seriously. It yeah, you don't have to do it every day. It's just I'm kind of precise about stuff. Um, wow. And I do. All right. you, you could do it once a week, once every every three days, something like that. Mm. But yeah, you gotta, and, shoot, and then, you gotta shoot it like the fucking heroin, or can you just take take pill supplements? Oh, uh, like 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 right into like this muscle right here with like an insulin syringe, and it doesn't even hurt. Like I'm telling you, it's okay. like a not it's like a pinch. I guess. But um, start shooting this shit up. Huh? All right, you can get <laughs> like, like you'll feel your sex drive will be like when you were 18 years old when you you have a second puberty. It's you'll that, have a second no, that is, but you don't get taller. Like, 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 you, 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 you'll get, you'll get acne. If you had acne as a teenager, you'll, uh, your, your voice. Wait, really? Are you joking about that? Or, or you I, really will? I, you really will. You'll, you might gain oh, body funny. hair. I got, I've got more body hair than I used. That to would see. be a real problem. I am maxed out in that regard. Oh, and, and here's, here's the big scary one. Here's the big scary one. This might turn you away from testosterone. It oh, can in some cases, cause hair loss oh well it's too fucking late so that's how i got here in the first place folks <laughs> but you no, can fix it, that it, with other drugs so i, no, I don't I've know committed if you... to the hair loss i shave my head I'm, i've been very very lazy about this is about a week no shaving but normally i'm uh normally i'm pretty good about that shit no because you were just talking about like self-image issues and i don't know if yeah yeah like, like i don't know if you know what i did but i spent a, a year doing like a whole body transformation thing to sort of promote Derek's clinic and uh I went oh, from like can we see Kyle pictures I feel I feel like Matt might no it, it, have you ever seen do. what I did Matt? uh I don't think so actually what, I've Zach, seen you, you shoot a whole bunch of fucking guns and I've seen you sitting in that chair and that's about it uh, okay. oh wow really look at those yes. biceps yes yeah, so oh, so you, you went into that yeah you went into that too far level yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, but like, yeah, there are a lot of pictures of Kyle. Like, I don't mean to do this. To you. Can you show the show, one that was his show one where I don't like a mutant? Yeah, there's one that looks like he's hydrated. His front page. Yeah, the this one like it looks like your fucking veins are about be, to explode. I, actually, they they are, to a I level where only guys. I dehydrated like myself. That's dehydrating <laughs> myself for 36 hours while doing cardio. Oh, was yeah, okay, that's what you're yeah. Oh wow! He's fucking jacked in that shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and he's, that's one that appeals to I think. How was your Tinder brain. picture? That's his I, Rolex. That, how'd that picture. work out? For Everyone you? That gets out it. Pretty good. You know, I do okay. 
Uh, we're <laughs> doing that too. Okay. Yeah. At all the picture like that, group. and then marketing. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, marketing. You want to talk? You want to talk about uh, how to get how to, uh, uh, you know get your products out to lots of people? I can help you that help you with that. You know? <laughs> oh my god! Right here, my you got some. You got some pump pills. <laughs> it is funny, just like knowing like your life and knowing you. Like you could have put most, like you could have just picked something. Like why'd you why'd you land on marketing? Because you thought it was the most honest and realistic. Yeah, it was the most or, honest. Yeah, I, I, I mean, something like engineer, honest. you might get called out because they don't have a tab it, for probation. No, <laughs> no, I just thought it was the most honest thing to put because, um, it, you know, nothing. I can't, I can't write. I tell stories and make bad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> but like, do you think entertainment or celebrity would have been? I don't. They don't have there, a celebrity well, I tab. I would have tried that. Like, shit. I don't. I don't want them like. Yeah, Come, like I don't want to be Googling talking to them you. about blowing up trucks and stuff. I want to talk to them about like what they're up to and like blowing what life you. is like, right? Sure, mm-hmm. maybe that. Um, so so I don't. They don't need to know. No, but mostly they're lying. Any of so. that? Yeah. What's your cat name actually, again? <laughs> what happened to Dad? Tell me about today. Hmm. I don't like telling people about my job. You know, because then it ah. leads to tell me what your podcast is. Tell me more about it. Deep dive, deep dive, and it's like. Like, now I have to tell you stories. Now I feel like I'm in a position where I need to put on a personalized one man yeah. podcast for the next. You should let them know like your, a... what you get paid for an hour to do that sort of thing. You're asking, <laughs> look, I'm gonna have to. Build it's like you if you want. This. Oh my god! <laughs> oh really? You never tell an Uber podcast? driver you. This is gonna be great. <laughs> I fucking love this. And it's like I'm just here to get my teeth cleaned. You know, yeah. like now I have to put on a show for you. I've, I've noticed I've, in public. I've told Uber it. drivers that I'm cardboard box. That's I. That's my go to. There are no further questions. <laughs> I, I, your mic broke up. You told them what? I tell I tell Uber drivers that I make cardboard boxes. <laughs> I'm a corrugation engineer. Yeah. There's never a fucking follow up. No, I for a while I'm like, oh, I test cars. <laughs> minutes later, no one's ever been like, oh, what's your favorite kind and size of box? Yeah. And you're like, don't get me never. started. Cardboard. I start making things up. I'm, I'm gonna go with mortician next time. And then, yeah. and then see, that's going to inspire of, a huge amount of questions. I want, I want it to, because I want to tell them increasingly more ridiculous things about <laughs> behind the scenes at, at the mortician stuff until they yeah. call me on my bullshit. Because the yeah. tr- truth about it is absurd enough. You know, they put those like corkscrew butt plugs and in your in your loved ones, right? Like yeah, that's a that's I use the Valentine butt plugs because I care. I want to have like a like granny a, a would raccoon laugh. tail. <laughs> a sparkly pink one up there. No, look, and Grandpa yeah. wants the ponytail. If you no, can I'm come gonna... up with something that is that is interesting, hang on, let me spit on it. He always think, that. That's good, but don't tell. Don't ever tell people you review cars if you are forced to be with them for an yeah. hour in a car. Because, oh, yeah, because it's a cool job, and they're going to keep asking. Uh, no. I like. Oh, I like my... talking to strangers. I like. I like. It's. It's. You know. It's good practice for. Uh, you know. Being a normal talking to strange human being, um, for, for oh, I wanted human to, being uh, like I do. Yeah, I have to go in just a minute, but I wanted to tell you of of I wanted to end on a uh, a funny gun story. I just I told you guys before that my dad and I went to Uruguay, mm-hmm. and um and we brought some shotguns to to shoot birds, and they weren't the really you know my dad's got some pretty fucking serious hardware, uh, but we, but we don't like to travel internationally with with those because you know you don't want to you don't want something to happen to them, mm-hmm. um. 
And so we had some some guns that were nice, but but not super fancy schmancy. Um, so we we brought them down, no problem. Uh, coming back was a fucking disaster. Nobody in Montevideo had any idea how to check these guns through properly to check in their serial numbers or any of that kind of shit. And, you know, you got to do it right. And then we land. It's it takes forever to get back. We had to fly through Panama City and then to Miami. It was like twenty five hours of fucking flying, and it was it was awful. Yeah. But we land in Miami. It's one in the morning now. We're in Miami. There's nobody in the airport, and we go to declare our guns in the customs office. And we get there, and they're looking at them, and they're looking at the paperwork, and they ask my dad for the original proof of purchase for these guns. What? He has a photocopy of it, okay, which what? he does have. But they ask for the original proof of purchase. And he goes, I, I, it's, I, I live in New York. It's in my house, you know, in Connecticut. It's, it's in my house in Connecticut. And they go, well, can you, can you wake somebody up? Because it's, first <laughs> off, it's one in the morning. Second off, nobody's home. And, and he goes, this, isn't this Xeroxed copy, like, enough? And they go, no. And he goes, we, need, we can't prove these are your guns. And we're going to confiscate them. It's a pair of guns. And he goes, my initials are literally engraved in this gun. My son's initials are engraved in this gun. Both of our initials are embossed on the case. Classic long gun. You can't. You can't like it's you know, I realize that may not hold up in court, but here with us, can't you understand that yeah <laughs> we brought them into you? Like we're clearly not smuggling these guns. Like yeah, we, we waited in line to do this with you. Yeah, we have we're not we trying have, to fool you. <laughs> here's the paperwork for when we brought them out of America into Uruguay. Here's the paperwork for when we brought them back. And this guy's like, no, we're, that's not going to work. We're going to have to confiscate these guns. <laughs> and my dad's friend who's with us is this super Goomba guy right out of the Sopranos. And literally he's like, do you think we could come to some kind of an arrangement? <laughs> I'm, going like, I'm like, like, oh, my God, plan. shut the fuck up, dude. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's right. I can't like, wait to hear what the story is. You're not goes. fucking helping. He's like, helping. He helped, right? Tell me. And his last, I forget his last name, but it's something like Siciliano or something. That's yeah. like right. the most stereotypical. Yeah, Danny Criminalici. Jimmy Laundrissimo. Oh, my God. And like. You know, and so they call in the boss supervisor who comes in. It's a super typical, like, yoked customs dude, you know, and he, he, oh, what's going on here? You know, what do we got? Okay, let me look at this. And, oh, I don't think we're going to, this is going to work. We're going to have to take these, uh, take these guns and go, okay, can we come back tomorrow and get them once we get, you know, get the something, something? And they go, no, no, it goes into uh, seize the property. And my dad, at this point, my dad is just like, I'll fucking send a lawyer. I'm not dealing with this fucking bullshit. Like, take the fucking guns. Like, I'll, I'll we'll send a lawyer here tomorrow. What's gonna fucking jam you guys up with paperwork for fucking two weeks for taking these things? And so the guy, okay, let me get your passports. He take the supervisor takes all of our passports, goes in the back room for like a half hour. So now it's like almost two o'clock in the morning. We're standing around eventually, and and I don't know about you guys, but I believe that any bureaucratic system. Will can be worked with, against, or around on the the mood of the one guy you're dealing with. 
mm, whether yeah. it's the DMV or the IRS or customs or the cops or it's 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 just you and the guy you're fucking talking to or girl. It's it's forget the mm. fucking system. It's always about the one person you're standing there and their fucking mood. So eventually this guy comes back out, you know, and he goes, oh, I, I'm guessing he has Googled my father or whatever and found out he's not a fucking criminal. He's, you know, big, big time corporate type. Here's what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to let you guys go this time and, you know, just make sure you got the da da da. And we're kind of like, OK, you know, we're sorry. Thank you. We, You know, thanks for not taking the gun. And as we're packing him up and going to leave, uh, now I'm I'm wearing a mask and I'm wearing a hat. And this guy, so one of the other guards comes up to me and goes, hey, hey, psst, psst, come here. And I go, uh, what's up, man? And he goes, dude, I love your car reviews. And I'm like, <laughs> you fucking knew who I was this entire time? Man? You, let, you let me stand here for two hours with saying we're going to take our guns? And you literally knew who I was and saw my initials carved into this gun? And we're like, yeah, no, that's not his. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you couldn't have pulled up my channel and showed your you boss. Know me. <laughs> you literally know me like you he could have literally wrote on a piece of paper i know what this guy yes like Initials. do you know how often like that's worked in the past like i actually lost my driver's license once while traveling and got onto an airplane because the the guy at the gate was like no i fucking know this guy that is his name like that's actually worked in the dance for me but so i thought you would find that funny that I, this guy was that is very funny our guns in the whole time he fucking knew I'm, I'm glad i'm so glad that uh goomba friend of yours didn't oh get you God. put into a, you a cell i wanted to work too <laughs> oh. it's uruguay right isn't it like no this was it? in miami this was in america oh, oh i misunderstood this was not no this was once we landed no, in I miami he was in south america no he did and, this and he shit was in america <laughs> he was doing the whole like ah i wish there's something i could oh do. it probably would have fucking worked down there, there yeah. it, didn't, it didn't seem Some like fun. there was a whole lot of laws down there yeah. No. And sometimes I feel like that's part of the compensation plan. Like, listen, we don't pay you much, but you get so much in bribes. Well, you're gonna bribe at least three times a week. <laughs> yeah. Like waitresses get tips, bureaucrats get bribes. It's part of how we pay you. Oh my yeah. god. That's how you can make 175 a year for 10 years and be worth 48 million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> now you're in like, higher level uh, politics. Yeah. yeah. It's wild all right. that all these politicians reliably outdo economists. Yeah, right. <laughs> Isn't Nancy Pelosi like killing the fucking stock market right now? It's like yeah, she's yeah. wasting her time in politics. She's a I genius. <laughs> she's a- <laughs> I mean, apparently, insider trading is legal if you're oh, a politician. I have a PKA Patreon been. question that I wanted to ask you before you left, Matt. I know you uh-huh. have a shitty city. We have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash the Smug Tire Podcast. Oh, Check I it out. You Give were, him money. I thought it was like a procedural Patreon question. <laughs> what is the douchiest car you can drive? Coolest car? I've been staring at that question, thinking of you. Douchiest and is coolest that a, car a, you can either drive? Or? An either uh, or? It's a both. Like, give me. I think it's two separate answers. I mean, the douchiest car. PT I mean, Cruiser. No, that's not douchey. I mean, that's okay. like a terrible car. But we'll if you're talking best. about douchey, to me is like like meathead someone and like flashing cash without a lot of substance like i would say it was like a lamborghini aventador or something but but those are actually very fast and perform well like the douchiest car you could drive has to be like a g63 like a g-wagon 
Okay. Um, that's really? probably the douchiest car you could drive. Um, and the coolest? Well, coolest. Um, yeah. Hey, just for fun, make it not super expensive. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, it, like there's a bunch of shit you can drive. Like, it probably not something brand new. Um, uh, I would say, like, like my wife has a, a car I bought her for her birthday. It's called a Nissan Pow. Have you ever heard of that? No. Um, no. Zach, if you could pull up, a, it's P A O. It's a 1989 a Nissan Pow, and it's just the most charming little thing it's it's cheap and it's slow it's basically like a beach chair uh with an engine and yeah that's it and that's the coolest car you can drive and and i'll tell you ours is like that one looks kind of like tired Mm -hmm. um if if uh if you want to go on my instagram and scroll back like a month you could you can see the one i bought her which has which is a lot cleaner than this one and has like kind of cool wheels on it not convinced um, your wife's car meets current safety standards no it does not it is right hand drive yeah um it it, my wife likes weird japanese cars and so like this thing like whenever i drive it or she drives it like people are like what the fuck is that that's the coolest thing ever uh people are really into it also like um DeLoreans like they're not great cars but mm-hmm. people they they see that you appreciate a classic car that you have a sense of nostalgia they look pretty neat they're coming back and also you kind of have a good sense of humor yeah <laughs> someone <laughs> that I know that I know a guy who's responsible for fucking whose job it is to raise yeah that's my wife's car so it's got these cool little Watanabe uh, Japanese wheels on it and these fog like lights, them. and it's much shinier and cleaner than the one you just uh, I like you just showed. Too. But that's my wife's actual car. It rules. It's yeah, got like the, the California rollback uh, top. Safe, safe. It is not safe. Oh, yeah. If you, this if looks you like you hit. stole it from a county fair. If you get hit in this thing, <laughs> from the from the bumper cars meat. area, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, DeLoreans yeah. are cool, and if you want to meet wimp, like most, you know, when you grow up, you're like, you get a cool car, you meet chicks. Like mm. now, most cool cars, you meet dudes. Um, <laughs> you don't meet any girls in a cool car, but yeah. if you did want to meet girls, uh, you should drive a Morgan. Uh, it doesn't oh, matter man. if it's a Morgan three wheeler uh, or the more traditional Morgan. Um, but if you are in a Morgan, you are a classy gentleman of taste and style, and uh, you have disposable income, uh, and uh, and 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 you and you're into something something fun and everything. More expensive than you think. That that car in the the three wheeler is probably fifty grand. Uh, this 50? picture is a, of a plus four, and that's probably seventy five or eighty thousand dollars mm. for something so like that. It's so you know what I think girls like, like you're like the great Gatsby in that motherfucker. A lot of girls like mm-hmm. Teslas, I think. Yeah. yeah, in the same way they like guys who drive BMWs. I mean, I, I you know, mm. um uh, I understand why someone likes a Tesla. Uh I like electric cars. I I do, I think they're fun. I have the electric Ford, the Mach E, which I like a lot. Mm. Um uh it, it's they're, they're cool but a tesla is a very douchey car also i think if you're if you wanted a more affordable douche car than a g-wagon uh a tesla is would satisfy that requirement. I, if I pay too much attention to this but i wonder if elon musk's pivot to the right politically is going to hurt him with his customer base it might i mean it's he certainly 
was uh, extremely liberal when he needed fucking DOE loans from the Democrats. Right. <laughs> um, and when he needed to stay in California. It will not, it, to, I don't think it hurt him at all. Factory. I don't think they're buying Elon Musk when they buy those. I think it's a status symbol. You know, it's a it's a hundred thousand dollar you know status symbol to yeah. cruise around. There's in. that, but it's also some virtue signaling, and and I think that they want. Sure. Either, you told me um, I talked about cowboy hats, and you're like, nah, cowboy hats, they're not functional. It's to say I'm on this team, and yeah. I think Teslas do that to some extent. People say I'm on Team Green over here. I'm a cool. Yeah, guy. and it's not that they're not functional. Fire. It's that a lot of a lot of guys are like all hat and no cattle. So, so it doesn't, yeah. I think what will hurt that that car company more is the uh, the availability of electric cars that are just better. I mean, uh, there's four or five different electric cars that have come on the market in the last two years that are just better than Tesla. So you think they'll they'll just fall behind? Well, look, I mean, go back to the 1980s, and who would have thought someone knocked IBM off the PC game? You know what I mean? Mm. And now who the fuck's buying an IBM? You know, um, it, I think um, I think that Tesla was incredibly innovative. Um, they they definitely uh, inspired the other automakers to make a, a hard move towards not only EVs, but the big tablet-style multimedia um, systems. Um, but they're not very good at building cars. Their cars are built really badly. And and mm -hmm. so um, if you have someone else, whether it's Ford or Porsche or Audi, um, you know, learn those lessons and learn from the fact that people bought Teslas, what those customer preferences were, mm -hmm. but build a better car, you know, a car that doesn't leak water. <laughs> what do you think about the truck now? Last time, last two F times you've said there will be oh, no uh, Cybertruck. Cyber yeah, where is it? I heard, you seen, you I seen heard, it? I heard more, more talk. <laughs> I heard him. He re, they recently doubled down. And they were like, the truck is coming. We mean business. Yeah. Well, that's what Elon Musk does. He doubles the fuck down. Uh, he doubles right on down and there there not only is there there are no engineering mules running around for that truck i mean they're they're he, the how, prototype that they keep showing is the same fucking one they've been showing for years how, looks like how shit. did he miss out how did he miss out on starting some kind of a fan club called the musketeers Oof, that's mm. a good name that, that is, is a, a very much, good that name. That is a great name. Does Disney that that's, that what, that's what you can call his bot army on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He yeah, says I, mid-2023. I, this uh, is like when the self every year it's Every out. year it's one more year, dude. Every I, year I, it's one more year. I rail against Musk sometimes, and everyone gets mad at me, but it's mostly about his false promises. I feel like it's if the, Ford said the new F-150 was coming out in 2020, and then they backed it off and backed it off and backed it off. You know, I will say this. I will say this when he made that flamethrower, like like that was something that I like knew about. Like, like I have flamethrowers, I have good flamethrowers. And I was like real ones. Yeah. Bitch, you don't know how to make a flamethrower. That you know, that's not a flamethrower, that's a water gun. You know, Get out you of know here. what's yeah. really funny is there's a lot of people think Elon is is smart until he wades into their area of expertise and they realize he's completely full of shit. And then they go, wait a minute. If he's completely full of shit about this thing that I, I know about, is he full of shit about everything else too? And the answer is yes, he is. He absolutely <laughs> is full of shit about everything else. He's a yeah. businessman more than an engineer. You think? He's a fucking marketer. Yeah. He's a marketer. You know, he, he uses PT uh, Barnum. Uh, you think he's yes, more PT Barnum than he yes. is uh, Edison. Yes, and, that's, and, and that's he's P.T. Barnum, but had but look, the, the Model S 
which a lot of smart people far beyond Elon Musk were involved in the Model S. The designer, um, Franz von Holzhausen, Peter Rawlinson, who was the, the head chassis engineer, like so many talented people were involved in that car. Super revolutionary. But the problem is they don't have a second album. The Model 3, the Model X, and the Model Y are just the Model S in different packaging. There's nothing that mm -hmm. any of those cars mm -hmm. do that didn't that didn't come on the Model S. They don't have a follow-up. They put all the eggs in the self-driving thing, and it's horseshit. And Elon mm -hmm. was figured he was smart enough to solve a problem that wasn't that hard. Turns out it's pretty fucking hard yeah. uh, for a lot of reasons, you know. And then they thought they could sell this fucking total recall movie prop pickup truck with that's <laughs> that's uh, in a whole new level of manufacturing with an exoskeleton there's a reason that nobody builds cars like that like yeah like uh oh it's stainless steel like huh why didn't delorean work out like oh i don't know maybe it's because you can't do fucking body work yeah. on those cars like it's just it's just like dumb shit um but the hype train is strong the 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 Either that the, there's some there's true believers that really do believe in the hero worship of this guy and his fucking mm -hmm. genius. The media props him up and is completely uncritical about things they should be incredibly critical about. And there's also a, a bot army, you know, to spread the garbage on Twitter. And uh, and there's people that are financially invested in it. You know that the stock is through the fucking roof based on his mm -hmm. declared vision and they don't want to stop that train and even u.s regulators you know the nitsa and the and the regulators who could stop the full self-driving beta nobody really wants to put to fucking put the kibosh on this american success story nobody wants uh, to really rain on the parade i'm a little happy about that now i'll admit that self-driving kind of they're not doing it great and I, I think their technology not using lidar is probably wrong but, there are firms that are doing a great job. Waymo, Argo, yes, Cruise. They have, they have Tesla's not one of them. Tesla's right? not one of them. Tesla's trying to use like video camera only and, and interpret yeah. it off of camera. And other people ah. are using LiDAR, which gives yeah. them like a 3D image and it's yeah. easier to do self-driving with it. Yeah. Having said that, even though I think their approach is wrong, I'm glad the government isn't locking it so tight that they're saying that innovation gets stifled and they say, well, not on our roads. Nah, no, put it on our roads. People suck at driving. No, no, innovation is not being stifled. And right. even if if Tesla played by the rules, it wouldn't stop innovation. It wouldn't. It would just make them less money. But my uh, one thing that baffles me about Elon Musk is this: his salesmanship is remarkably effective, mm -hmm. but not on me. I hear this guy speak and I think, oh my God, every, is everyone looking at the same imbecile yeah. I am? Yeah. He can hardly string a few words together yeah. without stuttering insanely. He sounds stupid as fuck. He can't yeah. speak. He, I mean, people rip on Joe Biden for his stutter. Watch yeah. Elon Musk. Elon yeah. Musk is fucking whatever illiterate is for talking. That's what yeah. Elon Musk is. When I watched Steve Jobs speak, I was in captured by it i i, yeah. I, I was in, i was so absorbed that reality distortion field that's a term people use when steve jobs spoke 
he'd put this reality distortion field in front of everyone and we'd be like yes oh my god the best yeah. pointing device ever created is my finger you're so cray you know like i i, I buy into this bullshit that steve jobs would, would give me hook line and sinker elon musk it doesn't work on me but i do acknowledge that it works because oh, it's working you've on been everyone making else. fun of someone with aspergers oh, he's, 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 I'm, that's he's not why we're making fun of him. abilities to become a tycoon. <laughs> is is this his, news? Cut his, it's very oh, obvious he has yeah. Asperger's. Asperger's yeah. plus a South African accent is really a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, his reality distortion feels super effective. No, but not when he me speaks, and I don't he sounds it. dumb as fuck. I, I completely agree. He doesn't actually say anything. I saw him on the JRE. Yeah, Dude, yeah. he speaks one, maybe two words a fucking minute. Yeah. Say something, you yeah. dumb fuck. Your head's yeah. supposed to be filled with thoughts. Joe Rogan is like, oh my God, he's such a genius. I have to get the genius out of him. It's one yeah. of the hardest interviews. He's not saying fucking words. Say yeah, words, right. Elon Musk. You're not making any points. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the in the realm of like tech style geniuses often they're not expected to be very good like having conversations you know yeah like it's almost like like if i see some like if i see the guy who invented ibm computers and he's like riffing and he's got a tight five i'm like this guy didn't invent shit but if he's like up there like struggling to make eye contact like fiddling with his shirt buttons i'm like this guy's got it going on this guy this guy's yeah, no science counter narrative right he's, he's he's relatable to the to the Osbergers crowd for sure yeah um yeah, i got to go guys this was fun thanks, thanks so much thanks so much for I'll see you again in a couple months, I'm sure. That'd Hopefully I'll, I'll get the date right next time. But uh, congrats on the new house, Kyle. Very, very nice. Thank you. Stay out of trouble. Uh, stay ripped, boys. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to get that TRT going. We're going to see how that works out. Do it. If you, uh, you message oh, oh. if you message here, I'll, I'll send you the info. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. See you later. later Take see care. You. All right. So... Always an easy show with him. That's yeah, Matt's great. Yeah, he's that's such always a guy. an easy show with him. Yeah, just a great guy. I like Matt a lot. We are going to hear from a couple of sponsors before we jump into the second half of the Just the Boys show. Uh, this episode of PKA is brought to you by Lucy. Lucy Nicotine is a company fund founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for four years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors. Wintergreen, cinnamon, and, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Cinnamon's the way to go. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine in cherry ice flavor. Each and every flavor actually tastes great, and it's convenient and discreet. Their products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes. Unplug your vape. Shave your fat head. Thanks for putting that in there, Chiz. Throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. Uh, it's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Painkiller already listeners. Go to lucy.co and use promo code uh, painkiller promo code painkiller to get 20% off all products in your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code painkiller at checkout. Also, we have to give this disclaimer warning. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. So to all our listeners, head over to lucy.co and be sure to use that, com that code painkiller for 20% off all products in your first order, including gum or lozenges. Lucy.co. Check that out, guys. 
This episode of PKA once again is brought to you by Death by Gummy Bears. Believe it or not, guys, Ooh. our audience responded in a mighty way to, <laughs> to the people at Death by Gummy Bears. Yeah, Kyle's got the hat they sent us. I literally, I got a message from the guy that before the episode went live, it had just gone live for patrons, and he messaged me like, oh my God, like so <laughs> many people are ordering these gummy bears. And then I got some follow-up tweets from people that were like, I didn't listen to your disclaimer, but we'll get to that. Uh, are you or a loved one sick of mediocre or even bad THC alternatives? I know I am. We've got a, a great deal just for you. Death by Gummy Bears has you covered. Death by Gummy Bears was founded by a group of passionate professionals who were sick and tired of low-quality Delta-8 products that are spray-coated and very often incorrectly dosed. That's a big problem, incorrect dosage. That's why Death by Gummy Bears had the boys in the lab cook up a high-quality, powerful 100-milligram Delta-8 gummy that's accurately dosed and actually tastes great. These gummies are no joke, folks. DeathbyGummyBears.com offers a range of delicious and unique flavors that will have you saying, wow, I sure am high right now. With seven delicious flavors and customers all around the USA, American-based Death by Gummy Bears serves all state. Kyle, I added some stuff to the ad. <laughs> but, uh, it's I, available. I, I, yeah, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> American-based Death by Gummy Bears.com serves all states <laughs> where hemp-derived THC is legal. So whether you're a current gummy enjoyer or just interested in trying something new, go to DeathbyGummyBears.com and use code PKA20 for 20% off your order. Once again, that's deathbygummybears.com, code PKA20 for 20% off your order. Uh, that's a great deal, 20% off. That's a, that's a huge, huge, huge like deal. Everyone's off. talking a, a fifth of it. My God, you can get you can get these these ones. This is They, they sent us a new package configuration. There's 25 gummy bears in here. Each one has 100 milligrams each. Jesus and Christ. so it's very <laughs> dense. I'm telling you, I said it on the last time they advertised with us a couple weeks ago. If you're not, if you don't have a tolerance, start with one foot. One <laughs> foot of the gummy I bear. I'm going to go bite a foot right now. Wait until like another hour into the show and then do a foot. <laughs> I'm serious. Wait and then do it a foot. It takes so an people... hour to kick in, though. That'll oh, be go with a foot. Go with a foot. Go grab it. Go grab it. Bring it back well, and eat a little, be, be just great. one foot. This is good content. This is good content. Because here's the thing. The spray coating is legit. Like, I've seen in products I'd buy before, you could see where it was like spark, it was like spritzed on there. You could see it. Mm -hmm. These things are yeah, legitimately 100 milligrams. And apparently I'd never experienced that before. They are so goddamn strong. <laughs> They're very I've strong. I've worked so my tolerance up to three. That's I eat three if I want to get really up. Don't take three, anyone, please. Please no <laughs> one take three. And I'm not joking. You're gonna have a rough day. You're gonna have a rough next 16 hours if you take fucking three of those. Yeah. But I'm Don't telling you. If you if you're someone with a tolerance to weed and, and stuff like this, you know what you're doing. I won't insult your intelligence. If you're someone who's like, I want to try this this new product, get a little nice buzz while I'm relaxing at night. Just something gentle. Literally one foot off of the gummy bear, not from the waist down, you maniac, not both feet quarter out one foot. And that's genuine. And I say one foot because that's such a low dose that there's no way someone's going to eat a foot and get too high. Like, if anything, you're going to eat it and be like, oh, that, you know, this is less intense than I thought. Well, I mean, I'm look, less look, intimidated now. Uh, here, here, that's the same same gummies. Yeah, yeah, it's just different packages. All right, so so here's here's how to think of, think of it. The thing's 100 milligrams, obviously. Like, like you could easily put it on a, a kitchen scale and slice into 10 slices and have 10 milligram doses. And 10 milligrams is a good starter dose. One-tenth of that fucking bear is a starter dose. 
definitely. You have to um, reach your thumbnail in and peel the the actual oh, secured part. It is childproof. Yeah. I was like, I work out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's easy now that I've had instructions. Okay. Like, what is all show? <laughs> Those are all show muscles. He can't even get his, get his legal weed gummies Should I out bite of the off Both feet? One foot. You're serious about one foot. I, I'm, I, I want me, people to see say, that like one foot's not I think scary. You should eat, here, I think you should eat both feet, but not from not the whole waist. There's a difference between yeah. the feet okay. and, and the Look whole waist. Before. Do if both he had feet, a dick, you do not eat where his dick would be. Eat where his ankles would be. Well, I mean, go up to the thigh, but just don't go any higher. Okay, than that. I think that's fair. So that's all right. That's like a fifth of it, or a, a yeah. I, I would probably. roll with that. I think you're. I think let's roll with that. I mean, you, yeah. Okay. Let's well, stop now nibbling you, on it. <laughs> well, he did exactly what I told him not to do. So. <laughs> wait, wait, well, what he, did I do wrong? He, he enjoyed the flavor. You I told the, you. You ate where the dick would have like been. Watermelon. It tastes like watermelon. No, this yeah, is the, really dude. Good. The birthday cake flavor rocks. It's great. Does it? Okay. Oh, this is strawberry jam. Birthday cake's better. I disagree with all of that. I, I think the peach is the best uh, flavor by far. It is the one that clo- that tastes the closest to actual candy, if you even care about that sort of thing. But I don't know how the stuff is priced on their site, but they send us this big boy box that's got like many, many uh, little 1,000 milligram packets in it. And then, la- yeah, like Taylor showed you before, the 2,500 milligram jar is uh, is pretty legit. I don't know if they're going to – do they have the other products up yet? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys about that after the show. Um, for this, just the gummies okay. for now. Okay. Yeah, cool. just the gummies for now. But yeah, they're very strong. Start if you don't have a tolerance, start with one foot so that you you feel you know because I've done that with edibles before where I take like you know you get high on in the minute and you're like I'm gonna get blasted and you take a bunch and then five minutes later you're like oh maybe I was too aggressive and then you're kind of waiting for it to to kick in too hard. It usually doesn't though. You're like oh I got worried about nothing. But yeah, start slow. Start slow. You wouldn't start yeah, out a night up. of you wouldn't go to a friend's barbecue and drink half a fifth of vodka as soon as you got there. <laughs> that'd be that'd be an insane thing to do. And so, you know, start yeah. slow with the gummies. Very but, high quality. Um, I hope you guys like them. Yeah, I actually told my Uber driver about them today. He, he was like, really? Nice. And they're just legal. I used to love edibles. <laughs> yeah. Well, get ready to take off, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, I was taking edibles while I was moving. So. I had this really steep driveway and I walked up and down that steep driveway one thing at a time. I really wish I'd had a pedometer on. I would guesstimate 15 miles like like yesterday. Why would you do that to yourself getting high before moving? Oh, it's, it's easy. My, my feet were so swollen. I literally wanted something for like, for for that. Cause I was just, (laughs) I'd been on my feet eight hours a day for three hours in a row carrying stuff. Um, it's, it's, it's been an, it's been a goddamn ordeal. Like, like I'm my knee, my knees and, uh, like shins are black and blue from just sh- bumping into shit. I kicked the same piece of gym equipment twice in the span of five minutes, uh, yesterday. And I bad screamed luck. curses into the cul-de-sac. It hurts so goddamn bad, <laughs> but, uh, but I don't know why I put my, myself in that, in, into that, uh, position. It was just procrastination and then had to go. I, I just underestimated how much shit that I own. <laughs> it, Especially it after so purging much. for a whole day. Did we do lock and load? Oh, no, no. we did not. And Sorry. of course, as always, this episode brought to you by Lock and Load, the finest cum pills available to anyone, anytime, anywhere, any period in history. Not as good as this stuff. 
Code PKA, 10% off, lock and load. Also 10% off. Uh, 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 Tell them about the new, new code. code. The PKA code oh, works. Yeah. P- code PKA works. We also pulled some strings. You can now use code JIZ for 10% <laughs> off this or anything, anything on Derek's site. That's two Zs, folks. Code JIZ for lock and load. A one, a one person bu- Bukaki indeed. That's a good one. Take Trade that down. Edit that out. Yeah, trademark PK. <laughs> Don't do Mental that. Mental trademark. Mental yeah. trademark. So code jizz or PKA. Code PKA if you're more of a traditionalist. Code jizz if you like to live on the wild side a little bit. <laughs> One penny for usage. So, uh, yeah, I, um, so I thought getting high while moving would, would help. Um, just like tolerate how awful it was. Because like, I don't know. It's been a I'd while. Be since it would I make just... me unmotivated. Like I'd be like, ugh. Now I'm feeling like oh, tired. No, if anything, it, it's like we gotta go. I kept looking at everything to do and being like, "You're not even fucking cl- out loud. <laughs> You're not even fucking close to being close to being close, you bitch boy. <laughs> you got." I was like, like I would take these little, I would overheat, and so I was shirtless the whole time, wearing a cowboy hat and sunglasses, like doing this shit because <laughs> the sun's beating down on me. It's looking 100 degrees. Very in cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I look pretty fucking sick i'm gonna be honest i look at myself i was overhead pressing a tv at the time and it, it was a, it was a good look um but but i was and i'm drenched in sweat and anyway um i got a little hard and um but i think that's just all the, 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 the blue chew. I, yeah that was all the blue i had the worst time i've ever had can i interrupt you kyle it, yeah please do where is it oh so i said Kyle said he's moving, and I'm like, I'm in the jar in the gym hitting PRs. I was really excited because I got <laughs> and he replies, "You don't know what a workout is until you've muscled a king size Casper mattress down a hill into a U-Haul." <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's harder than any bench press. <laughs> oh yeah, so what I did today, mm-hmm. I I moved. I, I grabbed that thing like a goddamn ant, put it on my back. And took it up the steepest flight of stairs you've ever seen. And then a hairpin <laughs> turn. <laughs> and then set it up. I did that before we started the show. It's well, you're all day. set up for after show, right? Your, your TV's I, not I set also, up, though. Um, everything but the TV. I've drilled the thing in. I'm going to hang it uh, as soon as the show's over. I can hang it by myself now. Like, like I just underestimated how strong I am, if I'm being honest. Like, when I first hung You can the hang TV, it by it yourself? A, yeah. I thought you had to have someone back there to, like screw it in for you so it's my the way my thing works the tv has a bracket with hooks like this i'm trying to like do fingers oh and, yeah and those just like hook in to a, the other bracket and then when you let the tv go it bump the bottom bracket bumps into uh the re- the part on the wall and then put a couple bolts in here and here and it's all locked in and then you can mm-hmm. you know articulate like oh yeah mine's like all screwed very in. very easy to hang yeah you know you've got the basically yeah he has a base on the wall and then the other part hooks into the base, and the the, the rotation and the gravity holds it in. Yeah. How well, that you can't easier. screw behind the TV. I'm curious if you did it wrong. No, no. Like I, I oh, had to have okay. a guy come over because, like, and I had like it. It was one of those brackets that you obviously mount to the studs, and then it has like those two bars. And mm-hmm. I bought it from Samsung because I'm like, I do not want a fucking one that's not going to work. So I got one that was like, not from Samsung, but like Samsung recommended. And that's what it was. It, it takes four, because there are four screw holes or six screw holes in the back of the TV. 
and they all line up with it. And so you needed to like bolt them all in. So I had to hold it up while this fucker was like back there. I, the ones I've seen, half of it goes in the wall, half of it goes on the TV, and then you put them together. So that put yeah, it on a TV stage you're talking about happens in, on the comfort of your bed while you attach oh, it. Oh, okay. No, I don't even have a TV in my bedroom. I'd never watch TV as I'm going to bed. And like, it would just keep me up longer. Like, when I go to in the bedroom, that has to be my time to sleep. Otherwise, I would just fiddle around. I've always be watching shit. I've always had one. I've always had one in the bedroom. Obviously, when you're a kid, when I was a kid, you didn't have. Did you guys have TVs in your bedrooms as kids? I did. As like an older kid, yeah. It depends. I, as a young kid, I did. And then when we moved to Ocean City, I lost it. I got like a so big glass entire, screen TV when I was like 15, I think. My entire childhood, I had a TV. As long as I had a room, um, like maybe second grade, I got, had a TV. Like, like it, was a, it wasn't a cool TV. It was pretty small. It was like a, one of those TV VCR combos. And then, you know, that I got better TVs as the years went on. But I've, So I've always had one in the bedroom. It's a new bedroom, though. I haven't decided. I kind of want to take this enormous, heavy motherfucker, like I, like I was telling Matt, stick it on the wall over there. So I've got lots of screens, like Fahrenheit 420 or whatever. Not, not Fahrenheit 420. That's a different book. Uh, 451. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and <laughs> and uh, that would require a new TV or a projector. I'm real big on the idea of a whole fucking projector system in the bedroom. Like hanging down thing. above the bed beaming into the wall some movie it could be neat. quality shit there's so i recently shopped for a projector i've, I've had projectors for seven <laughs> years now not an expert but maybe i know more than someone who's never had one there are two varieties and the market is shifting from one to the next one variety is lamp based and they're old incandescent light bulbs that get really hot really bright and that's how they project on the wall cool the trouble is those bulbs are the low end cheap off brand like knockoff ones are like a hundred bucks. And if you get the one that like Sony says you should get, it's like five hundred dollars and you need one every year. This blows. Oh, right. Right. Suddenly your fucking lamp budget for your projector is more than Amazon Prime. But the fuck? Not only that, not only that, you can't use this projector frivolously and not feel a little twinge of regret like oh we're we're burning bulb right now let's mm -hmm. not fiddle around figure out what you want to watch before we turn the projector on <laughs> right <laughs> you, you don't just leave it on and go to the kitchen and do your whatever no. or, or who knows what burns them maybe the heating and cooling cycle burns it and you should run oh it oh my for god if you're not going to turn it Leaving off, it on continuously like would have been better than, than yeah. the, <laughs> the, the yeah if i'm only gone for 20 minutes maybe i don't do it go through this heating yeah and cooling fuck cycle. all that what's the alternative know. laser so uh, a lamp-based projector is going to be like a cheaper one is like 1800 and a cheaper one on the laser-based spectrum is like 2500 You can see you're practically making money here. And uh, okay, so that one's four grand. Mine was by LG and it was 2500 And uh, it's a laser-based projector and they don't get as hot. Their fan is not as loud. And I guess... They say they last forever. I imagine they last forever like LED light bulbs last for 20 years. You know, they say they do, but they really don't. But mm -hmm. it's going to last much longer than an incandescent bulb. Let me ask you a question you might know the not know the answer to. <clears throat> because I don't mm. understand laser projector technology. I mean, I guess I understand. Me too. That mm. As much as like I know how the words put together mean a thing. Oh, it's projecting lasers <laughs> of an, that are making an image. Which I get that. I do like, not understand the technology. When 8K becomes a thing... Why can't it project that higher definition? Is it because it doesn't have enough output of lasers to create that pixel density? 
or uh, like yeah, I'd love I, like an expert to you, know the answer to that. You nailed it, Kyle. I totally don't know the answer to this. <laughs> you need <laughs> I don't know no idea. So, you need so that lasers. looks so so that looks really cool. Is there somewhere you think you can go and like demo something like that? But, but because before I click a button on four thousand dollars, man, I'd like to see it once. Yes. So um I actually had that experience recently, and the demo place that I saw anyway, didn't have any in stock and they only sold the higher end ones like $6,500 projectors. Oh, um, it turns out that their market, at least where I went was for people who were building home theaters. And the idea that the projector was two months away, wasn't a problem because the furniture and the carpeting and the construction and all that shit, you know, was in the timeline anyway. So they're just like the last people to come in and sort of do the finishing touches. But if you're like me and it's like, oh, actually, I was just going to mount it on the ceiling of <clears throat> this room and a, a screen on here and a thing on there. And that's as far as I wanted to go. Then um, something like Amazon would be a better fit. But you can go to the store and see what they look like. So I use, blackout curtains. I use blackout curtains in my uh, in my bedroom anyway. Like it can be high noon and you it, it's blacked out. You can't see shit. It's uh, it's great for a healthy lifestyle. And uh, <laughs> so I could totally use that as like a little I mean, I, I don't need movie seats. Seats. I got one of these, these wedges for my bed. Like I got the biggest mm -hmm. wedge pillow Amazon sells. It's, <laughs> it's for fucking people on, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's a really good sex pillow. And um but it also would make mm. a great movie pillow. I could chill in bed and watch the thing. So, like, honestly, the idea of a four thousand dollar projector sounds a lot better to me than uh, what does a four thousand dollar what does four thousand dollars get you in a TV? Like, what does a four thousand dollar TV probably look like eighty five inch Samsung, right? Does, does the Samsung know. go bigger than like eighty five for like With a the, real my, screen? My observation is eighty five is like the top end currently of normal. And if you want to get to even like 90, the price doubles. Like it gets stupid right past that. Yeah. 130, 130. three grand out. Goodness. Wait, what? 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 Wait, what no, this is a projector. Sam Laser home theater projector. Oh, ultra short. Yeah. If you see ultra short throw in your projector, you know that it's junk. Mm -hmm. Do you see it sitting there on the entertainment center? Yes, right I do. I've thing? used projectors like this, they're junk. How? Yeah, yeah. So that is a hint that it's not a very good projector. That does look weird. Well, I'm fascinated because I don't know. I've got a lot of I've got a few hobbies right now, but the thing I always go back to when I just want to chill out and like relax or, or, or you know, it's it's nice. It's movies and really good definition and uh, like like going back to my classic movies and seeing them. Um, I'm I don't know. I remember the first time I got a DVD and I got to watch some of my favorite movies on that little bit better quality. And and every time mm -hmm. a new uh, format came out. I was excited to see what Alien looked like, or to see what The Godfather looked like, to see if I could see some film grain that I didn't see before, or some shit. So I'm kind of interested in this. I might do it. Hmm. Also, you got to figure out your audio. Ooh, that would be fun. I'm about to do some audio anyway in the gym. It's time to do. Audio like, does not I, uh, seem like the fun part. Video seems like the fun part of building a theater. Audio seems like it would be. Audio is the part that like. Audio can be so striking when you've got good surround sound. And if you haven't experienced that before, it's like, oh, oh, really? So that's mm -hmm. why there are awards for sound engineering. There's something going on here. It, you can really be in a three-dimensional uh, I, I just meant like space. based on this, when I was looking at home theater stuff like a year ago, like 
on the forum I was looking at, people would be like, I got this 3,500 projector, and then the real spending started once audio got, you know, I got wind of audio. And it's like, like I always imagined in my head, oh, you know, projector's the big thing, then you get some speakers. But they're like, no, three grand on my projector because they post their builds. And some of these guys have like, uh, they're obsessed with it. They'll have like $7,000 projectors and then literally 20 grand in audio. Like absurd shit, like implanted in all the walls. The thing about audio, my observation is like, and this is true with mics and speaker type stuff. The first, like in in speakers, the first couple hundred dollars gets you a big quality difference that even a normal person can notice. After you cross that threshold, you know, maybe you spend a grand or so on a surround system. The differences get pretty subtle and you might be spending your money in the wrong spot. I would argue that if you spend more than like, maybe I'm out of date, 1500 on speakers, you probably should have spent your money on like wall treatments and room, you know, carpets and shit like that mm-hmm. before you, you spent you another grand. No. Uh, and in, I remember it being like a small little boutique thing. That's like, you know, our $3,000 speakers are as good as someone else's $7,500 speakers. And they would compare the materials made and stuff, but I don't know what they are. Okay. Maybe there's a label I'm on gonna, the speaker. If I look at I'm going to put something in the, in the garage, uh, in the gym and, uh, I don't know. I want music in the garage. Right I just did bullshit. Like I bought a JBL Bluetooth speaker, and mm-hmm. um, my I have a paramotor friend that has one, and he would play it outdoors, and it was like that thing sounds curiously good. And you know how outdoors yeah. is so hard to fill with yeah. sound. You know everything sounds like mm-hmm. shit. Tenny. Sitting on it, it was sitting on a um, a flat deck trailer. Right. This is like one of the worst mm-hmm. acoustic environments you can mm-hmm. think of, and I'm like, this place is actually kind of jamming. Like that speaker's working. And uh, I bought basically the same thing, and I've used it next to the pool. Again, a tough acoustic environment, and it did well. So I didn't put oh. a lot of money into my gym speaker. I'm gonna, I'm okay. gonna, I might pick your brain a little bit more about audio stuff because I'm about to spend a little money. I, I, I ordered my, uh, I got the cheapest Titan rack today. I decided to do that. Okay, it's oh, literally three hundred eighty dollars. Yeah, it's three hundred eighty dollars. Four post so, rack, yeah. I assume. Yeah, it's got like the plastic J cups and the push pin things, and and I was like, that's mm-hmm. literally all I really need. That's that's mm-hmm, all right. I really need. And you can't uh, so I think I'm gonna it. even you. Yeah. No, there's no fucking way. Like like I don't do 700 fucking pounds, and that's what it's you rated at. Do it would, and 800 won't. The thing is, 800 won't break it. 900 won't either. It'll make it wobble. <laughs> that's the. They don't mean mm-hmm. 900 breaks this thing. They mean 900 makes it wobble to a kind of a scary way. <laughs> Fuck that! It won't break till you get to thirteen hundred. I bet. Did you, I've seen yeah. uh, Coop from the Garage Gym reviews drop like, I don't know, five six hundred pounds on that Amazon rack, that mm-hmm. cheapest shit Amazon rack, and it ate it. It ate it. Yeah. Didn't do anything. Metal is so much stronger than us, even shitty iron and steel. Yeah. It, I don't mean to be humble, but I'm. Not I do as have some money to spend, wood. though. I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, any building material we blows us out. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll kick the ass out of insulation. <laughs> yeah, or, or a tent, maybe. <laughs> not even that. The tent's oh, got I'm, nylon. How many pounds does it take to rip nylon? A million. Something stupid. I've got to get. Yeah. Uh, I got to get an elliptical, and I've got to get. Uh, I may mm. get a functional trainer. Um, so those those are the the next two things on the on the gym list. I'm gonna start working on the flooring out there as soon as uh, I get my Ooh. boxes and everything unpacked. Um, oh, I forgot this. Flooring? So, so no, no, I'm gonna get it from the um, the hardware 
store and then I'm going to scrub it. I read you scrub it down with that green clean stuff in the like in the um, outside the sun and then let it dry in the sun and hit it with the hose and like they think you can degas it and like 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 90 95% of the way. So I'm going to do that to that stuff so you, you get that rubber smell out of the out of the flooring. Plus, uh, is it a garage this, gym? So Yes. Probably not super airtight like if it was your bedroom gym or something. Like if you were converting an inside room. It's you know your, your mm -hmm. standards are reasonably lower. I'm going to make it airtight though. I'm going to make it airtight. Okay. How? I'm going to get some sort of I'm going to well, I'm going to get that uh ceiling stuff for the door. They they made like kits to do that. And then mm -hmm. one way or another, I'm sticking an air conditioner out there. If it means I have to cut a hole in the fucking garage door and put a port there, <laughs> then I will just count the the cost of a garage door a, as the, the the price of getting the business. Does your done garage not have a window? No, it's solid. You're 100 percent sure your entire garage has no window. Blacked out. No okay, lights. all of them are here. It, it's it's all of them are here. Yeah, I don't uh, have a window. Like in my every gosh. like every oh, neighborhood really? I drive through, it's that we all have the same one. Like like, I I don't know. Yeah, in my area and in New Jersey, every garage had a window. There Growing was a, up, I a was garage doing, the, yeah. was on the side of the house, Boy, and there was maybe. a window on the side of the house, and that's kind of where the light came in. Yeah. So okay. moving out of the place, um, you're required to have it professionally cleaned, and I was like, oh okay, well no no problem. And they're like, and the carpets. I'm like, okay. And you have to leave receipts um, of, you know, the, that you got those things done. And I was like, oh, okay. So, um, so like, you don't you need don't, it clean. You just need receipts that it's cleaned. Mm -hmm. And and but and if you don't, it's four hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> it's four hundred and fifty dollars they charge you. And uh, and I was like, man, mm. let me let me look into this. So I call the. Uh, oh, I asked Kitty. She had a professional cleaner do one room of a house, fifty five dollars. And I was like, ooh, in my house that's going to add up to. Yeah. Jeez. And I'm, I'm like, that's going to add up to, you know, $150, $200 at my house. So factor that in. And then I called a maid service. Actually, three of them. The lowest they quoted me was $520 to do a move out cleaning. So I called the landlord people and I'm just like, hey, so it's $450 if I don't do anything, right? And they're like, yes. <laughs> oh, actually, no, sir. It's $420. Oh, <laughs> Only four twenty. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> you should probably call a boss or a manager or something because I'm gonna let you know right now, I'm not cleaning at all because <laughs> cleaning costs seven hundred fifty dollars, and not cleaning only costs four hundred twenty. And she didn't seem to care, so oh, that's where we are now. To be fair, when I say I didn't clean, I vacuumed and like. Got anything bigger than like, I don't know, this big a baseball. Of a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I cleaned fairly well, but what I didn't mm -hmm. do was I didn't mop the floors. Like, like I didn't like scrub down any of the appliances. I just left it. Like, like what if you had a steam cleaner rental bill? Like, oh, they said professionally clean though. That would. I just the, feel like you could rent it from is, Home Depot for fifty bucks ish and no they want receipts from like known people or some shit like the, i can't yeah. even like okay yeah and uh if they hadn't threatened me with the 420 i was going to clean the place thoroughly myself i had had it in my head i'm like man i got a lot of mopping to do i you know and i need to mm -hmm. scrub the oven I, I was going to do all that but when they they came 
the four and twenty dollar penalty. It was like, all right, well, fuck y'all. Right, just deal with it. <laughs> Clearly, they know somebody who'll clean it for four twenty. Yeah, they're workers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. they have employees that do that. It's a it's a real like mafia type system where the higher ups are completely disconnected from any sort of like bullshit. There's no way to get a hold of someone who who can like do anything. There's only the person who can put who can like put you in the back in the system in a different way. There are no like higher ups. When I told her to get a boss or a manager, she was like, "Oh yeah, I'll tell a manager." <laughs> I uh, I was you you talking about leaving a place in in somewhat disarray made me think. A couple buddies of mine, probably starting about six years ago, up until about three years ago, they lived together for like three years. My age. They were roommates and they had the filthiest fucking disgust. Like, have you ever seen those apartments where everyone's walked in so many times through the same paths without taking their shoes on that, like, the carpet becomes almost a weird composite of yeah. dirt and mush? Like, it was that all around their entire apartment. Like, it got to the point by the end where, like, they would joke, when they, like, they'd be like, you wanna, anyone want to come over? We'll, like, go to a bar and then we'll watch the game. And I'm like, I'm not coming to your place. It's gross. <laughs> Come to my house. <laughs> it's clean. Like, Smells like <laughs> candles. And they were, uh, they had an outdoor uh, porch, just a small wooden porch there on the second floor. And on the porch, there was a door for a closet for like if you wanted a grill or something or to keep your charcoal out there, just whatever. You put it in the, uh, the outdoor closet. And apparently they were getting a little lit day drinking one day. Both of them, I wasn't there. And uh, another buddy of mine, who is, you know, he, he was the Marine, very, very prepared for things. And they were all getting drunk and everything. And my buddy was grilling out there. And apparently he was too drunk to see if the coals actually went out after he removed the coals. And so he took the coals out, put them back in the coal bag, put it in the closet, and then oh, closed no. the door, the outdoor closet. And <laughs> the way my buddy... My, my buddy shout out Tim he was like and we were just sitting in there and he's like and he wasn't nearly as he's like I wasn't nearly as fucked up I'd had like one beer or something and they were all just blackout almost and I just started smelling smoke in there you know? <laughs> hell like what's going on and so I walked around their whole apartment trying to see what it was I look out their window black smoke all over their their porch and I'm like fuck so what'd you do and he's like I immediately went there's a fire and and he was like and I realized like in that state, none of our friends knew what to do at all. And so I mm. went out there, opened up the door. They followed me out. And I went, it's so in it. He says, the this guy's he's about 5'9". He says, the flames were taller than me. He said, the <laughs> entire closet was a flame to where, like, when he put his hand on it before he opened, like, it burned. Like, he had to pull it off open immediately. It tried. It, Didn't like, surged out. backdraft? The movie? He, I guess probably he was not. just he was trying to no, probably not. And yeah, he's he was not like 40. he was like uh, and my buddies apparently not him were just standing there like dumbstruck, just staring at it, and he had to like orchestrate it and be like Alex, bowls, biggest bowl you have, water now. Matt, second biggest bowl you have, water, go. Steve, grab it, go. You hand the Alex, you fill it up. You hand it to Matt. Matt, all you do is drive it to me. Like, Steve, you go out there, like, open up this door, like, air it out. Like, and he said it took, like, a full 20 minutes of firefighting. And <laughs> the entire, like, they, apparently, they were, like, very close to just hitting 911 because they were worried it was going to burn the apartment complex down. But they got it under control. And apparently, when they moved out, they did not check the status of that outdoor closet 
because they got their their deposit back despite their their entire apartment being shithoused. Like it was it was collapsing, like borderline collapsing onto the patio. So yours is not looking that bad compared to my retard friends who who lit their patio on fire. My uncle yeah. almost set our house on fire. All my he, childhood, I was starting was fires. <laughs> That's not that unusual. Well, we lost Kyle for a sec. For a second. Starting child. I, I started fires too. I love that as a kid. We got you back, bud. Yeah, everybody started fires as a kid. That's normal, right? My not aunt, like oh my God, Zach. My aunt burned down her house with her grandkids in it. The little twice <laughs> <laughs> fool me once shame on me <laughs> <laughs> i'm starting to think she's not a good babysitter no no i that's not a try again thing if you're like mm-hmm. aunt or uncle burns down a house with four insurance in money <laughs> the story keeps going <laughs> what the hell is going on with your family <laughs> some of the stuff zach says My she God. got charged with arson, arson and fraud yeah good awesome gosh fraud. <laughs> damn yeah no, so kyle. my my uncle was handy like look at kyle's frozen face my uncle was handy and we had some plumbing work to do so what he did is he he was um soldering pipes you know the brass pipes you solder them make them uh, watertight and he did, hadn't removed enough of the flammable stuff around it so the mm. insulation caught and the fire started running up like into the house and and he didn't want to burn our house down. So he just grabbed the burning building material and started pulling it out and throwing it on the ground while like my mom and dad would take the insulation and put it in the kitchen sink and put it out. And that was like the process. He's just grabbing flames from inside the house, throwing it on the floor. And my, my parents put the flames out and he saved the house. Well, he almost burnt it down. Let's not make too big a hero out of him. But <laughs> <laughs> he but undid it did turn his out error. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he he resolved it. So turned out all right. Yeah, I never started fires as a kid in dangerous places. Like it seemed like what Kyle said. Like if I, like I'd do it out in the yard or on concrete, and it'd mostly be like little small scale, like fucking around with matches if I found them, or like taking How a small, small, like waist high. Oh, not not that big at all. Like oh. teeny tiny little fires. Like I was I was too nervous to start any like itty bitty. The, the worst I I melted I I melted a GI Joe that I, or a army man that I was holding in my hand above my other hand, and I got a bunch of molten plastic on it, and that that got me to not do that anymore. Because I was like, I, part of me was like, look at it melt. I was just so infatuated with seeing the the dripping mm-hmm. of it that I didn't notice. Dripping the, like, fire is a neat thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very. Cool. I used to. So I was a Boy Scout. I really, really, really like campfires. That's still true. I, I need, I like, I have mm. campfire flavored candles around the house now. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm like at the soul of an arsonist, but I really like campfires. And um, I would just so look forward to these weekends. Like once a month, our Boy Scouts would go camping, and it meant the world to me. Like I just loved it. And sometimes they get mm. canceled because of weather and shit. So it just, it wasn't enough. And then I realized, like, you know what, like. I'm really good at starting fires, which is still true. If you're at a campfire, you want you're me. the guy. Yeah, <laughs> you want me. You want me there. Like it, there are all these people who think they can start a fire, and I'm, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I am the fucking fire starter that you are, crab eater. I, I, I just I'm like okay, you fucking imbeciles. Yeah, like <laughs> can't you That's see all your mistakes? Don't you see that should be a chimney right there? That should be a cabin right there. Like you should mm-hmm. get your shit together, and um. Uh, and like I'll look at a fire that's not burning well and just easily know like what adjustment to make to make that fire do what I want it to. And uh, 
even you know by the time i was like 12 i was good at this so after school i would just be like you know starting fires is free i can just <laughs> do this i can do this like as a hobby after school and mom if you're watching it was by that recycling center in the woods and uh uh yeah we i would just go and start fires sometimes people would come with me sometimes i'd be solo just out there burning shit collecting wood and making campfires. <laughs> i liked it just creating potential problems but it seems like you had a good run no no cataclysmic problems you had to pretend you didn't do <laughs> not that one i've told the story so many times of the field we burnt down that was the we were playing war someone else started the fire told me to put it out my dumb ass is just like i'm not putting it out it's warm and uh <laughs> then it got out of control quickly <laughs> it's too warm it's too warm <laughs> oh yeah and then, dude that fire it was like five acres and like 150 feet tall and like houses were in danger <laughs> 150 like, feet tall oh yeah it was like twice the height of the trees nearby <laughs> and shit. Like, it, it wasn't just that like our town's fire department came then like the adjacent towns and the adjacent towns to that it was like a five alarm four or five alarm fire it was a really big deal. <laughs> How did you? So you didn't? Did you get in trouble for it? No, the guy who started the fire took all the blame, and it wasn't just the police. It was the FBI him. came and investigated it, and he was like, "Well, the smoke bomb wouldn't start with the match, so I lit the four foot tall gr dry grass on a windy day, and then <laughs> held this, then held the smoke bomb up to it." And then I threw it and I told my friend to put it out, but or maybe he didn't even rat me out. He said he wouldn't. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and then, then it got out of control. So they just put him on David DeVorn. I'll never forget that guy. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he fell on the sword, took all the blame. He did start the fight. What a hero. Yeah. It's cool of him to take the rap. It was. Yeah. He didn't try to pass off responsibility or anything, but it was funny how like, Every idea I had to put out the fire was just a few seconds late. Like at first I pat it with my hands, but if I had stomped on it, it might've been controllable at that size. Mm -hmm. Then I stomped on it, but it was too big to put out with your feet. So I took my coat off and hit it. If I had done that a step mm -hmm. earlier, that might have worked. And then like multiple people started beating it with their coats. And if we had been doing that 20 seconds ago, that might have worked. But everything, mm -hmm. every idea we came up with was just a step too late. And eventually it was like, we need grown-ups here. Someone get grown-ups. Someone get grown-ups. Oh, get an adult. Like, <laughs> that's, that's still my go-to move. When you when you saw the fire totally getting out of control, were you nervous? Like I was nervous. Parents? It was blowing toward so mostly like the, there was woods between the houses and the field. And mm -hmm. I felt like that was going to be a buffer layer, at least a slower burning fire that they'd be able to deal with. But at the end of the fields where the fire was blowing to was where my friend lived. And I was like, fuck, and we burnt down Jason's house. Like, I was just <laughs> like, it's going to Jason. And Jason's like, yo, that's my house. It's going to my house. And I'm like, yeah, it totally is. You're right. It's going to your house. And like, Sorry, the, Jason. One of the fire departments was just putting water on Jason's house so that it was a little more fire resistant when it got there. And mm -hmm. uh, as far as I know, his house was fine. I don't maybe like a heat damage or something, but um, it, you know, it certainly didn't burn it down or anything like that. So. Have you seen those clips where like there's a big field fire and like the farmer gets out like in front of the flames with his like combine and he just like cuts all the grass out in yes. a stripe. So, I think that's so cool. And sometimes they're like, 
I'm like, man, that guy's doing a good job really t- like threading that needle. And other times they're, they're like 20 feet from the flames. And like what I do is I watch like where he is or like where he was and like where the flames are. And it's like, oh, like I I'm like I as a kid, I was like, oh, like you know, that's how fire works. If it's not on you, you're fine. But like you realize like, no, like you're a big fire will like cook you like a like a grill from from yard like from 100 yards away. So something, yeah, something huge. That's yeah, it's shit is very scary. Hey, Kyle, how are you? I think it might be a coincidence because there's a thunderstorm going on right now. We're going to pretend mm-hmm. like that's the case, but um, rest assured, I will do be all better next yeah. week. It's really week frustrating. by week, his internet will go from 10 to 20 to even 30 megabits per second. That's the hope. That's the hope. That's <laughs> Remember the hope. when 50 was the bomb? Like, no wonder that guy has a 3KD. He's got a 50 <laughs> megabits. I had three. Fucking via... Of- what was Verizon's thing? Fios, maybe? Oh, uh, I wish I had Fios. I had Gumlog yeah. cable. Doublemont cable? Gumlog. Oh, Gumlog. Gumlog. Fios sex as it yeah, is. Yeah, you never even heard of my shit. I, I haven't. No. That's Gum a thing log. now. Like, I mentioned this before, but like, when you buy a home, look at the bandwidth. You, you can assume the place is going to have 220 power. You can assume it'll probably have water pressure. Check that out. But uh, internet... They sell houses with bad bandwidth. Don't get mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, they do. I did not do that. I'm just having some sort of equipment malfunction or this thunderstorm. I haven't just. <gasps> we'll never know. We'll never know. Come on, come back, Kyle. <laughs> I like come the back, you faces bitch. he makes as he disappears. He does. Oh, I'm so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Have you told everyone you have no air conditioning? I'm not sure. No, we talked no, about it pre-show. I felt like talking about it during the show would make me fixate on it more, but like now mm, two hours how hot and 40 is it, minutes in, it is, I'm easily in triple digits in my office right now. Triple, um, 100 degrees. Maybe you should have a coffee. As a 100 kid. plus. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm drinking so many waters so fast. I'm like, please, Kyle, come back. I need to refill my ice again and get some more water. <laughs> I'm so fucking hot. Yeah, it went out. Tuesday or Monday late, like did you ask the boss for an ice water? Just send her a text. Is that like <laughs> I not? Sh- how I should. You- I, I'm not sure. She was out uh, with with family. I'm not sure if she's home yet. But um, oh, okay, yeah. It's it went out like too late Monday to do anything about it, and then Tuesday got someone to agree to come out yesterday, and I was like hoping the whole time that like it wasn't gonna be a huge thing because like the guy went like I even thought I was like I'm not even gonna check my filter that got changed like four months ago like what I'm not even gonna do that and the guy came in and the first thing he does is like check the filter and he's like oh this yeah this could be it right here look at how dirty this is and I'm like the guy who the last guy had like where there's the issue with the heating like he just on the side different issue was like you want to change these every like six months to a year and apparently over like the four or five months it's been in there it's accumulated like well over a year's worth of bullshit on it is it low what do you mean low? The filter, like I find that if a filter is mounted towards the top of the wall, you don't need to change it very often. But if it's down by your shins, you need to change it frequently. Yeah, yeah, it's down by the shins. So that, mm-hmm. that could be it. But he then like we, we replaced the filter and he told me that it's actually the motor that blew out. And I asked him like what would cause that? And he's like, well, actually, because like the area I'm in, he's like, you're you know, lower or on, on a certain side of this road. And that means a different uh, electrical grid. And unfortunately the grid you're on is not as reliable as that other one. And so you get more surges. And so apparently a shit ton of people in my area without uh, surge protectors on their 
motors just had them blown out. And so you're going to get dodged uh, now. They're going to figure it. Would they now they know you're lower than a road? <laughs> now they know I'm lower than a road. <laughs> you're Fuck. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And so, like, that sucks. And because so many people with this same kind of heater or AC, I guess. They all need the same train motor. And so this mm. company said he's like, I because initially when I was talking to him, he was like, you know, like this has been happening a lot, but we have a lot of these. It's we see you, Kyle. He's like, and even I know I'm like, train, like that's a huge company. They're gonna have that shit. They're the one. And he was like, ah, they're not, we ordered them probably in Tuesday. And so I've got until Tuesday to deal with this. It is I am so sweat. I switched to a black shirt for the show because I'm sweating through fucking Dude, everything. I have that brand. It's so awesome. It's, it's one of my brand. most flattering shirts. I like them. I'm in the I'm in their double X mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm sweating through it like nobody's business. It is it is brutal in here right now. It's got to be over outside in the coolest area of my upstairs, my living room. The thermostat says 87 right now, and it is markedly hotter in here. Was that Kyle <laughs> exhaling frustratedly? I have his audio, but his video is frozen. So Kyle, he might hear think us? we have no audio. No, no, no. He may have left thinking it didn't work as well as it did. Maybe I would take audio, Kyle. Yeah, we should get audio only, Kyle. But anyway, this is miserable. I am running off like 10 hours of sleep the last three nights combined. Every, I'm waking up. I'm doing that dance where I get so I go to bed super hot, you know, but I need a little bit of blanket on there. And so then I wake up and I'm soaked in sweat. So I take the blanket off and then I lay there and I get like a chill, like I'm getting sick because I got a box fan just blowing on my sweaty body. And then I wake up, put the blanket back on. I'm sweating through my shirt. I, I, I bet I drank two gallons of water today, probably almost a gallon just on this show. Like, and mm. I'm sweating all of it out. I'm, I've peed twice in the last five hours. I bet I've drank two gallons of water. This is, I heard Kyle giggle at my, my horror. <laughs> no, no, you're good, Zach. You're solid. Uh, yeah, this is. This is rough. You really take AC for granted, man. Mm, AC's <laughs> huge. Dude, do you want to hear about my Acro Toe Club drama? Yeah, what's up? So here's what's happening. The last time we went, which was like three or four weeks ago, um, a couple planes went by. And I think it was me because a nice plane got particularly close to me. I don't know what it is, twin engine Cessna or that one with the fucking parachute in it. But, but in any case, a plane gets particularly close to me as I'm on tow, right? So I'm like 2,000, 3,000 feet in the air and a plane goes nearby. They see me, maybe they see the line and they report us to the FAA. Now, the thing is, what we're doing is legal. It, it, mm -hmm. We're not breaking any rules. We, we know real, the real rules. quick before you can, Kyle, can you switch to audio only? See if that keeps you in longer. I think we might be good. I don't Let's think it's going to matter. I think if it breaks, it's going to break, honestly. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. Woody. Go ahead. So we get reported to the FAA and one of our members is an airline pilot and just good at talking to the FAA. It's harder than you'd guess. And uh, he explains the rule. The FAA doesn't even know which like set of rules governs ultralights because they're really not focused on us. They don't want to deal with fucking people hanging in, in lawn chairs and hammocks and shit. They want to deal with commercial airlines and mm -hmm. FedEx and Delta and shit like that. So uh, he teaches them the rules of ultralights. They say, oh, we've confirmed that you're no, not in any trouble at all. And we think everything is cool. But just to double check, he makes sure that the Army Corps of Engineers is okay with us launching <laughs> off of their beach. And I'm like, what? Why are you causing trouble? Yeah. 
the Army Corps of Engineers were walking like 10 feet across their beach on launch. If we're really careful, maybe we can not touch it at all. We have permission from the landowner, the guy who lives on this little tiny peninsula. He owns, if you picture a triangle, he owns like the, the inner triangle. But the mm -hmm. very edge, the beach, is the Army Corps of Engineers. Sometimes we don't even touch the engineering land. Sometimes we just launch from his yard and he loves us. Um, sometimes, you know, maybe you run all the way to the beach before you get in the air. And now they're fussing at us. Now they worry that we have to get permission from them. And they want us to get a million dollar insurance policy, which maybe we'll do. And name them as co-insured. I'm a little, lame. I'm not an insurance this expert. This is so lame. I, I don't I feel like it's, it's American land. I already own it. Why do I have to like, why are you making it so hard for me to use American land? And I'm not damaging it. I'm Can I ask you this? It. Maybe I, I, I probably wasn't here for this part. What happens if you just keep going there and flying off? That was my idea. I was like, what is the fine? $250? I'll pay it every weekend. I hope it comes with a BJ. You know, like, I don't give a fuck about you. You know, like, it'll just be an exp a cost of doing business. But um, the club had a bigger, a better concern, I thought, which was like, oh, if we do this knowingly in violation, what happens if something goes wrong? Like someone gets hurt or, you know, then you could be like, it's an illegal But it would activity. only it would matter if, that, that, that would only come to play if you literally like crashed while taking off from the beach into someone and hurt them. Man, that's an I, odd. I think, here's the scenario that I would imagine, like everyone in the club is so trusted, right? They're not going to sue me. Yeah. Uh, Put that to the test when we're talking about their next of kin, right? When some single mom loses her breadwinner and now she's not going to sue the rest of the club, hoping to make good on it. Like, so, uh, uh um, yeah, yeah. Some sort yeah, of, and yeah, I see your point. What if, what if it's an activity that's not approved? So there's two ways this could go. We could either get approval from the Army Corps of Engineers, which would be nice, or we could go to a different lake. The other lake is 20 minutes farther from me, but it's better. And the What's town nearby is better. I don't recall, Lanier? but it's in Tennessee. Oh. Yeah, so it's not very close to um, Hartwell. But okay. um, the lake, the launch spot looks a little better. It's a little bigger. And I like that I think Knoxville is nearby. So that gives us like real facilities, perhaps a better hospital, you know, shit I, like that. I think the Army Corps of Engineers will just say, yeah. Like, like is, they would only be concerned if you're going to be around there like damn and, and like, like like any of that infrastructure like like generally speaking i don't think they give a shit about the beach like like boaters are I, doing crazy shit there all the time they don't care that's totally true like I, I feel like what we're doing to the army corps of engineer is not any different than like water skiers or the when guys you ask permission like make boobs. it when you ask permission make it it's it's a boat thing right like like you're yeah are you talking you're talking about launching from his yard or when you do the the boat stuff the boat stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, then just word it to them like it's, you know, an advanced fucking, uh, what do you, what do you call those things you pull behind a boat that the, the fucking uh, bullshit float? Whatever you yeah, call the those. The, the toboggans, I think they might be called. Yeah, make it sound like advanced tubing. <laughs> like, <don't laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Fucking, just be vague. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we just do what everyone else does. We sort of attach a line to the back of the boat and we tow ourselves around. It's a blast. <laughs> right he doesn't need to know that line is fucking six thousand feet long i i i, I would bet money they'll say yes like, like that's I what people so. do on I, the lake 
I feel like they'll say no just because what's their incentive for saying yes? Hey, can we have permission to do a thing? Eh, no. You know, I like, would say this exactly. I would say, hey, I've had these other this issue with these other guys, and they said I should have permission from you for some reason before I do it. We like to, you know, ride around on a boat and we uh we, we pull each other around on rafts, on cedars, and, and uh, sometimes we even throw a parachute on. And they thought maybe you'd have an issue with some of that stuff. I would admit that. I love that. So it that. sounds like it I sounds like 90% that. of the time we're out there on the <laughs> boards. And then occasionally we get out a parachute. You know, we're wild. <laughs> <laughs> He's pictured us 15 feet in the air. Yeah. I would say that. I exactly. like that. We should have had you. We, but, we... Be honest, but don't give away anything you don't need to. Right, right. To be honest, we'll have to grab a tube. But but we can make that happen. <laughs> we never tow tube. You know what? Us. I was thinking, um, and maybe it's just a stupid idea. Is there any way to combine the paramotor with a motorcycle? Because in my head, I was like, Obviously, if you were riding the bike and operating the whole thing, it would pull you off the bike and the bike would be left behind because right, right. you can't hold on to the bike tightly enough. But if there was some sort of apparatus to balance that bike underneath you, maybe you could use a dirt bike and make that your sole source of power and you could do little hops like, like you get <laughs> enough speed. You could get enough speed on your bike to like fly for a little while and get then a little it, altitude land, and then it would slow maybe. down and you. Yeah. That, that... That sounds like a recipe for injury. <laughs> I think it sounds like the, the, the a way to decapitate yourself or something. Right? Oh, well, this is just cheating. I, he's tethered to the ground. That's the lame part. He's yeah, untethered. Go somewhere. No, I wonder if that's so that you can park and like mount and dismount, or if it has no. If, if they mm. haven't figured out the gyroscopic nonsense, yeah, they de I, I guarantee that's so they get on and off. They, right. they got Quads headlights on so it already. Well. Yeah. I mean, that's, that thing looks neat. I, I, I want to see a video. How high does it go? Dude, does have it you rely seen those on that ground effect? So sometimes I see technology, and I'm not sure if I'm being trolled by some guy who's good at, like, After Effects or something. And mm -hmm. like, Right. I saw a video of some, quote-unquote, firefighters in Dubai with jetpacks on, like the Rocketeer. And <laughs> I was embarrassed to send it to anyone because I thought it was like that baby giraffe video that we sent to Wings. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, am, I was like, am I am I stupid and gullible for thinking that there are jetpack wearing firefighters in Dubai, or is that just the future? Like, like I don't know. Have you seen the the jetpack wearing search and rescue people? Mm -hmm. That seems I, dangerous. I I go both ways because jetpacks don't take you very far, very long. Right, it's a trouble. On the other hand, someone broke a leg, like at the top of the ski slope. It would take a long time to hike up that slope or even to take the lift up. You know, if someone's not there, you can jetpack up a mountain in like 90 seconds. It is a quick way to do a small. Could you lift rescue. someone though? Like, I think the idea is they get provide there aid. Your first aid. Oh. You know, you can bring your slings and your tourniquets and your morphine. That makes sense. Yeah, so. you could. Uh, I've seen them talk about it a lot for saving people uh, on mountains. And mm -hmm. with as much like uh, mountaineering videos as I've watched lately, that's a thing that happens a lot. Although, God, it, you would think that most of the people who get into those situations are so fucking dumb. Like they make a massive mistake, <laughs> and that's why they're in the situation. A series of them. Yeah, yeah. Usually, that's not just one thing. It'd be it, it wouldn't be so bad if you hadn't left your phone at home, but you also let your water expire or something or like, like the, like the uh -huh. plastic got brittle the and you got so lost brittle that you and, can't. 
right? Like one thing and, after and, another. And you know, your phone was your GPS, and you don't have a paper map, and you this yeah. and you that, and you know, you're, you're fucked in six ways. And you know, because you were a little fatigued, you made a navigation mistake that you wouldn't have otherwise made. It, it, it uh, cascading mistakes is a thing. And that, people lose their lot. They they lose their lives. They lose they lose their family members' lives. Like like I really like those stories because I I genuinely think that maybe I'm I'm learning something by watching them and I'll be less likely mm -hmm. to get myself in a stupid scenario like that. you're you're roboting out right now Kyle but I I I'm so not some like an example <laughs> I'm not a total first responder cocksucker like and I mean that by like the guys who fillet them just for being first responders but um I do like them a little bit I am one of like mountaineering first responders are just I really I don't know like semi-heroes Kyle thinks he's telling a story, <laughs> he <laughs> <telling> a story. <laughs> when that motorcycle guy in my group ran off the cliff last night um that was fucking amazing to, to to see those guys come and they they had all their winches and they like secure the motorcycle and they put the guy in that like sled and mm -hmm. pulled him up the hill. Uh, extremely competent. My the people in my group could barely get up and down the hill. It was so steep, and these guys were like billy goats, just walking up and down it like it was flat. I was very impressed. So, so you have respect for the first responders. I do. All. I do. Not not over the top like you know. I, not cops. <laughs> not, 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 not cops. <laughs> not cops. I think cops get filleted way too much already. Uh, it's yeah. Am I using filleted wrong? What, what is no, the one no, that Ramsey did? Ramsey fillet. No, flay. Flay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's not what I'm saying. All right, I have it right. I was afraid I had it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. I just look. Of course, there's good cops. But there's so many bad ones, or ones mm -hmm. that let the bad ones be bad ones. I, yeah, I'm just mad at cops right now. I see yeah, the I, shield, and I think it's shameful. I I do not care for cops uh, either. Yeah, I right. I don't know if I agree. Like they're getting their tires pumped a lot because, like, I see I think just as much like overwhelmingly negative stuff about them as I do positive. Like there's there's no one who's like cops take them or leave them. Like it's just it's people <laughs> would, are like they're murderers or it's like they're heroes, they're soldiers, they're the bravest men alive. But you know when you interact with a cop, it's like oh I'm so sorry, officer. I apologize for my speed. Is there any way you could give me a warning just this one time? God, you look good today, and your yeah. shoes are so shiny. Like like that's the fucking flaying that cops are expecting. Uh, when uh, when they pull you over, and it's what I give them. It's I, I I'll kiss a cop's ass for sure, and I'm an effort to get mm -hmm. out of a, a ticket. But um, they don't deserve. I hate it. I hate it. They don't deserve it. It's they're not helping people very often. No, very often it seems like almost the opposite. Where it's like you're getting off on this, you mm -hmm. dick. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which I imagine, like, because there are good police officers out there. There are. Like, I imagine a lot of them, because, like, you can see across the country, like, how how much cops are dropping off as a profession. Because oh. a lot of people are just, like, like, do you see, like, I think it was Chicago, like, new hires for the Chicago P City PD, like, over from, like, 19, 20, 21, 20, whatever it is. And it's, like, dropped by, like, 90%. 
it's gone from like the hundreds to like how many new people have applied in 2022 it's like uh 41 it's like really 41 in chicago the third biggest city in the country 41 people must be easy to be a cop right now yeah or or not easy because if everybody's quitting it'd be less cops you think you think they'll take me wait wouldn't that be job openings oh i thought you meant like it'd be easier to be like It'd be oh, because like you'd, you'd have to be would have been better yeah, phrasing. It'd be like yeah. you'd have to you'd have to pick up other people's work. Like Someone if you join a company, Smitty about these Chicago opportunities. He could go from crab cop to cop cop. I wouldn't want to be a cop in Chicago. Fuck that. I wouldn't want to be a cop at all. Like I would I would be so easily a- like manipulated by people. They'd be like, please don't give me a ticket. I'm on the way to work in this, and I'm like, God, you're right. That's reasonable. You know, I'd be like your day. <laughs> Officer, look, here's my wife. I just need 20 more bucks <laughs> and then 17 after that. It's like, I, I, all right, I'm going to level with you, sir. I'm on I'm on my dash cam right now. You you critique these next five voices I do for you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and guess what? Somebody's driving home with a couple of laughs and no tickets. So <laughs> it's like, okay, just hold people hostage while I do bad jokes. How long does it take to become a cop? <laughs> like, six, like six weeks, right? right? Full weekend, man. <laughs> how long is like, the police academy let's look like, like, like if you want minutes. to <laughs> like, like if you weeks. just decided on a whim to how long 16 according to the internet oh that is pretty long mm. i mean paid, it's not good right? enough to be well see i was just thinking it would be like, like like what if you just did it on a whim what if you just thought it'd be funny to become a cop for a little while as a bit like like four months isn't even that bad like if you think about it that way like taylor if you got to like show up as a cop and be like look they they just gave me a gun and a badge (laughs) (laughs) like like i didn't even like like, i didn't even try if you were a cop kyle that would be hilarious hilarious. do you have anyone in like your backstory that you'd target if i were right i get yeah, I'm, I'm like, if I was a cop, who would I give tickets to? Like, at first, I thought my friends because it's so funny, well, but mean, that's not actually funny at all. It's actually mean. Are you going to? I mean, if I just became a cop, you know, I'd have my own little jurisdiction. You'd have to make mm-hmm. me some sort of like federal agent if to, to be able to ah, go so, around so and you don't like, have, people you're not I don't like. Home. See, he, uh, <laughs> he's a fellow cop. Uh, in this case, who would, to go who would know how to fight crime better? than a criminal no i would yeah. uh I, I literally thought about that the other day that if i weren't i hope i'm not breaking up i'm not am i you're good you're good no you're working i thought about that the other day that like if i weren't a felon like a funny long-term bit that i didn't tell anybody about would be to become a cop as a gag like, like i really do think that would be fucking hilarious like just to show how like low effort it it is to become one how like non like do it as a side hustle yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make that my Twitch goal. I'll start streaming again and be like, all right, get this many subs and I'll go submit an application to the local PD. <laughs> how about this? How about this? They, if they pay for your, do you have to pay for the police academy to enter or how does I that can't work? imagine I, so. I'm, I feel like that would be that's like pyramid scheme. Paid. I think you are hired as a cop and then they send you to this training on the payroll here's another question yeah. i have if you join a police department oh, and they oh, make i got you it buy your own uniform it, and gun you're in a pyramid scheme <laughs> <laughs> so so then there's the idea of just being deputized right because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I, I believe that i think a sheriff can just say you're a deputy and swear you in like the fucking wild west and it's it's legit right i mean there is some now paperwork. you can arrest people Don't get me wrong 
I have no idea. And yeah. I don't know what deputy's power is. I either. think you just be like, you know how the queen like knights you with a sword? It's 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 no more uh -huh. absurd than that. They just they just make you a deputy. I, I had an American Airlines pilot give me wings when I visited the cockpit as a child. That didn't make me a pilot, though. Like he can hand those wings out to anyone. Yeah. Wow, marinating on that bit of information. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever attempted to board? Have you ever attempted to walk into the cockpit while wearing them? God damn it, Kyle. <laughs> All right, he's back. He's back now. Maybe. He I see I saw his lips. We? I saw his lips go, Am I back? And then nothing came out. And then I heard you say, Where were we? And now it's coming in. What, I, I think Kyle's right. I'm reading this. Sheriffs have power to deputize people, just like forming a posse in the old days. Uh, while deputized, the deputy had all the powers and protections of the sheriff, including the ability to use deadly force to capture a felon. This when is a, the way in. I just need to know a sheriff who could deputize me. I got one that I can or, kill. Then I could kill felons. So we got a lot of listeners. So there was. We, a, we probably got. <laughs> so there, so. Oh, are we hushing for this, Kyle? Yeah. Is this what you hushed me for? I'll, I'll so that we could hear your intermittent voice every once in a while? Did you hush me? I got a crossbow. For your Walmart story <laughs> on your, your Walmart internet connection. It is it, it is unacceptable. I like <laughs> We need to go Xbox days and insult him as if it's his fault his internet connection is so bad <laughs> i like how every once in a while i could just see the frozen kyle go to de dejected frozen kyle yes, head down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like tell a story and then no. yeah. <laughs> you're not back we're only hearing one out of every 10 syllables if that's that. funny though it, it's his, his audio frame rate matches <laughs> his video frame rate <laughs> he's dejected kyle <laughs> Uh, oh, Kyle, this is a bad episode for this. I need to get up every so often. I'm so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot in here. I was banking on Kyle being around for the last hour so I could go downstairs every so often and get reacclimated to a human temperature. So wait, oh. you have downstairs air conditioning? No, it's just it's so much cooler downstairs because it's my, my downstairs. Because of the heat well, Is your window mm -hmm. open? Uh. No, I, well, earlier someone was mowing their lawn out there, and I didn't want to open while people were doing that. Uh, I probably could now. Then I just replaced the heat problem with heat and pollen. Then <laughs> probably because <laughs> it's still fucking oh, hot. Did out. you try the Zyrtec? Remember when we suggested? I did. I did. And it, I keep forgetting to do it daily, but the days I remember, it's much more pleasant. Much, it's like much a better. cumulative sort of. I don't want to call it an SSRI. It's totally different, but it's like yeah, yeah. that in that you want to have it in your system every day. Mm -hmm. I hate this is his new name. <laughs> <laughs> are you what okay, were we Kyle? Talking about? I thought it was interesting. I don't know. I what just you were talking about. I think the story started with hush. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you were gone. Oh, oh, we were talking about becoming a police officer as a gag. Yeah. Um, I can and how you can get Kyle in a debate when he can't. Oh, 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 yeah. I, no, yeah. I was literally looking into this one time. This is uh this has been years and years ago. But there was some other way to get deputized. You would become like some sort of a New Mexico, like I don't know, like like land officer or something like that. But but it came along with the same basic privileges as a deputy, the way the law was written, and you got a badge and a gun. And some people wanted to come to an arrangement. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Matt's friend. Yeah, like Matt's friend. Um, so that's definitely a thing that I think you could like, I think if you had enough like sway that you could definitely make that happen. Isn't that what Steven Seagal did? And somewhere yeah, or another when he became O'Neal Steven too. Seagal lawman. Oh, yeah. You're right about Seagal. I'm right about Shaquille O'Neal. And there's another one. I might be thinking of Seagal. I didn't know Shaq was a cop. Yeah. Or an honorary cop. Yeah. Shaq's there's a UFC fighter. A really cool guy. There's a UFC, UFC fighter, fighter that like regularly fights crime. Uh, it's this black guy. I can't think of his name right now. Is it something? John I can't Jones. think of it. There's been two different scenarios where he stopped robberies and choked oh. uh, guys out and held them for the police till they got there. So John uh, Jones God, has we... done that, but you might be thinking of Kevin Holland or something, something close. I think to it's that. Kevin Holland. Yeah, 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 that guy's awesome. I think he won his last fight. I think it was a couple weekends ago. Is there Did is there a big fight, fight coming up inside the UFC? I didn't. Think uh, so. I don't. Some of the heavyweights are fighting. I for, maybe Chael Sonnen keeps talking about it. I, I. I Jail is taking 30-second points and making nine-minute videos out of them on the regular Chael is now. getting a ton of views. Chael is trying to branch out his brand. You can see him diversifying, trying to make some family mm-hmm. stuff in, trying to make some opinion stuff in that has nothing to do with the UFC, and maybe tangentially create it. He's working on his brand, and it's going well. He does have that lo- that looming court case with you know those half a dozen people he beat the shit out of in that hotel or whatever, he did, mm-hmm. or whatever it is he did. Um, so I don't know what he's, what's going on there, but his YouTube channel, I've watched it grow like really carefully, like his viewership and his upload schedule. Like, like he's raking it in over there. Uh, he definitely have watched multiple. I'm a, I'm a huge jail fan. I'm a huge jail fan. There was a period of time, maybe three years ago. I could have told you I've watched almost everything he's ever said, you know, all the ESPN YouTube. Like I just watched all the jail content that existed. And now like, He'll have an alluring title. I click on the video and it's like, you know, whatever. Is Kyle going to jump to the third stair this weekend? That's not a nine minute topic. It's kind of a yes or a no. You know, like, like that's what are we doing here? Tell me something about your insight on this jumping feat. I want to know more, but you wax philosophical for nine minutes, 12 minutes on a yes, no question. And uh, you're losing me. It's just too much. Yeah, he's. He's just trying to keep up with his uh, upload schedule. He's got he's got some yeah. someone telling him how many to upload, and he's killing it. And you see DC trying to catch up, so it's uh, it's it's fun to watch that game get played out. Yeah, those guys trans uh, transcending from uh, traditional media to like into the YouTube space and and doing it pretty slickly with the help of the UFC, UFC and ESPN, of course. Uh, it's A nice to have that like that whole incestuous situ- situation where they can cross promote, um, you know, from brand to brand and everything. UFC's cool that way. They don't seem to be too stuck up about stuff like that. Like, like I feel like they have their friends, you know, like Daniel mm-hmm, Cormier, Bill Sonnen. They're in Dana White's Joe Rogan. races. Joe Rogan. Yeah, sure. I feel like Joe Rogan can do no wrong. I, I feel like, like like Dana White recognizes that Joe Rogan brings to like. I don't even like it as much if Joe Rogan's not there. I really dig him. I really I do. I always agree. have. I felt like that mm, too. You don't anymore. No, I think some of the other people have gotten as good or better at fight analysis. D- DC's <laughs> DC is only good, in my opinion, in very uh, specific wrestling engagements. Like, like he's got that's his that's his real knowledge base. But anything else, mm-hmm. he's not great at his job. I don't think. 
Uh, I think Dominic Cruz is pretty fun, and I really do like uh, Michael Bisping. Um, yeah, I think Michael Bisping is a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I agree with all that. I'm trying to remember who the other ones even are. Paul Daly, I don't like. He's terrible. They always pull him in like between rounds. How's your scorecard? And he never has anything interesting or insightful to add. Is he the black guy? Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, that's him, right? Him. Yeah, yeah he, he's bad. I. I I didn't recognize him before he they, they added him to the crew whenever I don't know months back. Uh, I don't know what his back is his background in fighting or is he like an ESPN talking head? He's yeah, he's a fighter. He's a good fighter for a while. Oh. Oh well shit. Well, he's terrible on the microphone. They should fire him. Yes, <laughs> it is a microphone based job. He's no longer hitting anyone. This UFC yeah. two seventy six is huge. It's July second, so it's this weekend. Two title fights, Adesanya versus Cannoneer. Ooh, that's huge. versus Holloway. Probably Holloway's... Volonovsky versus Holloway is interesting because I think the first time they fought... I'm making up numbers, but I'll call it like 40% of people thought Holloway won, 60 thought Volkanovsky won, and, uh, you know, so a lot of people thought it was wrong, but it wasn't crazy. The next one, kind of the opposite. Most people thought Holloway won, but the judges said... Volonovsky did. This is his third time at the same fighter. If I have my facts right, which is rare. You don't usually get three cracks at this. The judges have stolen like the won. fight. Yeah. The judges have Once stolen the fucking belt from the champion twice in a goddamn row. I don't. Yep. Even, everybody in the media wants to suck Volkanovsky's little dick for some goddamn <laughs> reason. All right, Max Holloway is a bad motherfucker. He True. wanted to fight Khabib. Remember when he wanted to step in and fight Khabib? He wanted to fight DC. Uh, <laughs> he was the 145 pound champion and he wanted to step up and fight Khabib at 155, but he couldn't. You know why? Because he couldn't cut enough weight. That's how big he walks around. He, he, <laughs> that's, he beat, true. that's true story. He beat Volkanovsky both times. It was a tragedy both times. And I would bet a lot of money uh, with anybody here. Maybe I don't care to go online and gamble. I don't care that much, but that Max wins this third one. And then they got to run it back again. That's the problem, right? Because Volkanovski has to get his shot right back at the title. You have to do the quadrilogy. Uh, yeah, shit. If the guy won <laughs> two already, you really need to do like a best of six, best of five or seven, to be fair. And and then, like, to be fair, that whole division mm-hmm. is fucking held up forever because they've got two alphas at the top just sparring back and forth over and over. I wish that right? they would... One Who's of them the... needs to die or move up. Or age. <laughs> You know, I, yeah. I think Holloway might age. I think he, so. Max Holloway has been in some of the biggest fights there are. He's taken a ton, a ton, a ton of shots to the chin, and he's known for having a, a you know a blockhead that doesn't get hurt. And uh, I, somehow that seems common in Hawaii. That that Hawaii yeah. and Mexico, you punch these guys in the chin, and it doesn't seem to bother them somehow. But uh, uh, eventually, chins break. You know, all this granite oh, the, crumbles. Uh, yeah, that's a weird thing. Uh, my my little theory on it, and it's based on a documentary I watched once the, about CTE, I think. And it's I talk about I've talked about it before that gel layer between mm-hmm. your skull and your brain that's like your little cushioning. I think that that gets um, like degrades from concussions over time, and and you get less shock absorption. So each um, 
um, concussion after each concussion is worse than the last one, right? Because it's doing more damage. You have less shock absorption. And I think that's what, what it really means when someone doesn't have a chin anymore in boxing, when this guy was just eating that shot for years. And then suddenly that shot that he ate hundreds of times before, and now he can't eat it. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's why he ate it a hundred fucking times. Hey, that's and all he could take. Jelly's gone. That's it. Yeah. Jelly's gone. So <laughs> Oh, I just remembered I had a gummy. I'm starting to get <laughs> I'm oh, like, what is yeah. happening here? I, oh, I, I hope legit... we lag out. <laughs> I forgot all about the gummy. Feel, like it is feeling come. <laughs> just know you ate more than we wanted you to. What? I thought I I thought I, I smashed these instructions. It's gonna be fine, oh. I felt like you ate where the dick was. Maybe I did. It just seemed like so little. Pretty, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Nah. Hmm. I know. That's it's hard to illustrate that point effectively enough because you look at it and you're like, no way. Right? No way. Yeah. But I, I'm telling you, I ate three of them when I first got them, and it was such a nightmare. Am I lagging? Tell me I'm not lagging. It, One, uh, two, your audio three. seems Did fine. that work? Yeah, well, so your audio is a little Am behind, I in sync? Mine, but that's workable. Like one, two, no. three. No, actually, just okay. then you were, and now you're frozen. So you effectively don't have a your camera's freezing and your audio is working mostly. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> I'm really hoping it's a thunderstorm. I'm gonna try a, a completely different ISP tomorrow. I'm going to uh, call someone else and get some quotes from them, and maybe just sidestep this whole thing. So, do you live in a neighborhood with lots of houses? Yeah. As opposed to a field. Shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. 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 Huh. Maybe, maybe the will be competition. If you live in a field, as you probably know, like <laughs> there was one person willing to go out there. That's it. Typically. Yeah. I did bet. Um, I unloaded the motorcycle today and I went backwards this time because the ramp was a lot steeper. And, uh -huh. and it went pretty smoothly. That wasn't a big deal, I guess. I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but it, it seemed intimidating to do it the first so, time every time you never drop the bike no oh that's great that's great no, i haven't uh, dropped the bike since that first day you've only fell once ever yeah yeah that was terrifying those are rookie numbers kyle you gotta pop I, up those doors. See, see you're pushing see you're pushing the limit you're taking it to the limit you're walking the <laughs> razor's edge over there all right I'm cruising down the highway and taking it easy. I, oh, poor Taylor. <laughs> poor Taylor. I bet that feels amazing. It feels so good. <laughs> can you imagine? So it, can, can you imagine how good it would feel if you get like a whole one up your ass, like like getting oh. inside the part where it was going in? I wouldn't care if it was. Imagine that. I, mean, I have I, no idea what yeah. it's like to put a can up my ass. I, I would not care if it was barbed. Like I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would sit on it. It is. It's and, I, and if I hold this to my head any longer, they're gonna to be too hot to drink. Taylor, while you left, the uh, you know what you could do is an ice water enema. In. <laughs> <laughs> Your gummy kicked in while I left. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say because like as yeah. you were leaving, Kyle, I, I was like, like, oh my god, if I lag out, I was like, if me. I lag out, it's hot, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, funny. Yeah, I was as you were gone, Kyle. I was thinking like, oh no, that's gonna kick in soon, and it might make him quiet. But also, I was thinking like. When you're in show mode, when you're in talk mode with weed, like it, it's going to get depressed some. And so I was like, I think a, it's going to be after the show when Woody's mellowed out that he's like, oh, 
okay, now that I'm not like on guard, like performing, mm-hmm. it's gonna gonna sink in and, and you'll relax. But how how's that amount treating you? How are you doing? Yeah, it's more than I expected because I had the ones that I had taken before were thirty fives, so I would mm-hmm. eat a quarter of it, or sometimes even a half. By this math, what did I eat? Like fifteen? So put it so much more than like the quarter of thirty-five, which is, I guess yeah. twelve. I, you knows. you ate shins down, like you, you <laughs> didn't you, you didn't just go feet. You ate a little. Uh, yeah, probably. I would get Zach. That's probably right. He ate about a fifth of it, probably twenty milligrams. Not not anything yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. I thought I thought you ate like not. Only the little the little feet, the little nubs there, but I thought maybe you got it some of where the dick would have normally been if you know it was an anatomically correct gummy bear, which you have to pay extra for for some reason. Hey, tell them that, Taylor. Tell them we'd like some some gummy dicks. Like, I mean, I, do, I like, bet they PK. can do it. Let but it shouldn't be just you know, more gummy. I want it to be a little jewel of some sort. <laughs> a little, <laughs> little drop of sugar right there. I think they taste good. I like that. I like I'm not all saying they don't taste good. Actually, the watermelon tastes good anyway. It's the only one I've tried, but uh, um, just to, I'm, I'm really the, <laughs> the the way this dick works. It should be like a shiny piece of sugar. It's not that they don't taste good. It's that the it's decorative. I believe you believe that makes sense. <laughs> I, I want you to feel safe and comforted having those thoughts. Yes. <laughs> and loved. Uh, <laughs> Taylor, I feel so, so sorry for you, man. It's a little hot here. Um, I've had the air conditioner all, all, on all day on 65 degrees. And uh, it's 67 in here. So it's but outside, it's so fuck. The inside humidity is fifty percent. Outside, I think it's a hundred percent. So I think humid. it's just. I think it's just water out there. I think it's it's so goddamn humid here. It rained every day of my move, and then it would stop, and the sun would bake the rain, so yeah. you couldn't even sweat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. It was so disgusting. Humidity sucks. Yeah. 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 This is this is horrible. I cannot wait until I have AC again. Just I you realize you. what a bitch we are, like with all of our modern technology. Like, if I didn't, if I had to go the rest of my life without AC, like I, I'd have to move to like Edmonton or something. Like I'd yeah. have to live there. I would because this is it, it sucks. If, if someone snapped their fingers and made air conditioning go away, I, I agree with you. I would move to a climate that like had you know in the summers that it was sixty five degrees or seventy degrees, and the winters were brutal. Or I'd just be a snowbird, like 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 make that work somehow. I don't want to be seen, disgusting uh, all the time. No, no one does. You, in in the humidity, like <laughs> your eyebrows, you look like Nicholson for a split second. <laughs> you did like a Nicholson wrinkly eyebrow thing. <laughs> it's getting pretty high. <laughs> no, how how do you do Nicholson? What does Jack Nicholson sound like? Do a Jack Nicholson real quick, Kyle. Honey. Darling, light of my life. <laughs> That's where it I'm is. not gonna hurt you. I'm gonna bash your brains in. I love that scene. I, I, I I'm it not gonna over. hurt you. I'm gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna so expressive. Like the, is that like the Randy Savage Macho, Macho Nicholson? 
that no that would i'm writing a book in this place and it's gonna be the all work and no play makes johnny a dull boy Oh, that would that would be a yeah, better if move. anybody wants to see a if you, if anyone's ne- not going to see The Shining for some reason, just uh, search on YouTube for uh, The Shining staircase scene, and uh, that's that might be my favorite scene from the movie because because he's backing her up the the staircase and she's swinging that bat and she's just terrified of him. Stay back, stay back, <laughs> and he is not afraid. And he's just telling her he's going to murder her as he takes these like maniacal steps up the. Uh, and making like jazz hands, yeah. <laughs> making these crazy expressions, and like just trying to spook her and terrorize her as much as he can because he's crazed. Love that scene. That's I'm, one. I'm just gonna I think keep that doing. is my favorite movie. That is a great film. I like it a lot. I wish I need to watch some of Jack Nicholson. Find out what he sounds. I know he doesn't sound like Stone Cold or not Stone Cold. Whoever the fuck I was doing. No, Randy um, Have you seen the Randy Departed? Savage. Have you seen the Departed? Yes. Yeah, I have seen that. Okay. And in the beginning um, is when he's like. You know, you it, well, there's like Town? seven racial slurs in all in his initial monologue, but he's like, yeah. back in the day, there were Italians and Irish and all the rest I didn't care for. And it's like him, like <laughs> going through that. Back in the yeah. day, we had real head head hitter something. Like we, I remember that he said back in the day, and then talked about all his gang involvement. I have not seen that movie in ten years. So I have. I have three Jack Nicholson recommendations. They're all masterpieces. There is As Good As It Gets. That's uh, older Jack Nicholson, but still sexy enough to fuck Helen Hunt, apparently. So that's good enough. Uh, he's got OCD, and he makes friends with a little dog. It's really cute and lovable. It's on Netflix. <laughs> the other is yeah. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I only watched it once, Seen and it, it made me cry my eyes out because it, the ending is really rough. Um, but it's Jack Nicholson in an insane asylum with a great cast of like fellow inmates or patients and nurse ratchet being like one of the all-time great villains and then the other one is chinatown that's one of his earlier films young jack nicholson um la noir uh detective story that that like he thinks Mm -hmm. he's investigating uh uh, impropriety in a marriage um you know like the uh, but but suddenly it becomes this becomes this much bigger um story that's a big conspiracy and he's and then like he keeps digging into it more and more and there's a beautiful woman that he's trying to like woo and at the same time save and uh, kind of a classic story i think it's black and white very good very good that'll get your jack nicholson impression down perfectly okay you get all three phases of nicholson all three phases of nicholson what the hell does that fucker i know he doesn't ah, damn it now i'm just down now i'm out now i'm, now I'm, now I'm not doing anyone you want to hear a nicholson story i i heard a, a true story about jack nicholson um, um relayed from a woman to a woman and then said on a talk show um but she said <laughs> that in the middle in the middle of voracious love making that had already gone on for at least an hour he left the bedroom mid-coitus went to the kitchen and consumed an entire apple pie before returning and continuing to make love. <laughs> and some, sometimes people do stuff and you, it just <laughs> makes you be like, we're on, we're the same page kind of guys. Like <laughs> that's, that, that, what's better than that? A little snack in the middle. What's wrong? You know, you're not eating it in the oh. bed, not being rude. That's true. You're being a little rude. He just needed to carbo load. Okay. You know, like, like he needed a little more yeah. energy, needed to get back at it. Uh, obviously, the original Batman. He he plays the Joker, and he's tremendous there too. Nicholson is is an amazing actor. Uh, he's had just such a super career. The Cuckoo's Nest is. I have only seen that once, and it was like only maybe two years ago that I saw it. 
that was a tremendous movie. And I didn't even know that Danny DeVito was in it. Like young Danny DeVito Lloyd. being like, we've been me. talking about Jack Nicholson the whole time I was gone. We are talking goddamn about right. movies. See, this that is called time dilation. The word for today is time <laughs> dilation. Woody's no, only was gone for a, a while. minute and a half. He's gone for a while. Yeah, he, was, he was gone for 95 seconds. 90 <laughs> seconds. Uh, was, was it? Because I thought it was really long. Too long. <laughs> no. I, can't, no. I can't believe it's still going. This is like a personal <laughs> record. I had a PR today. <laughs> no, anyway. You were gone for such a short period of time. <laughs> we were just about really to transition thought. to Sean Connery. Which is an accent uh, we have a yeah. much firmer grasp on. So, do you want a um, PKA question? A Patreon sure. question? Yes, sir. Yeah, well, let's... I love those. Patreon.com slash PKA. 10 bucks for the questions. The questions you want look, answered, as long as they're good. And, and look, if you're going to ask a question, here, let me give you some tips. Okay. So, mm. sometimes you guys say something like, and please do join the Patreon. I like answering your questions when they're good. I try not to dog you guys because it seems so shitty that you guys have joined the patron. You've utilized your ability to ask me this $10 question for me to come on and say that you look like an idiot the way you write and that you didn't give me enough information to give you a real fucking answer. And it may, it's tremendously frustrating that you're so stupid. That would be shitty of me to say, because again, yeah, that right. so, he'd never. <laughs> so he'd never, so he never, I wouldn't, I would never say that, but for the sake of your question being answered properly, the benefit of me not getting angry at like words on a screen Here's some tips. Let's say you've got relationship trouble. Give me the full backstory. Go. We like it. We like tons of information, paragraphs, multiple paragraphs. That's another thing. If you didn't do so well in English, get a friend to come and help with this. It'll be a laugh. Okay. Cause some of these aren't written so well. I mean, just, just run on sentences. All right. <laughs> lots of misspellings. Y'all don't have spell. Correct. Like, what is this? It's we. Anyway. they're busy men. They're in a hurry. What I'm saying is if you're going to ask a $10 question, make it count. Like, I want to answer your good questions, not – I mean, some of y'all aren't right. No, the, the details thing is right. I read like, all I, the they're questions. They're probably thinking, like, oh, they don't, they don't want to do, like, too much details. No, if you're, if you're doing – like, more details is better because then there's more to fucking riff off of. Absolutely. <laughs> just, that's, or that's or we thing. know how yeah. to judge if your girlfriend's cheating on you or if she's just, like, I don't know, sleepy. Like, give me all the information so that we can judge those questions. I like those questions in particular when someone's like, I don't know what's going on. My girlfriend's been doing this, that, and the other. My roommate acts like nothing's going on. I've seen them talking behind my back. And so, like, okay, well, they're planning a birthday party or they're fucking. It's one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I like to get all the information. Oh, okay. I want to I change gears a little bit, but I don't want to, like, leave where we are. Yeah, let's do the question first. <laughs> I was like, this might be time dilation, but I think I mentioned actually. No, no, I'm real high too. You 35 <laughs> minutes ago. This is basically a stone <laughs> like, episode. Like, 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 I'm real high too. This thing is much stronger than I thought it was going to be. And They I, and say I, I interrupt, but how long fair, I'm the only been? one who's not stoned. That wasn't interruption. That was help. That was instruction for them so they can ask better hmm. questions. Right. It, I kind of want to interrupt uh, you like one more definitely time. Definitely not an interruption at all. Hypothetically, if you guys were 20 years old and uncircumcised, would you get the surgery or stay floppy? Not if Kyle. it didn't cause a problem. All right. A 100. All right. If you're asking our personal opinions, uh, I will always go back to this. There are no women that I'm aware of that have an issue with a circumcised penis. There are, however, women who have an issue with a circumcised penis. 
And therefore, I will bend to the will of the small chance that I'll ever be about to fuck a woman. And she would say, ew, I don't like that. If there's a 1% chance that could happen, okay? And maybe, look, if you're the type then of guy who... it happens who, to Kyle maybe, four times a year. Yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> what I, and, and, like, think about it this way. Like, like, maybe you're not the kind of guy who gets a lot of opportunities like, like maybe like oh it's been i've been looking for a girl for six months finally i found one and she says no like are you gonna risk that like no i would absolutely 100 recommend it, uh get, getting circumcised because of everything i just said it's as simple no, as that that's... and yes it will hurt yes it will hurt it will hurt tremendously i have a friend who um performed one uh Bobbity performed a, a circumcision i think on like an adult man oh and i thought you were gonna say himself it was either that or he we knew someone who had, had it done. He had like firsthand <laughs> information about the healing process. And apparently it's so the worst part is you wake up and you have like morning wood and then it stretches out that area where there is no skin on your penis. And it's very painful. Uh, don't, that's don't uh, really, that might cure the morning wood, too. Yeah, through no. agony. If you have somebody stick a, a, a thumbtack under your toenail, you also won't have an erection. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, go. I'm thinking ahead. No, Kyle, well, you're, think so, I'm high, but I'm you're, fine. you're so wrong, Kyle. First of all, I'll say that willingly, for no reason, genitally mutilating yourself for the prospective opinion well, of a woman Let's address your first insult that you've delivered here. You said that I'm so wrong. What about what I said was wrong? Point out the, the part of my argument that was wrong. Yeah, yeah. The part where you said cut off part of your penis to appease a potential fictitious woman so in your yeah, that opinion is the most, that's, that is that, the that's most that you thing that you do, should cut off part of your penis wrong. for the pledge that is dude that that is the most beta shit you've ever said in your life oh, so you, you do agree that everything i said is factually correct cut off so the tip you do of your agree penis that everything i said is, taylor do you agree that everything i said is factually accurate have you ever been turned down or heard of anyone being turned down for you're being not going to answer that question are you you're going to treat like one of those politicians you're not going to answer it. Everything no, it, said is factually I, accurate, isn't it? It is not factual. It is, a, dancing, it is a construction. You're if you, if you want me to, Everybody how about you let me dancing. keep talking? You're how about you? No, what, what, what people are actually seeing is a functional retard trying to have a conversation with his friend, Kyle. And <laughs> <laughs> see, he slipped a joke in there. And <laughs> so basically, I'm saying that you are inventing a scenario in which this will happen. There could be a woman out there who would turn you down for being uncircumcised. If this guy does not have an issue with his dick skin, like if his dick skin is too tight and his dick isn't getting hard, obviously you need to get that taken care of. But if it's a purely aesthetic thing, don't willingly remove billions of nerve endings and make sex less pleasurable for yourself because of Kyle's made-up scenario of a woman maybe someday potentially turning you down. All right, so uh, I mean that, that seems like more of a self-control thing for you than well, the see, average guy, but like, and, and and I love that your qualifying question was, have you ever have you ever heard of someone getting turned down? First of all, I, why would anyone ever admit that that happened? If you had an it answer, would you would have said yes. You life. would have said yes, you floundering idiot. I know of women who have turned guys down, and 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 you're imagining oh, is that we're doing? Is, we is that we're doing? Lying hour. <laughs> you're imagining forgive me you're imagining a scenario though where like a man and a woman get in a bedroom and she sees his dick and she turns him down i think that's rare because that would be like super that's what you said it's like man we got that's it that's that's but explicitly what, the scenario you laid out and now you're saying that it's so rare as to be infinitesimal let me explain okay what i'm talking about is a 
is a is a sneaky kind of way of, of letting the uh, the uncut man to the side. It's as soon as she sees a picture of his dick, maybe she 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 just that's when it stops. It, it, it's gonna stop when she see if she gets a picture of his dick on her phone. There's no way. There's no way that there's a, that five ten percent of women I would say turn. We need talk. All right, uncircumcised men, you're the ones to answer the question because we we are clearly talking about something we don't really know yeah, about. We're I the admit minority. That I cannot speak. I admit that I cannot speak to how, what, how high the percentage of, uh, of uh, women that just won't fuck a guy who's uncut is. I, but I can what definitely the hell? say. You were an expert a few minutes ago. <laughs> so a few minutes ago, you had stats, pages, <laughs> documents, charts. My she God. Says, stats. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me, It's Taylor, a cosmetic the, surgery. The, the issue you guys is are going on and on Anything and on. greater it's... than zero is a problem. If there is one vagina on the planet that will will not allow your uncut cock, then you should get that shit cut off, all right? If there was a group of women that just didn't Absolute fuck, cuckery. Like, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? We're going to stop wearing I draw it at cutting my too. dick skin off voluntarily shit in for the no reason. You're shit in the woods like a real gorilla man. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not that attached no. to my dick <laughs> skin. Like Taylor, dick skin Taylor it's the dick skin that's in need of cosmetic <laughs> surgery. That's the part you're talking about losing. It's like, I will uh, not have lipo. Yeah, you didn't you, want you, that you part guys of are you. Just, you guys are just Captain Cope on this of like, well, and you, you don't need all those extra this. nerve endings. Yeah, those there's, nerve endings would be fucking tight, dude. Those would be awesome. Oh, Feel really? That. Is nerve endings How where the know, orgasm maybe? comes from? No. Yes. Nerve oh, yeah. Endings. Literally, yes. Yeah, no, I can never <laughs> come fast enough, <laughs> no. Taylor. I wish I had more. I wish my cock was more sensitive so I could come just a little <laughs> bit faster. That would make my world so much better. No, so so go in there and cut off your dick skin because of a... You're an idiot. You've been made a fool. You've been found wanting, and I'll have no more of this. Let's let's Everyone let the audience decide. Let's let the audience let's decide because decide willingly cutting off the, a piece of your penis for the for the for the opinion of a made up woman is the most beta <laughs> bitch shit I've ever heard of. Most beta bitch be. shit. Taylor, I I might be Cut getting cosmetic surgery because I like the way I look. That, that I want to like I what, what I see I, when I'm in the mirror. That's why I get circumcised. Keep your dick skin, brother. Stay strong. <laughs> Taylor, you only see half of my shirtless photos that I take. The other half <laughs> needs circumcision. <laughs> no, don't get rid of extra nerve endings, man. Enjoy yeah. enjoy additional pleasure. Like that seems like the obvious response. Maximizing pleasure. Yeah, enjoy wiping your yeah, enjoy wiping your cock, you weirdo. Wiping <laughs> my cock? What are you talking about? Yeah, you know. You know, fish takes uh, to the bathroom. He takes a bottle of water and some tissue to to like handle that that thing he's got down there. You said that that was not a, an uncircumcised thing. That was like an Arab thing, like that. I know fish said that, right? Yeah, I choose yeah. Kyle's version because it's funnier. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I, that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I was trying to slip that. One. I was trying to slip that one in. <laughs> well, I wanted to be fair. I also, to fish. Like, um, yeah, yeah. It's it. I guess that's fair. Um, he said there no, was like I a code. There's like, a oh, if you ever see a, a bottle of Dawn and some napkins on, by the toilet, then, then you'll know what Arabic was there. Whatever the yes. fucking a bottle of water. It, <laughs> yeah, a bottle of water. Like, you ever a see a bottle of, of Sunny in a bathroom? Yeah, yeah, sure. It was a bottle of water, so they could like wet their dick and like blot it dry. That is that is bizarre. And, it, and, and like I got to admit, like like. Bat is a clean penis, all right? If every time you piss, you're pouring water on the head of your dick and then blotting it dry, he's got the cleanest cock it down. That is cleaner than the other methods, it has to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll shake that thing a few times, and it's going back in there. I mean, I just blow on it. I go, 
In fairness, I think my lick it clean method's better than his water blotting method. Yeah. No oh, suction in his method. <laughs> Jackie, I'm really? pissing. <laughs> you assume there's someone else involved. You don't think all this gym work? I have no flexibility. Uh, underestimating your flexibility. I'm doing core, 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 core day. <laughs> oh, core, 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 core. Oh, I've got, a, uh, I've got a high ceiling. I can't wait for a shot. i got a high ceiling here. I think the ceiling is 18, maybe 20 feet. Really? Are you talking about a swing? I'm, put, I'm putting a climbing rope. Oh, I don't know why. It's I'm going to be, be a sex swing involved. No, I, I've, uh, I, I, I just bolt that to like an eight-foot ceiling. I got a little latch thing. You As I process it, I don't know why you'd want your sex swing from an 18-foot ceiling. So I, you'd be chasing her around. Right. The, the... <laughs> Hang on. Like hoist her up. <laughs> like, like a mainsail. <laughs> Rider like you're going from um, one fucking no, I, uh, pirate I ship to the next. I want to throw like a two or three-inch climbing rope up, uh, up there. But I need a way to like get it out of the way because I'm not going to be the kind of barbarian that just has a fucking rope hanging from the middle of the ceiling. Right. Cause that's insane. But if there was a way that I could like pull another string and like coil it up, up there, like out of the way and out of sight, I really want to like climb to the top of that ceiling and then fucking slide down and shit. It'd be a tremendous workout. Dude. Climb into an 18 foot ceiling. I would like that workout. That'd be, that'd I was the, I was more impressed than uh, I, I've rarely been so impressed as I was that time that you climbed up that rope in Arkansas. <laughs> I, like, I remember that thing was tall too. It was like 40 feet and someone had just failed before us. Right. Like, like if I recall correctly and I'm a little high, like there was a fit person that couldn't do it. And I was like, I think I can do this, but I'm a rope climber. Am I good? Oh. One, two, three. Yeah, nightmare. Woody and I like split off from the group. We were like, I don't know, taking a break or something from learning how C4 worked. And uh, I don't know how it like came up, but I, pr I probably said something like, oh, oh, I could never climb that. And Woody was like, oh, that's easy. I was like, what? You can climb that? Oh, yeah. And he just like went up it like fucking a monkey. And I've never seen anyone <laughs> climb a fucking rope before like that. So it was uh, it was pretty awesome. I was like, I was like, that's I there's no way I can climb that rope like that. <laughs> I don't remember if Kyle climbed it, but but yeah, I did I, not I, climb it. No, there was like a low key part of me that wondered if that athletic ability had been stolen from me when I wasn't looking, because that happens as you get older. You know, it's suddenly being able to do front handsprings is a thing you obviously know how to do, and then it, it becomes not true. And uh, I was like, I wonder if I can still climb rope. I see a giant rope there; it was really tall, but I didn't lose that. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that was tremendous. That's been a uh, that's been a long time ago, like seven, eight years ago at least. Isn't that crazy? Shit. Yeah, yeah, time just fucking gets away from you. It's wild. Um, I remember uh, it wasn't <laughs> when. Oh, I never told you this. This is funny. Um, when when you and I went to see Joe, I was stoned the whole time. <laughs> Which time to see Joe? Probably. The wedding when we drove when we drove up there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was I was I was high the whole time, the whole time. I didn't want to like bug you with it or like I felt like maybe how did you, you even was do that? We you. shared a hotel room. 
I was smoking in gas station bathrooms. <laughs> I was smoking in gas station bathrooms. That's Hiding, hilarious. Like, like what is your dad? He's gonna get you in trouble. <laughs> like, well, like I didn't want him to like. I felt like him knowing would like put him in a position where he would then have to lie from me potentially, and it would be better if he could just mm. actually be ignorant of the fact that I had marijuana. So if a cop was That's like, fair. "Did you know he had weed?" It'd be great if he could honestly say no and like not even mm-hmm. make Woody lie and tell a lie for me potentially. So like that was a bit of it. Yeah. Um. And then sure. you know, not wanting to like, I knew he didn't want to get high, so it's not like I was being greedy or anything. And like Woody had to stay up all night the night before our trip to do videos to keep up with his schedule, so he wasn't a great riding partner. So after I saw <laughs> that, the next time we stopped for gas, I blazed up. <laughs> 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 and uh, and like every stop after that, that, I had a. Ch- I don't know what that is. I had a chillum <laughs> and a bag of ground weed, and I would just go in the bathroom and load that thing up and hit it like five times as fast as I could, blowing the the smoke into the vent. And then I'd run out to the truck and get it, and we'd take off. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that in movie that, theater bathrooms. <laughs> that was the. That's probably what contributed to us getting lost in Delaware on the way back. You blamed it all on me. <laughs> but it was Kyle blitzed out of his mind. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean to blame it on uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. All roads lead to Rome. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't remember what happened. I'm just thinking that maybe the marijuana I could to do it somehow because I I probably touched the navigation and fucked it up. That's probably what happened. But God, there shouldn't just be one button that fucks everything up. And apparently there was, and it sent us to Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember we, we had the like, Delaware key. <laughs> two different ideas on like where to go and what to do. And we clearly agreed on one, and the GPS was clearly set to the other. And I, I don't know how it happened. but I, I, It's probably uh, my fault. Um but uh, we got home eventually. I'll tell you what the worst part. I'll tell you how fed up I was, like with how long that drive had gotten. Not with you, but just the drive in general. Um, I left you at your house, and it was like four in the morning, four thirty in the morning, something mm-hmm. like that, in 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 um, Apex. And, and uh, I I leave your house, bid farewell. I'm on the interstate highway, right, two lanes one way with a median, and I hear Woody's phone start ringing in my floorboard and i look down and there it is and i pick it up and it's jackie <laughs> there her lovely face is I was like, i'm on the way <laughs> i literally stopped in the middle of the interstate went across the median and just went back the other way i didn't i didn't have time for exits i just i just mm. made a u-turn through the median and went back and got him. I uh, got him his phone. Sorry about that. I didn't make it home that night. Mistake no, it doesn't matter. That was a fun trip. I didn't make it home that night. I think I made story. it to South Carolina. Oh, that was that was one of the more intense drives I think I've ever been on. I've been on some silly road trips, but that traffic was brutal. Out west, there's a lot of stretches that go on forever, and it's smooth. New Jersey smelled bad in both directions. Now Kyle thinks it always smells like that forever. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. Didn't represent. I'm sure. And not many states, to be fair, look beautiful from the interstate. You know, you've usually got to get off into them and explore a bit to see the cool stuff. 
but man, does New Jersey look terrible from the interstate. It's like industrial plants with that steam coming out of them and, yep. and like, like, like smokestacks burning and like soap factories and shit. Like, like it's rough. <laughs> it's, it's rough stuff. Texas is kind of cool with the refineries. When you drive past a refinery, it, you don't think industrial waste or low class. You think that's where the juice comes from. That's the good stuff. They're like burn. They burn the exhaust. And so they've got that continuous flame uh, burning from the smokestacks. It looks cool. You okay His there? Death you, by you, you gummy did. shit hits different. If that was 20 milligrams, <laughs> why is this the highest I've ever been? <laughs> it's real deal. See, we're not fooling folks. It's good for people. It's good for people at home that they saw this. Start very this shit small is like amount. truth serum too. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> this gets you lit. Yeah, it's high quality stuff. Code PKA20 for 20% off, folks. Speaking of or well, not speaking of this, uh is there so all of the all my monitors the color is dimming and my computer sounds like it's about to take off like my <laughs> pc that can't it's be good it's right warm yeah. it's i just i touch the side of it hot 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 to the touch uh, is that gonna fuck up my pc long term? we've only got 14 more minutes so hopefully no, it doesn't not long term i would okay. i bet it's fine do you it's have good. any ice water <laughs> Such a fucking, that you could no no, I, I don't have ice water that you, I. You've can, heard of uh, water cooled PCs before, right? So you you just you want to you want to pour that over the, uh, uh, the GPU and it'll it'll cool things right down. <laughs> okay, I'll give that. Yeah. A go. If you anybody know who's listening, if <laughs> a hose works good, but but you know if you take a little <laughs> squirt bottle or uh, or anything, anybody who's listening, you ever have those overheating? I mean, everybody's heard of water cooled PCs. You just do it. People don't want to do. I it. have heard of it. I don't have one though. But this Some this is the loudest I've heard this. Damage their PC. I'm surprised it's not coming through the fucking. Yeah, well, I mean, shit is I mean, of course, if you get the water on any electrical components, that would be catastrophic. But, but if you, the water will be great for cooling everything down. Okay, I'll give that a go, and then next week I'll be doing the show from a from a yeah. laptop. <laughs> Probably <laughs> makes uh, perfect sense. I, this shit just Tarkov oh, wiped. <laughs> Tarkov wiped today. I think. It's so hot. Maybe, maybe yesterday. <laughs> it's so hot. This is Man, this is physically you know, the least comfortable I've ever been in the show. This is I've I've been trying to be a good sport. I'm so <laughs> hot. I'm so sweaty. I'm so hot. It's it's well over hundred degrees. You sweated through that shirt. You sweated through that shirt two fucking hours ago. It is not a black shirt. It is <laughs> it, it is wet. I could wring this out afterward. I'm out of ice in my ice Taylor. machine. Taylor, Taylor, let's do a so bit. Much. Let's do a bit. So, so go, go change shirts, but bring that shirt back and wring it out into a glass. No, I'm embarrassed. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, no, all right, it's fine. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Your underwear then. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, that would be disgusting. Like. I'm I'm sitting in ball soup right now. My have you ever been so sweaty that your calves are just dripping? Like you're oh like just, in in a, in a sitting in a like obviously like, when you when you've played sports like you get that sweaty, <laughs> but I've never in a solitary you know static position gotten this sweaty ever. And I'm it's so worse sorry. than outside because there's because my motor's out. There's no airflow. It's so thick in here. It's so it's so yeah. I could grab the air. It's so fucking thick. Oh man. 
Come on, 11 and a half minutes. Come on. <laughs> I love this. So, so you've got, we've got me with my internet fucking killing me. Woody's high as fuck. And, <laughs> and, 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 you, and you just drenched in sweat. I really like this show. This has been a great <laughs> show. I, I wish that I hadn't had those interruptions because I've had just a blast and I, I, I've enjoyed Matt. Um, I, I hate yeah, that great. you're in, you know, insufferable down there, or not insufferable. If you're that you're uh, suffering down there, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're a little insufferable. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I just forget the debate part. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, and I, I like that Woody got high as fuck because he ate the dick. I, I, I watched yeah, him eat the I dick, did. and I was like, ah. I still. Oh, can I can I see it? Can I see the? Um, Let me see. I need I need evidence. I bet it maybe it was even almost a third of it the eight, which would be like I don't think so. I remember or being maybe, maybe less. So much less. Taylor, how much money would I have to pay you to crawl into a sleeping bag right now and sleep until eight AM? Oh I, dude, I'd pass away. Like I'd, <laughs> I I I I'd I'd die. I think I'd actually and, die and, if I got into a sleeping bag and slept. And you and, and all you can have to drink for the rest of the night is is chili juice. Like like from a chili, bowl of chili. Chili juice. <laughs> Like you strain the bowl of chili and it's that juice. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah. Ooh, I you make can have unlimited drinks, too. chili juice, and and uh, and high alcohol British warm beer. You can you can have that. The worst possible thing. Ooh, so, a hot beer. Okay. There's the one I ate versus a brand new one. Okay, so that's yeah, we were right about twenty percent of it, about a fifth of it. Yeah, that maybe yeah, even mean, less wrong. than that. Be careful, folks. Here's the other thing. And another thing, Woody ridiculous. is it's a different chemical. It's a different chemical as well. So um, I don't know. Maybe it's stronger than weed. I think it's stronger uh, than weed. I mean, maybe these, I'm wrong. These I don't know. specifically, these hundred milligram oh. edibles feel like a fucking weed edible. Like they're so correctly dosed. I think people have like thought Delta 8 was way yeah. weaker than it was for a long time because so many companies were like, oh, this is a 50 milligram edible. And it really had like fucking seven in there. So you, you I, convince I, I yourself. I may be overstating, theory. I, I may be overstating it to say that it's stronger than weed. I, I really don't know. It's hard to put Very a good strong. grasp on it because I, I haven't eaten any like real weed in so long. It's been since last October. Woody, but you've you, you got to have a, or I'm sorry, Kyle. What, what show would you recommend yeah. Woody to watch after the the after PK tonight? Oh. Because he's higher Thanks. than he's ever been. Bugs Life. A Bugs Life? Yeah. You think that'll be good stoned out of your mind? Yeah. Of course it doesn't it will. stress you out thinking about what if the crickets win? Or the grasshoppers no. win? No, I'm pretty sure that the ants are gonna or whoever I've never really seen that movie. I just assumed that I didn't know it was so <laughs> so confrontational. I, you I you've never seen and, a Bugs Life? No, I'm not really into the Pixar stuff. I think I was a little oh. bit too old to like even appreciate Toy Story. Like I've watched it and I know it's a good movie, and I, but like I don't, I'm not all caught up on it. Like I don't know, everyone seems to be. Oh, like it was. A, I think it was, I was a big gonna, part of a lot of people's childhoods. Childhood for sure. Yeah, Toy Story and A Bug's Life. I remember explicitly the first time I saw those. I remember I was uh, Bug's Life was in theaters, and I was with my mom and my grandma and my brother, and we got up to the booth before it sold out we were like in the line out into the parking lot like waiting for like opening night bugs life and we didn't get in and i was like at just absolutely d despondent just depressed over not being able to watch a bug's life but i got to watch it so it all worked out and it is a good movie i thought you were going to recommend that he watches something nature related like like oh. deep is, is there a nature one called like deep blue or 
blue sea where there's a bunch of uh like cool video of whales maybe i'm i'm getting the name wrong i'm sure but there's a couple of really cool ocean documentaries maybe, that would i mean there's the planet for. earth stuff there's the planet earth stuff that's always really good yeah oh but, planet um, earth 2 watch that planet earth 2 is great that's it. high I, or I just, sober I uh I love the 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 snake chase scene where the snakes are chasing <laughs> yeah. the iguana, and he's like running up the the rocks and Atver's like, he must not slip, or he will die, and yeah. like all and there's like a hundred snakes chasing it like aggressively, mm-hmm. and he's just like winging, and they're like clipping onto his ankles and trying to pull him down. He's like ah ah, <laughs> like, that's such a cool clip. I love it. Like, that clip me. is so that that was like the clip they used to advertise Planet Earth Two, like on TV, and it it's so perfect it looks made up. It looks made like up. it looks like it looks like they're on a closed set with a bunch of snakes because of how like perfect the cinema or something. Like as I was watching it, I'm like, God, they have they like anticipated the chase scene with all these camera placements. Like how the fuck did they do? And then of of course they just had so many fucking cameras around there that of course they're gonna pick it up out gas. And there was I remember there was one like mongolian herd of elk or something it was like it is the rarest elk in existence <laughs> and it was like they spent like eight months camped out in mongolia trying to get a shot of this elk and i'm like i don't know it just doesn't even look that fancy you could have spray painted some white on a regular elk yeah. and saved your trouble <laughs> saved a huge amount of money have you, you ever quickly have a dead elk have you ever seen an elk like nrl yeah yeah i have they're pretty cool pretty regal you're fucking gargantuan Dude, mm-hmm. here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. An actual trip. Maybe not this year, but maybe next year, right? Let's go kill something with bows. Let's go into the forest with, be with bows. And let's kill something big. I'm, I want to kill either a bear, an elk, or a moose. I'll accept no substitutes. A pig won't do. A de- I've, killed, I've killed slews of pigs, piles of deer. It doesn't get my – can't get my rocks off like that. Yeah. Okay? I got to kill something. That, I, it has to be able to kill me back. Okay. Game. I would not maybe a mountain lion, but I'm actually afraid of them. I'm afraid of mountain lions, so I'd like to avoid like them if possible. I'd vote moose of those options because it's yeah. the biggest. Yeah, it is Mo- the biggest. that that is an animal. That, like the first time you see a moose in real life, like you imagine that it's like a deer, like before you've seen one, or like it's a slightly larger deer. Like you see a moose, and it's like, oh, this like makes Clydesdales look like little babies. You know like that's sick? how big they are. They're so what if, fucking right. big. What if what if we team shot a moose with bows? That would be like, fun. I've never even to... seen I've never seen that. See, see, this is why I'm the one to be, you want on board with the project. Yeah, you're like the idea okay. man. You've yeah. never seen a hunting video where they did something that was like, see, that's what I want to do with Scott. I wanted him to be like the FPS Russia of rednecks doing hunting videos and him to basically use military hardware on game animals <laughs> and be able to advertise like <laughs> hunting products on that channel i thought that was a yeah. great idea but nonetheless scott's not much of an actor it, it turned out if you guys watch those gator show videos you'll see he is as stiff as a board and just know mm. that's 30 takes <laughs> that's oh. just sitting there all day all right hello Talking on camera is harder than people know right like it, it, probably everyone hello. sees himself Welcome or to sees the gator someone. show yeah. <laughs> see someone on tv and thinks that like if they were there they would talk smoothly and clearly mm-hmm. but regular person has anyone ever turned a camera on you and asked you to say something you'll find yourself really stumped and stuttering and struggling and to say yeah. it correctly that right? is because like he would go 
hello welcome to the gator show and i'm gator and i i was like that doesn't make any sense lead with i'm gator and this is the gator (laughs) show you fucking idiot have you ever seen a tv show like (laughs) that's how it's it's and it went on like that and it went on like that for like an hour because like every time he needs to say something you know, for as I'm patching this video of his together, he's got the, you know, the pig ears on and he's wearing the night vision and shit. Like it was a whole mess. That's when I realized Scott was not going to be an actor. Although oh, yeah. I, if you ask me the video where he drinks the deer urine and it, it fucking hilarious. Can, can we watch that? That'll kill the last three minutes. Zach search the get um, the Gator <laughs> show. It's like um, youtube.com forward slash um, user or whatever. The Gator show. And, uh, I think there's a three-minute video there. I won't strike you. <laughs> Even if I could log in, I wouldn't. <laughs> I probably, probably got the late login to the Gator Show. Um, those videos uh, got a lot of views uh, for a channel with no. I guess I did push them, but still, mm-hmm. um, that yeah. was fun. That was fun doing that because I also like the idea that I could piggyback Scott onto my expenses. Yeah, play this shit. Give us audio. This is my cousin Scott. I just want my quick video to show y'all how Gator gets ready to go deer hunt. I got a few products here that I think will help y'all get those monster bucks. Now, the first thing I want to show y'all is the Hunter Specialty Special Reserve Doe Urine. It's in the this package. Well, I, I swear to God, this is real. That's what deer hunters are about, is the monster buck. The only problem is, is you have to use the whole bottle. I wrote this. I'm if going you can call to tell it y'all, the taste never gets better. <laughs> <laughs> Is he spitting it out? No, he's trying not to. Out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> he handles this well. He handles this well. <laughs> now to get rid of some of that <laughs> some of that vomit smell he said evolved dead downwind scent block he just flowed with it and like improvised there and said now to get rid of that vomit that. yeah you don't want the deer smell the vomit I'm not sure <laughs> it's better than deer piss he figured what is that? Just soap? It's, it's Chemicals. Scent, scent blocker. It's like water and some sort of, I don't know what, honestly. Mm, Chemicals. Edible. Got that good odor in my pores. It's in my blood. I bring them big bucks and they're going to fuck me. They're going to be all over me like Sandusky on a Wee football team. It was topical. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's called it was topical. For this, you're going to need a pens, adult diaper, some Remington camo duct tape. I'll show you what the outcome of the product looks like. This is for a true hunter. Likes to hunt all day, all night, and all day the next day. This it's the thing right diaper. here can take a monster load. Trust me, I dropped <laughs> one of mine earlier. I hope That's y'all enjoyed the video. If y'all will excuse me, Gator needs his gap. Gotta go get that monster buck. Yeah, that's a 308. Uh, Gator needs his gap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That guy is not a natural actor. He would not do well in uh, in late night commercials Vaudeville. or anything. <laughs> yeah, certainly not vaudeville. Well, actually, you know, no, he, uh, no audio might help him. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this about Scotty: he handled that deer piss very well. He improvised real well with the the scent blocker, 
and uh, and and no, everybody always laughs at that one. That's a good one. The other one, if 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 anybody cares to watch more of him, is him like shooting pigs with night vision and just being real silly. That's a wrap, though. Check out our sponsors. Check out Mac Farah. Uh, buy our gummies. They're strong as fuck. They'll fuck yep. you up, won't they, Woody? <laughs> Rumor has it. Yep. yep. Strong as shit. Check them out. Code PKA20 and code PKA or Jizz 